Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Daniel Blair. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works. Fly Racing and Motorsport.com coming at you. It's 5.01 p.m. Pacific, Monday, November 29th. Show number 484. Yeah. Lined up a couple of co-hosts for next year already. That should be a lot of fun and working on show 500. Thanks for listening, man. Thanks for sponsoring us, uh, all the partners that we have. Check out the deals and the codes under Sponsor Deals. Supercross 2022 is coming up, and uh, there'll be plenty to talk about when that thing drops at Anaheim 1. And so thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857 if you want to talk some Supercross. Talk some Paris. Supercross just got back last night from Paris. Marvin Muskan absolutely on fire, winning all three main events. Talk about that a little bit. He looks uh, he looks great. He looks ready to go. Justin Brayton, third. Speaking of Brayton, he will be on the show tonight. We'll have Ryan Sipes on as well. He was at Paris. Didn't have a great night, but we'll talk to Ryan Sipes. Derek Drakes will be on from the Collective Experience. We'll find out all about what that program is and how you can get involved and, and the exciting things that's happening over there. And friend of the show... David Villeman will be on. Uh, looking forward to having him on. Great radio. He's uh, He'll be great, man. And uh, he's working with Colt Nichols, Marvin, and, of course, Dylan Ferrandis now. So DV Factory picking up some uh, some students. So we'll get into that and more. Again, 702-586-7857. You can give us a call anytime, 702-586-PULP. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Autosport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering, and Intense Cycles, all on board uh, as well on the show, as, as are you people. Looking forward to tonight's show. Should be really, really fun. Lots to get into. Don't forget, it's Christmas time. Time for Christmas presents. So if you are going to buy some, uh, go through the Amazon widget on pulpamex.com. Takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase. We all get us a little bit of slice of that. We'd really appreciate it, all right? So use that Amazon link. It, uh, it greatly helps us out. It takes you right to Amazon and everything else. So please do that. Use the codes under sponsor deals. Uh, the Pulpamex app is coming uh, Friday. Uh, looking forward to that. When that thing drops, it's going to take over the sport, and that's coming Friday. Pulpamex app available in the App Store. If you have the other one, you don't need to rebuy it. It'll just be an update, and that's that's coming any day now. I heard Friday. Uh, we'll talk to our, our co-host here about a number of things. Uh, he's got a lot going on, whether it's Eagle Grit, whether it's being on the NBC Sports uh, Supercross booth, whether it's main event moto, uh, whatever it is, he's going to uh, talk all about it. It's Daniel Blair. What's up, buddy? How are you? Being on Pulpamex. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, glad to be here. How you feeling? Mm. You know, I thought I would be more tired than I am. I'm really not. I, when I got here, you you had a pep in your step. I was surprised. Yeah, and I uh, got in, had a uh, you know one of those travel days from hell coming from Europe. Uh, so long, long day. Uh, felt pretty good. And I, you know what? 
I, lo- I landed in Paris Friday morning. I was out Sunday morning. Like it is just, it was just all time, right? It was just boom, boom, and then I, was, then I was gone. So, uh, really, thanks to Eric Pernard and Xavier for getting me over to Paris Supercross. That thing was back. I had a lot of fun. Lots to talk about when it comes to that race. So, um, I yeah. was just tired. It was, it was great. Uh, speaking of tired. He's tired of playing with uh, the computer and the uh, adapters and everything else over there, but he's trying to direct the show. He's trying to do the best thing he can. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi. What's happening? You're right. I am tired of this. This is not going well. Do we have video? We don't. Are we going to have video? I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Uh, so I forgot my adapters today, right? Yeah. Thanks to Apple, we have to have all these USB-C to the various things adapters uh and i forgot my two adapters that i normally use for the show because i was in a rush today and uh, i can't get anything to connect so it's a work in progress over here well, didn't you say it was employee of the month i was Seems employee uh, of the that, month that, until uh, about 10 months the last ago. month that is taken away that is <laughs> okay. that's been not, not november no 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 he Jeez, was in line please. to get it in november but it's been rescinded and uh we are going to go the employee of the month once again on an undefeated streak uh public employee of the month over there tits legendary what's up tits how are you hey steve Actually, wait, you didn't show up for an hour. Mm, it was more like a half an hour, but it was... Was that, uh, was that in November? No, that was Absolutely. actually October. No. Nope. I'm looking at the schedule right now. That was <laughs> okay, so October 25th. I just tried to switch All the right. camera that isn't working, yes. by the way. So you, you, so he wins by default? Yes. Yeah. You were this hey, sometimes you don't have to win. Him. The other guy just has to lose. That's it. And, and Mark's, really, Mark's really gave his award away. Yeah, he last, really last really, show of the month, yeah. just yeah. gave it to him. Just Mark's, well... We'll Try get, again. We'll get there when it's time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there when it's time. <laughs> uh, uh, so thanks again for people for listening. Brayton, Sipes, Drakes, DV all on the night. JT, of course, will come in. Uh, we're going to call Weege as well when yeah, Brayton's on. because I, I feel mean, like we need to talk about we have to, we, a thing. We have to get into that. A thing. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it much, but we do have to get into it. Um, do we have, like, logos on the screen? Can we do that? Can't do anything. No visuals. Yeah, it's like old school around here. Just a, just a podcast tonight. Just a podcast. It's it's just, right. It just really makes audio, you huh? realize how far the show has come, right? That's all I'm doing. I'm just trying to make sure. This that is just you a reminder aware. of what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Do you? How far we've come? Any of the sponsors that complain, take it out of his pay, please. Yeah, that's fine. Do you want to run home and get your adapters? Um, I might have my wife bring them. Oh up, yeah, that'd be, that's so. a good idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, if she yeah. if she can't, if the garage guy is still there, I might be running home. The together, garage so. guy. Yeah. He's at your house dude, right now? Dude, when you have as big of a house as he does, and as no. you, you have a lot of stuff <laughs> okay, going on, he's probably... big houses. Probably from the guy a, who has a, a guard at his the gate. The guy that can't change his own light bulbs because he can't reach them. He's going to talk about big houses. <laughs> he needs a forklift to yeah. get to his ceiling. <laughs> Daniel's alluding to your wife being at home with some other guy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I... He didn't even... He, it went right over his head. He didn't even no, catch it. It's just so normal that, you know... And just to be clear, I only want her to come here right now to bring the crumble cookies like the last time she brought, so... Oh, it's nothing to do with her being did, way hot. She did. She brought crumble cookies. <laughs> when I was here. Yeah. We can arrange that. Get some crumbles over here. All right. Well, listen, everybody. So we got no video, uh, uh, but Daniel Blair brought to you by Decal Works, the official license with all the OEMs. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality service and knowledge. DecalMX.com. They sponsor the Red Bull KTM team of Marvin Muskan, who just won Paris with Decal Works. PulpMX gets 20% off your custom graphics. DecalMX.com, 20% off your custom graphics. The uh, DecalWorks has led the industry in quality and customer service for a long time now. So please check that out. Use the code and save with those guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, also, too, before we get too far into this, speaking of uh, Daniel Blair and NBC and the Supercar Series and Feld, 
Cyber Week uh, this week from the folks at Feld Entertainment. Uh, Sunday, November 28th, yesterday through this Saturday, uh, their savings up to 35% on current on-sale races. Holiday shopping starting earlier than ever due to uncertainty of in-stock items. Feld allows holiday shoppers to, to have low stress levels with experiences that families and kids of all ages will remember for years to come. So please, if you want to uh, get some tickets, now is the time to do it. Uh, most anticipated season of Monster Energy AMA Supercross in years. That I would argue with. But either way, 2021CW is the code to save. 2021CW code uh, saves you a fell to buy Supercross tickets. So you want to save? It's this week, Cyber Week, uh, 2021CW code. So thanks to the folks at Feld. We'll probably give some tickets away during the course of this year. Also, thanks to those guys for, for doing that. So use that code and get some tickets. Tickets are on sale now. Daniel Blair, if I were to give you, and this is right off the top of your head, we have not uh, practiced this at all. Uh-oh. If you're a fan and you have means to fly to races, what are your top three supercrosses that you're going to if you're a fan? What are your top um, three? I'll it, give you mine. Indy, right Indy would be one of them. Indy. I, lo- I love Indy. I, I, Indy. I, I, have a, I just have a soft spot for Indy. Okay. I love the town. I love the stadium. I, I don't know why. It's just, it's just. All right. I'm gonna, we're gonna ask JT the same question. Okay. So Indy, and you say no. It's not on your podium. No, not on the podium. Fine. I know you love Good Daytona. City. Good city. Daytona for you. Daytona is not on the podium either. <laughs> Daytona can fuck off. Um, I would go. Man. Dallas, obviously, that stadium is rad. I, I'm, I'm weak for cool stadiums too. Um, I like Minneapolis' stadium, so I, I'd go. Indy, Can we just get three? Indy, Mini, Dallas. Okay, Arlington. All wrong. Whatever. All wrong. Uh, Anaheim one is the best race of the oh, year. Oh, okay. I, okay, misheard you. I, I'm th- I guess I was just assuming mainly because I have a lot of friends right now that are calling me like, "Which one can I fly to that I've never been to?" So I, I thought you. That's meant, not the question. Yeah, then my bad. Just then Anaheim one. Glendale, great track. Glendale's triple crown. Rad always. Right, great track, triple and crown. Arlington, probably. Arlington's always good. Yeah? No? Um, Anaheim 1 is like the, yeah. the one. Right. And then after that, just pick a city that you've never been to with a cool stadium. And for me, Mini, Arlington, and uh, Indianapolis, I just, I've always liked those three. Okay, stadiums, I'll, go, so. I'll, I'll go Mini. I'll go Mini. Mini's si- third that one. stadium. That, well, stadium's sick. Crowd's into it. Good track. Uh, it's so all that. cold. Pulp MX live Dude. show. Coming up Friday night at Minneapolis, so that'll be, a, you, that'll be a bonus. Are we – we, I can't say we – is Pony getting cut up at Mini? Pony's getting cut up. It's just we he don't t- know he where. He mentioned it well, might be he Mini. he needs to calm down because nothing's in stone. So uh, He just told so me he's he can, about to get sliced up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're figuring it out, right. but, but but we don't know for sure. Hey, it is cold in it, Minneapolis. It is. It is. That's but, the only you know place what, I've ever been to – where walking from the parking garage to the stadium, I thought my bones were going to just break you know what, in though? my body. You're, just, you're a Cali guy. I'm, I'm weak. I'm from Canada. I never, I mean, it is cold. I'm never bothered by it. It's like, whatever. It's cold. Who cares? I don't know. I, wear, I still wear shorts. I, I know. It's, I don't know. it's, it's not, a mystery. Anyways, uh, so thanks to the folks at Feld. Use that code. Save some, uh, save some money on some tickets. Uh, Paris. All right, Paris Supercross. So, been there many years. I think I've gone fifth last 15 years that there's been a race. Uh, obviously, there was nothing last year. Uh, so they moved the date later on because they wanted to get some GP guys there. Right. That was the push. That, that was, was the reason the, for the push. Right. right. So Roman Fabra showed up. Antonio Caroli showed up. Great to have those guys there. Uh, Maxi Monroe showed up. Renault, the two, MX2 world champion. 
Now, because of that, though, the track had to be a bit tamed down. Mm -hmm. So no whoops, uh, some sand rollers, and, and, you know, basically everything was pretty simple uh, for all the guys to do. There was uh, one rhythm where in practice, after the start straight, they would go inside, they would roll and go Mm -hmm. 3-3, but they stopped doing that in the race. I don't know why. They really didn't do that in the race. I think the rut couldn't get – you just slow down kind of to do it. Yeah, ruin the flow a little bit. It looked like they just kept the momentum. So what we saw from Paris is, you know, more than usual, we saw a, 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 a race that would, the start was huge. The mm-hmm. starting position of the gate was big, and then therefore the start was huge, grabbing a whole shot and being able to do that. Now look, Marv, worst case scenario, Marv gets second. He was on fire this weekend. So maybe Brayton beats him, but I don't even know of that. But I think Brayton gives him a race right. if he can get a start. Marv Which got all the starts. He couldn't get, Brayton couldn't get as good as starts. Subs, Cedric Subaross ends up second overall. Subs real great, not to take anything away from him. He's so good at that stuff. He is. He's really for, good at that stuff. A decade. Um, and then so Marv wins. Marv has had serious off-season, like flying at the test track stuff. Heard that too. Yeah. And, from people that have seen it. I've, right. I've heard from people with their eyes on have said, whoa. Yeah. So I like how you called him out on that a little bit too in the podcast. Yeah. Hey, yeah. off-season. Yeah. And he yeah. kind of just rolled off yeah, with it, but yeah. I, I like how you threw it in because I've heard it too. A bunch. I, I, uh, I also threw in a new bike. Like, how was it going back to the old bike? He didn't mm-hmm. really want to have that either conversation. I really wanted to get into yeah, that. Yeah, it was short too. He kind of moved on. Yeah. For which, a guy who likes to extend his answers, yes. a couple of them he didn't. <laughs> no, a couple of them didn't. Um, so, but the thing with uh, the new bike too, we got, we're going to talk to him. So mom and dad got in a text fight again this morning. Oh, yeah. You and JT? Right. Well, let's just wait till he's on. Yeah, yeah. so we're like, going to talk about that. Because I'd like so. for you guys to uh, actually speak. Because the texting, is it's so weird. Because I can't tell sometimes with you if you're messing with JT. Uh, and he takes the bait on you all the time. He's, like, ready for it. Yeah, but it, I can't he, tell with you. Sometimes I feel like you're just faking. And then sometimes I feel like you're serious. And I can't uh, tell. I was point. serious this morning. Okay, so we'll, we'll get into that controversy, quote, unquote, a little bit. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so Paris, uh, really bummer to have Roman Fabra break a tip <sighs> fib like uh, that was not good. Um, he was pushing hard in that main event. He was in the mix, overjumped the on-off, flew off, out, that, of, yeah. out of control. We've all seen the Instagram video. Did you guys see the Instagram video? Did you the see newest it? one. I mean, if you notice, it's gotten one worse, from, right? The, the one from behind. Yeah, the oh, first video. I'm like, why yeah. is he yeah. in the air like that? The second one, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. The third one from the back, I was like, oh, that's what did yeah. it. Right. It's worse. Each video got worse too, and. I just feel bad for the guy. I, I mean, that's one of those ones where you're in the air and you don't know exactly how you're going to land because you could tell by his body that he didn't well, have control of where he was going to land. He was just I, floating. When I first saw it, and I was watching on that side of the track, when I first saw it was when he was off the bike, off, off the takeoff. I seriously thought a scrub went wrong because what I've been watching from him is he's been he, he's a really good scrubber, but he's loose when he scrubs. Like he th- throws his legs out. Hands are off the bars almost oh. when he's scrubbing, and I'm like, dude, he drug a peg and right. you know flew off, and that's what I. And even after the race, Brayton said, uh, uh, "Is that is that what what I said? Did he scrub it and go wrong?" I said, "I think so." But oh, no, he, he was okay. out of out of control going up the ramp. Yeah, when he went off that tip, the yeah. tabletop, he like hammered off and then hammered into the face of the triple, and the body was already. It yeah. was over. Yeah, it, was it was over. over. So two seconds before he even huge left. bummer yeah. for Roman Fabra. And what's actually, the, what was the outcome on that tip fib? Tip fib, yeah. Um, so on Friday when I landed, we had to go get COVID tested to fly back mm-hmm. into the, into America and he had to get it for the race itself. I had to get it for the race and I guess for flying back. So him and I went together to the drugstore and uh. we hung out for 
45 minutes. So you, just had waiting some, for the test. so you have some extra attachment to him because you were well, hanging with well, him. We and were, and I was talking about the GPs, and yeah. we, he was talking about America, and we were talking about the switch to Ice One for Kawasaki and talking about Vince, his mechanic, not going with him and all this stuff. And, you know, he's a good guy. I've known him a little bit. And then I felt, yeah, really bad for mm. the next day. So um, what did you think of Paris? The track was the first thing that stood out. And, I mean, I understand what they had to do. So yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. But that took a little bit away from me. And even for Brayton, I was watching the brayton Subs battle or Brayton just being very cautious and yeah. didn't want to kill him. I, I mean, I thought, thought he could have got it. I thought he yeah. could have threw it in a few times and yeah. been more physical. But where Brayton was, what he was missing was a real set of whoops where he would have probably blown right by him, you know? So with a track like that, it's it's all about the start. I felt like the it's it was a fast track, so even like getting physical in the corners yep. isn't a good idea when you're moving that quick. So it looked like a, a start cross a little bit, and then Brayton being behind him like that kind of proved the point. Marv, though, I'll tell you what. I mean, I know it's an off season race, whatever, but God, he did he look good. really yeah. good. Like yep. I mean, just the eye test passed big time. I expected him to probably win. If not, Brayton would well, be the he, one. But also, he something that I didn't think about. So I thought Brayton would be the favorite going in, just because he's won that race before, and Brayton's really good at this stuff. Bray- Brayton had a stock bike with like a muffler. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, Marv had a race bike. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit of that's going to help, yeah, especially on the start too, yeah. Um, yeah. off the gate. But for me, the track was a little fast, a little easy. It was. Um, yep. But I understand with the star power, you, you only had a couple of the. The Supercross 450 guys. Yeah. If you have five or six, I think you've got to put some big whoops in. Yeah. But with the roster they had, it all made sense. But it did. Yeah. It, it, and, and, it bummed it out for and, me. A and, bit. and honestly, the fans enjoyed having Caroli and Febber there. You know, oh, yeah. like it was a like a. They did a little opening ceremonies for Antonio, and you know it was a big deal. And uh, and in February, of course, French. So they love that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the race was benefited from having those guys there. But overall, then your yeah. your take would be overall successful event all good just yeah they had a lot of fans there everybody seemed to dig it was the racing the best no it wasn't i've seen a lot better paris supercrosses yeah, me too over the years but um you know it is what it is and and we at least we had a race and it was good to be back there watching these guys and, and all hey, that. I, i'll tell you what i know this is like such a small detail but to be able to have a link on someone's instagram story and to press the link and be right on youtube live watching it and yeah. having it that easy yeah that was pretty convenient because yeah. sometimes it's hard it to is. find, I, and that I, was just easy. I've done uh, I've done the analyst job at that race with Paul mm-hmm. Malin before, and I've oh that's my downer for the race. Yeah, I'd say I didn't understand the right, and I was bummed on there that. There used to be an English one, <laughs> yeah. and so I would jump in with Malin here and there, and um um it it it, it didn't have that this year, and so I was kind of like and oh that's my point. So they didn't have it this year, but even when they did have it, I had to send people to the weirdest spots to try to find yeah. it, right? Like you like you said, it was just easy. Here it is. Here's the link. You just you know had it on your story, and I pressed yeah. a button. It was live right. on YouTube. Right. So I, the convenience of that was huge. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, the commentators, I mean, I couldn't understand them at all. So it was I, Tortelli. I, I, Tortelli was that Was yeah. that? Was I, didn't even, was I never paid attention because okay. I didn't understand a word, but I would have liked to have heard and understood what they were talking about, but I get it. You know? uh, Chad Reed was there? Good to see Chad. And he Reed. was good. Yeah, he was good. He was look. He was off the pace of the top three guys, but he was in the mix for fourth and back. Him, Antonio Caroli, um, uh, Bro- Bogle were all about the same. The crazy part for Chad is the last time he raced a legitimate race like that was Salt Lake Round Seventeen, yeah. a year and a half ago. And for him to just look that good, it's Chad. Yeah. Um, but it does intrigue me. And even in your pulp cast with him. Hinting around, you know, 2022, and 
uh, he's yeah. kind of there's no way he's not going to do at least one. He I, has to. I, he's going to be 40 in February, so you know he wants to get in a main at 40, just to, to say. It's 2022, and he's like that. So he's going to race in 2022. Yep. He kept his number, which I think, and I don't know the exact correct info on this, but I threw it out to RJ Hampshire. I'm like, dude, are you going to take 22? Because he told me a long time ago, I want 22 whenever Chad's gone. And he said Chad wouldn't let him. So I don't know if he was teasing me or what, but yep. Chad wanted to keep 22 for a reason. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. So just he'll be at one this year. I, I think so, too. He didn't, you know, really. Uh, he will. He's, he didn't really talk about it in the post-race thing, but I, I got it. Ellie's even hinted on Instagram a little yeah. bit. He's yeah. going to be at one yeah, or two. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think he'll do something. But you know, Daniel, like, um, and you and JT can talk later because you guys are racers. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. But uh, it is so tough to just jump into one. Like, I remember LaRocco did a few one-off Red Buds. And it was tough. And I mean, he was near the end of his career, so he wasn't peak Mike LaRocco. Right. But just to jump in for one race and do all the prep, it's really hard. It is because the first round, unless you're Justin Barsha, is always a pain in the ass. So yeah. Chad would be doing his first round at round eight or yeah, 10 or yeah, 12. Yeah. But I still think just for him, he's going to look at the field, and when things look right, he'll, I think he'll get in there. That's, yeah, and I, that, and I that, too. Yeah. For the purpose of just doing it, yeah. not to go out and get. Right. Eighth or something, right, whatever, right, right. just to get in there. Right. So, uh, Michael's on three. Michael, you want to talk about uh, Paris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to watch your show, but um, yeah, things like well, called in. Marks, he's, he's trying to watch the, the show, Marks. Me too. Michael, me too. Dane, Co- yeah. uh, Dane Cook blew it. Yeah. Dane Cook. Um, Play the you Marks. did a movie. Your interview <laughs> with the post race with uh, Moose Can. Yeah. When he's blowing the bike up. Yeah, that that That's was. Hilarious. I know. Do, do you want to get me started, Michael? On why didn't you? Bikes up? Why didn't you uh, run with that? I was waiting yeah, for you to pop it, off it, when it, I heard it, that. It just it, so that was the. They have a French championship. The 250 guys are in the middle of their French championship. Really? We're at the end of it, I should say. So KP, Kyle Peters, swept it, and Moran's got third, mm-hmm. and Renault got second. But in but all those guys are racing in their series. So that was the French 250 Supercross champions kids bike getting revved. Blowing it up? Oh. No, they didn't They didn't do that. They it didn't, didn't last long. They, no, it, it sounded weird, too, it, man. They didn't blow it up. But I, I'm with you, Michael. I was just like, come on, man. Oh, it, it blew. I, we heard it. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do. I'm, I feel like nobody listens to me. Nobody cares. I got tagged in 100 videos of Roman Fabric's team doing that after the last MXGP, which, by the way, they had to pull down because Kawasaki was upset. Really? Because it's fucking stupid. That's why they were upset. Because <laughs> it's stupid to do that. And I'm glad well, Kawasaki well, I, supported me on all that. Right. So, cool. All right, thanks, uh, buddy. Well, uh, hey, you got to turn that into a soundbite. Uh, right when you don't have to do it, do it from the beginning, but right before it blows up, just keep backing up and letting it play. Boom! Back it up, yeah. start playing. Boom. Okay. Maybe if you just drive the audience so nuts with it that they'll you'll start a movement and they'll let and they'll do it yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. obviously not being heard no no you no, need an no, army no. Yeah, of pissed off people so just um, start replaying that over and over thanks michael oh, i would do it thanks man <laughs> appreciate it okay thank you enjoy your evening thank you speaking of enjoying our evening it's uh randy richardson from michelin what's up fmip well, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm actually more revved up than a championship winning engine right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not only a fan of the show. Hey Daniel, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm I, good. Bro. I know that uh good. I know I wouldn't have any of this janky junk from uh, main event moto, but we would never. here's the thing. So I'm I'm not only a fan of the show, I'm a sponsor of the show. I'm yep. trying to watch on YouTube. It's oh. a nice Monday night at home, mm. relaxing. Uh had a corona, nice yeah. dinner. Right. Want to watch YouTube. Want to watch YouTube. Hmm. And what do you say? What do you know? So what happens when I'm, an employee I'm, 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 right, costs right, an employer right now, money? 
well, that's you know what I did. I I said I want to speak to your manager. I got some 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 off topic conversation about my wife and an adapter and this and that from Mark, who should be working on the app. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm listening to I'm listening to, through the current app, which still says BTO Sports, which mm-hmm. that's contradictory, right? I go to the YouTube channel and I'm looking at classic commentary. I'm looking at the Bottom Line show from Freestone in 2010 when you and David Pingree still spoke. I'm just I'm confused and I'm more revved up than championship winning. <laughs> well, agent, I, I, and I'm, let me, I'm frustrated let me, right now. I could pass you on to our employee. I got him in aisle seven. I cleared up Is there aisle eight. From for HR him. there? Yeah, he, I think he's in the toilet. I think he's in the toilet the, right now. He's cleaning the toilet. The somewhere. HR department is led by Augie Mathis. He's uh, he's where, hard to deal with. And where is he? He's hard to deal with. But uh, you're, saying, you're saying I'm barking up the wrong dog. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty up much. The wrong dog right now. Marks, what is the update? Is uh, your hot wife coming over? She is bringing me my adapters. Yes. Okay. What's the ETA mm-hmm. on that? About fifteen to twenty, probably. Okay. All right. Probably can twenty. You, can you? You got to use corporate talk. You got to say what's the estimated ETA. Yeah. Can you text Pookie and tell her that? Yeah, yeah, she's gonna text me when she's here. I'm oh, gonna yeah. grab okay. Because you're gonna run down and grab it. She's not gonna she'll, come up here. Well, <laughs> well she'll have oh. to let her in at the main entrance gate, and then the auxiliary gate, and then the house gate. Because <laughs> right. I've been there. Get and her badge. She's got to get her badge from the gate. Yeah, free gate community. Did you have security clearance? Do you know how common gated communities are in America? And, and it seems like no one on the show that comes in has ever grasped the concept of a gated community. Not one yeah. that has two gates to get through like this one. It's so. just Thank a you. door. It's just not. It's not uh, a gate. It's just a door. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, 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 I've been to Kevin Wyndham's house. It's a, It's also a 10,000-square-foot home uh, with a gate at the driveway. So I saw. There's some similarities there. I saw Wyndham's house from above one time, mm-hmm. maybe Transworld, or I don't know where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! Is that still the same house he lives in? Because holy crap, that <laughs> yep. thing was so massive. Mm-hmm. Okay, does well. He did well. Uh, you, know, you know what's what's funny is 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 uh, isn't it in a U shape too? It's in a U shape. So I was asking him like, yeah. mm-hmm. I was asking him like, mm-hmm. if you're in one wing, like, how do you talk to Dottie in the other or, wing? Or yeah. do you go through the house and around, or do you just cross over the yard to get to the other half of the house? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, he said it's he he used the quote. It's quote this. Basically the same square footage as the previous home. Oh, but there anyway, we go. I, know, I, can, I can really so, relate to that then. Um, all right. So, so Randy. So anyway, so okay, I'm, just, I'm just looking at it. I, you may want to let uh, Dark Side know that his uh, – because that was very kind of you to pass along the increased investment from, from Michelin Motorcycle for 2022 to pass that along to Dark Side. I greatly appreciate that. Whenever he calls in to talk about his ponytail, you may want to let him know that, that he may not get that increase. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I will do that. Well, I'll tell you what, Randy, like mm-hmm. you call in though. And then some guy named Dale is on line one and he wants to ask Randy about mountain bike stuff. So you're, you're, you're getting extra advertising on this show than no, you would normally get. Normally you would get a read okay. and a praise that from us about like, Michelin products. And yeah, now you're getting like a PR spin. Now you're getting Dale that and you're getting Dale. Dale who wants to Take talk to you. To Dale. All right, That's Dale, awesome. what's up? Let's go. Hey guys, Randy. Uh, How's it going, Dale? It's good to talk to the uh, best co-host on Pulp Mech. Sorry, Daniel. Oh, wow. Close second, oh, okay. you're, you're, um, only saying, you're only saying that because you mean it. Are you watching on YouTube right now, Dale, or are you like me? You're just listening in with the old app. No, so I'm actually driving and listening on the old app. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm actually uh, moving out there. going to be pretty close neighbors with you. So I was wondering okay. if you uh, could tell me some good mountain bike spots or if there's any downhill spots. I know it's... Uh, not much like on the West Coast, but um, no, yeah, no, there's, there. there's, 
I'll tell you one of the. I don't know how close you're moving to the to the upstate of South Carolina here, but uh, I'm going to be. I live in I'm South Carolina, be in Greenville County. Oh, Greenville County. Awesome, awesome. Oh, yeah, uh, Greenville County. So, so as long as you're not fast, uh, you're welcome to move even in the Piedmont region. But if you're faster than me, you got to stay outside of Piedmont because <laughs> uh, there's a title thing. But uh, no, nah, but you work me. Yep. <laughs> But certainly, hit me up, uh, FMIP222. Hit me up when you get uh, close by, man. And, and unlike Steve, I like to meet new people. Um, I like to have new life experiences. We'll go ride mountain bikes together. Yeah. Well, when called- Dale, when Dale, when you go ride with Dale and he stabs you to death out on the trail and leaves you to die, <laughs> you'll be wishing that you would have followed my advice, Randy. Yeah. Well, so I wouldn't do that. I'll be easy to find. I, I'll oh, you, be a medic in Greenville County. Every so serial killer says they're not going to do that, Dan, Dale. Not every well, serial killer is yeah. like, you know what, Dale? You know what? I would yeah. never kill. You and then they kill you. So, uh, so obviously, what well, they would say. Yeah. I'll come ride with you next. So, D- Dale, Dale, just to let you know ahead of time, unlike Steve, I'll be bicycling with my 380 Ruger on my hip, so I'm good. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so no, but in all seriousness, uh, Ride Canuga is a great place that's uh, e bike friendly. Uh, they rent e bikes there, and and okay, and uh, just just DM bike. them, Dale. All right, this is enough. Yeah, DM this is him. enough. And, DM me. I, I'd like to chat with you on the on the YouTube, but it's not up and going. Oh, so, Marks, uh, are you going to stand <laughs> for this, Marks? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Oh, Marks is going to stand yeah, for this. That's my yeah. backflip, buddy. He's he going to sit wants. for it right now. Yeah, yeah. All but right, Dale, hit me up. Awesome. Hit me up, Dale. We'll go ride. Absolutely. Thanks, Dale. Sir, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Randy, you've got enough Michelin right. plugs for this for this show, all right? So <laughs> Yeah, no, hey, hey, I'll tell you what, don't even do the read. Don't even do the read. That's fine. Don't even do the read. Or uh better yet, don't do the read and just make up stuff like you typically do. You know what I mean? Oh, it's wow. okay. Wing oh, it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, just wing it. Um and Daniel. What's up? DM me about some sponsorship for 2022. Okay? Oh, I want to oh. get on board with a good, uh, a good platform. So. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll never let you down. <laughs> Marks! This is it, Marks. Well, we, had a, we had a good run. We had a good run. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, Randy. Clean up on Clean up on aisle seven. Yeah, wow. yeah. I tried to clean. I gave him a clean aisle, but uh, you know what? The, another aisle needs work now. So thanks to uh, Randy Richardson from Michelin. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at Firepower. I'm wearing their shirt today on the show that you cannot see, uh, but you'll see it later. Firepower batteries and change. You know who uses Firepower? Chisholm. Yeah. Yeah. Cade. Cade. Alex. Alex. Ray. Ray. Yeah. Perhaps you heard of him. Heard of him. Uh, Firepower. Uh, go for Dunes Honda. Firepower. Dylan really? Wright. Dylan Wright this weekend. How'd he do? He was like ninth. I never, he he had I one, never seen him. Is why he had one main results. event where he crashed out. Uh, Did he go to, do good in the last one? Second one, I think he. Uh, I knew no, one maybe of the top one. ten, but yeah. I didn't see him on screen. Yeah. I was, I wanted to because um, it's a great outdoor rider. I wanted to see indoor what it looked like. Yeah, he he's, he was good. It was good to see Dylan there. Uh, he uses Firepower. Firepower committed to offering superior products for over fifty years' experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. When you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower, firepowerparts.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Featherwhite lithium batteries, chains that are made in Japan. They got warranty on them as well. So thank you to Firepower Parts. Uh, appreciate that. Also coming up right now is Justin Brayton, and he is brought to you by Vortex. Uh, Dylan Ferrandis, James Stewart, Chad Reed, all won winning championships with Vortex Racing, whether it's the V3 uh, bars, whether it's the uh, – uh, sprockets, whether it's oversized bar, 7 eighths bar, vortexracing.com. Email Kyle at vortexracing.com to get a deal on the folks from uh, Vortex. And uh, they make great products, sprockets and bars and, and all sorts of things like that. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, uh, again, email Kyle at vortexracing.com. Tell him you're with Pulp MX, and uh, you can get it happening. Tits. Hi. Yo. 
Hi. I got <laughs> What? He's on it. All no. right. Okay. Ah, uh, this is a uh, this Man. is this is Hard to find good help these days, huh? It is hard to find <laughs> yeah. good help. Justin Brayton coming right up, brought to you by uh, um, uh, Vortex Racing. And so, also, uh, Daniel, so the I'll just fill in our listeners. And we just talked about this on Racer X. I had a bet. I'm Troll Train guy. Big fan of Troll Train. Yep. I like Alex Martin. Good dude. I like everything he stands for. I like the fact that he was on garbage privateer teams and became a factory uh, guy and won races. And, you know, works hard and, and does the right thing. And I like Alex Martin. I had a bet with Wygant that we were trying to debate how many spots Alex would finish behind JB. Like, he's not as good as Justin Brayton, right. especially not at Paris. Right. How many spots would you have picked, would you think would be fair? I mean, I, I, I've, I see JB one or two. So let's go five to seven. I would say five to seven behind. I, I'd, okay. I'd put Alex right. seventh. So the the that would have been my guess. The bet was three spots. Oh, so I you figured, picked three. I figured it would be Marver J, JB one two like whatever some some order one two, and then I'm like okay Reed's gonna beat him. Uh, that that'll be one guy. Um, I didn't know Bogle was going at the time. Bogle was kind of a so. Hey, so when you got there, you're like oh, were you like a rider? You're like well, oh, why would he yeah, show up? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I figured Reed would beat him. Uh, I figured uh, Febra could beat him right in indoors. Um. And then I had Marv, maybe, and that's three spots. And then I was like, okay, let's, it's going to be tight. But You were he, off. I was off just by a little bit, just by like 10. Um, so, yeah, that, I lost the bet. Uh, but anyways, let's, let's get the man on here to talk about that and more. Uh, from Smart Top, Honda, Moto Concepts, it's Justin Brayton. What's up, JB? What's up, Steve? How are you feeling? You jet lagged at all? Or are you going good? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good actually. I, yeah, I feel fine. Like I feel totally fine. I I got in like one day later than you, so I mean, maybe I wasn't you know used to. I don't know. I, I just I'll tell you what was roughest was the roughest stretch was Friday night, Saturday morning from like f- four a.m. on Saturday morning of the day of the race. I could not. I was wide awake, and then I fell asleep. Yeah, at, like yeah. I fell asleep at like eight. And then I couldn't get out of bed to make it for practice. You know what I mean? I struggled. Uh, yeah. yeah, you it's know what I mean? It's always that first, like, 24, 36 hours, huh, when you land. It's like, all right, do I stay awake? Do I sleep? What do, yeah, what yeah. Do I do? It was yeah. rough. So, Daniel Blair is here, JB. DB, Arena Cross legend. That's right. Legend. <laughs> legend. Uh, did, you, <laughs> did you do to Caroli what I told you to do to him? I did not, no. Okay. I did not. Uh, JB, <laughs> I, I dropped in his DMs after the uh, takeout. I told JB he needed to handle hard. it. Yeah, you came in pretty hard. <laughs> I uh, I, the, the, the best part was Weege, like went on Twitter. Which, Daniel, you're not on Twitter, but Weege went on Twitter just yelling Lost about it. Caroli. And people thought he was serious. Like People were just like, nothing wrong with that pass, man. Nothing wrong with that. You know? And Weege is just like, so then Weege gets caught up into this Twitter drama. His own drama that he created on yeah, accident. Yeah, 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 where he created where he was just like, you know. Uh, but hey, JB, for reals, though. You were pissed because I was going to talk to you after the race because I was there, right? At your, I, was, I had my backpack in your pit, and I'm like, I'm going to go the other way and let JB cool off here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wasn't even that mad about the Crowley takeout. I was more mad about the whole main event. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I yep. literally could not pass Subes. I'm like, I was doing everything, and, you know, some people, I've, I've talked to people since I've gotten home, like, oh, man, you could have went inside here. I'm like, no, the angles of the track when you ride it are way different than when you're actually watching it, you know, and it was, um, there was a couple sections where we would go to the berm where they're like, oh, I'll go inside, but you, 
you really couldn't do it because I would lose so much time if I would have went inside. And so, yeah, it, it was really difficult. And, um, I just couldn't pass him. It, it was simple as that. So I was more frustrated about that because honestly, going into the last lap, we were like a straightaway ahead of Caroli. So yeah. it wasn't like he was on me and we we're battling and it was this crazy battle and he cleaned me out. It was more like, yeah, me and the dudes were kind of messing <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, you guys slowed up. And they caught up. You yeah. slowed up, which got him there. And it, it had to be one of those things, right, where you're just pissed because you can't get around a guy. And then the final nail in the coffin is dude comes in and gives it to <laughs> exactly. you. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I was definitely heated in the moment, Steve, when I saw it. I just It was a natural reaction because I like I, Justin a lot. I'm just like, what? So I got in the DMs pretty quick. And then when I heard your interview with Cairoli, like I felt bad because he was so like, oh, I didn't yeah, mean to do but, it. But, okay, but I like Antonio, but he said JB turned down into me. Oh, he did, yeah. Like, like oh, come on. I mean, come on, Antonio. That's like, what everyone says when they're the guy <laughs> right, giving it. Right. Oh, he turned down into me. Right, right. And again, like I, I yeah. love Carol. He's a great dude. But yeah, <laughs> uh, like so when Eli turned down into Marv, right, right, <laughs> Foxborough. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, exactly. No, we talked after, and then he even sent me a text that that night too. And like, yeah, he's super nice. I've known him yeah. for a long, long time, and he doesn't have a track record even close to taking people out. So why would he start now? Uh, so yeah, I, I was more frustrated with myself of like. A couple things, I guess. I never got to race with Marv, which was super frustrating, you yep. know. And yep. then that last main, like, I just I felt like, yeah, if I get around soup, I think I could have given Marv a run or at least made a race out of it. But then at the end of the night, it was kind of like, you know, Soups had said it's maybe his best race ever, and the crowd was just on their feet the whole time. And, like, you know, Eric Pernard said that that was the show, that was, that right. was the race of the night. And so overall – yeah, we know yeah. how the, how it works over there, right? Like we're there to put on a show. We get paid to be there, and um, your check stayed yeah, the same. It kind of your, is what it, yeah, your check, check stayed the same. Yeah, right. it, is what it, it is right. what it is, right? right? But um, overall, it was a really really fun weekend, though. I mean, just to to be traveling international again, to get some gate drops, to uh, work with my mechanic Sean Ulikowski, and uh, you know, for the first time, we've been friends for a long time, but we're working together this year. So overall, it was an awesome. Awesome event. Yeah, it's one of my questions for you was what was it like to have Ulo, you know, working for you? Uh, Travis Preston's old mechanic, of course. God, he hasn't been a mechanic for a long, long time. He's picking up the wrenches again. So that that yeah, that, that would have been, you know, also a little valuable for A1, for A1. For sure, yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, one of the positives to going and, and doing a race. Uh, me and Sean have been friends for a long, long time. and um, But, yeah, there's nothing like working together. You know, how, how to – how does he act in race day? How do I act? I mean, we're both pretty mellow guys. So, um, it, yeah, there's really no learning curve. We've, like I said, we've yep. been friends for a long time. So, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. On an airplane again and travel international. There was just something, something about it. me and Reedy were actually talking on the way that we traveled together from Charlotte. And, uh, it was just something about getting on an international flight again. It's just, been so long and i think we just took it for granted all those years yeah listen uh the track was mellow it wasn't the greatest racing experience you know as you documented behind subs and marv just took off with it um but i just like the i liked being back at paris i liked being back traveling to those races i liked you know all of that stuff i you know you miss it right and um so i liked totally. all of that stuff and i thought that that was awesome that they had us over yeah. there and, and you know i don't even know you know, I don't know how – I looked like the place was mostly sold out, so that, that part's great. The fans were into it. And, yeah, Feber, you know, Feber hurting himself was a massive bummer, but the fans did love him being there, and they loved Subs and they loved Marv. So if you're a fan, you're like, cool. You know, our, our guys did well, and except, you know, obviously until Feber got hurt, that is. 
Yeah, yeah. And it was cool to have Antonio racing supercross. I mean, I don't yeah. know like when's the last time he did that? Maybe wow, Percy, he, like I think we talked 2009 or something like that. He did that German thing. Know. Remember was that, that German? the outdoor one? An outdoor supercross that he did a few uh, years back, I, I thought. I don't know about that. They had a German supercross thing that Dunge went to that was not very good. I think he was Wasn't there. it an open roof? I don't think so. But I remember seeing him at some kind of indoor supercross race over there that was tight, but it was open roof. Maybe it was that one. Yeah. I don't remember. That was years ago. Um, so, yeah, it was it was good to have him there, and I, they did a 2-2 Chad Reed and 2-2-2 Antonio Caroli opening ceremonies thing, which mm-hmm. was really cool. You know, the fans dug yeah, that. Yeah, that was neat. That, w- sure. that was really neat to have that. And, yeah, I would have liked to have seen you, JB. Um, uh, I don't know if you would have beat Marv because he was on his factory bike and he's riding really well. He's a great rider. But, yes, I think you two could have had a great battle if you had gotten right behind him off the start or if he had gotten right behind you off the start. You know, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. So that that's where the frustration came from. Like after the final main route, there's three three opportunities to race with him, and and that's what I was going there to do. And um, and then yeah, not not even being able to get around soups to get to him and yeah. getting cleaned out is like dang, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> but I quickly got over it. You know, like yeah. it, it was one of those things, heat of the moment, where it's like man, such a bummer. But then again, it's awesome to be here. Awesome to be racing. Um, yeah, it was just it was fun to be there. And now and, uh, I I think I asked you this. Back at it. I think I asked you this in the post race interview. And if I didn't, maybe I talked to you privately. How come skies weren't doing the three three out of the first turn? Like I don't quite get that. Or after the after sorry after the after the um, tabletop in the center. Yeah, I, after the tabletop in the center. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, before yeah. the sand whoops. Um, like like. Yeah, I think we talked about it privately. I don't think it was faster. I, I really don't. I oh think God, the angle, disaster. and that's one of them where I was talking about with somebody on the phone today about, yeah, I feel like you could have went inside there. I'm like, but the angle of it, how much speed you could carry to the turn, and then there was a nice rut, and then you'd go two, three, two, and then you could get back to the left for the sand turn, where when you went roll, like inside, roll, three, three. and then my bike was stock, so – I would have to go to first gear, and then it was everything I had in first gear. And then it would pinch off that turn, so that you'd be on the right side of the track. It'd be really hard to get back to the left. So your angle would be kind of weird in the sand turn. Uh, I don't know. You should have tried that. You should have went quad, outside quad, after the sand wall. You again, know. That, that was slower, so I'd just lose time. Was it, though? I mean, was it really? You know, I, I don't and know. You should have hit tubes. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah. You could have. The only time Daniel and I were talking before the show, I saw one chance in the in the in the corner before the rhythm yep. that we just talked about where you could have gotten. It would have been dirtier. It wouldn't have been great though. No, he's in France, <laughs> dude. He's in France. I was gonna say maybe another country, maybe throw it in. I, yeah, probably not the exactly. smartest thing, but uh, I, that was the one where I was like, oh, like a, a little bit more, and you might have had yeah, it. But I. Yeah. I I just wanted you to get him. I mean, I, I would love to go back next year and not need security uh, with me the whole time. <laughs> well, that's a, just, I was saying, if Barsha was there, he'd have hit him. Yeah, oh, well, well, yeah. Sure. yeah. He also needed security to leave Percy one year. Yeah, I know. I, I watched that video this Barsha week. Barsha had 15,000 people <laughs> yeah. booing him and wanting yeah. to kill him. He uh, loved it, probably. Yeah. Uh, it was, that, exactly. was, that was maybe the most intense race I've ever been to as far as that goes. Like, the friend is booing on Craig. That one was my biggest. I, that was pretty That I've gnarly. ever seen. But this was worse, I think, just because it was a smaller arena and it was just. Well, you're in France. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> it's like another it was, country. Uh, it was not great there. Uh, Justin Brayton on the show brought to you by VortexRacing.com, and of course, JB, we had club sandwiches at the hotel. 
Of course, we, did. we had to. It's, it's just a it's yearly just, tradition. Just club sandwiches. Yearly tradition. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was tough uh, to we do al- that. We also did go out, though. Yeah, we, we did, which I was happy with because someone suggested let's just go back to the ho- to hotel, and I'm like, wait, wait, no, no, no. And we actually went to a pizza place. It was, it was, it was okay. Where hey, we, Daniel, Daniel, quick question. Yeah. So what? What's worse, traveling to France, staying in a in a very very nice hotel, with great views, eating at the hotel restaurant, with okay. great views, remember, and okay. and good food, or having to go to Starbucks for a coffee while in France. <laughs> What's worse? Hotel restaurant? Oh, that's pretty close. No, it's not. Probably the star. You can't have something exactly. else. You just can't go to Starbucks. Like, I'm a Starbucks guy, too. Like, I'll drive out of the way, whatever. But if it's way out of the way, I just will get whatever. It's a five-minute walk. It's a five-minute walk away. It's great. I, I get to experience you know, Paris and people and, you know. It's yeah. pretty it's equal. Great. I'd probably go 60-40 to the Starbucks, though, Steve. Sorry. But also, too, Br- Brayton, you have to realize that Daniel eats like a seven-year-old child. Yeah. Daniel I, eats. No, he? <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, he just orders the most plain stuff ever, every meal he ever eats. So you got to remember that. Um, so we were talking about the bet, JB, before we yeah. pulled you on. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so it was three spots. JB, you were in the middle of all this negotiating with Weege and Phil. Phil was sort of setting the gauge here, and Weege and I were going back and forth. And and then afterwards, you told me it all starts at the top. It all starts at the top for, for it this. Start, it starts at the top, doesn't it, Daniel? It starts, it starts with the leader of the group, and Steve was the leader of the pack, and I think that's where it started to yeah, unravel. I think so. Steve. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I when he just asked me where I would have you know, done this line in the sand, and I said five to seven, and when he said three, I was – a little shook by the three, right? So um, I don't know. I feel like you went. You went. That was too uh, much love, too much loyalty to your guy. I was trying to I don't tell think you evaluated Weege, it I didn't properly. say Martin. I said Marvin. No, that, yeah, that, yeah, was, that was a great he, response. He got it wrong. I said Marvin, not Martin. Uh, and he didn't buy that very well. No, either. he didn't. He didn't buy that. At one point, at one point, I come back from a practice and I just have. Bets off on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just well, like bets off. Bets off, dude. We're, we're, we're done. And like, now I'm in a predicament, guys. I, JB, you don't know this yet, but I have a bet right now with somebody who came at me and said that Alex A. Mart, Steve, yeah, so we don't yeah, yeah. confuse it, right. won't make one of the first six mains in the 450. And I was like, what? And I took it for a hundred. Listen. I'm a little concerned. I mean, I know we got time no, here, but don't don't be concerned. It's okay, what what happened? Yeah. He, we we had for, okay. So Friday there was two practices, right? First practice he goes out. The ECU he brought didn't mix with the fuel, so the okay. bike didn't run very well. Bogle had the same issue. So the fuel yes. slash okay. ECU first practice no good, right? Second practice they changed the ECU. Second practice he goes out there. The bike dies oh. halfway through. We're not sure why. So then third practice, one more practice left on Saturday morning. I give him a map, Travis Preston map, that, that I said, Travis said, this is one will work for indoors, you know. So I, he, they, the team puts Oh, the, and it was potent, right? Yeah, the team puts the map in. <laughs> Amart says it's too much. It's too, too, it hits too hard. He comes in. He tells the team, hey, change the map, right? The team thinks he says change the, the mapping of the CDI unit itself or something. They take the bike away. 
It's an 18-minute practice, which is pretty long, JB, by the way, 18 minutes. It was super long. Yeah. So, God. Hey, get comfy, guys. Right, get comfy on the track yeah. that, that JB. Get, yeah, get comfy on the futures track. Literally, the JB could jump everything on the second lap of, of the first practice, right? But anyways, so he sits there. Amart sits there for a long time. The bike is gone. He just wants them to change the map from one to two. Yeah, just he, tame her out a little bit. He comes back to the pit. The tank is off because they're changing the CDI. They thought he meant. Oh, no. But then, like, Alex should have said, why are you taking the bike away? Like, in defense of the team, there was a miscommunication, obviously English, French. If you're Alex, you're like, why are you taking the bike away? Like, you don't, like, where where are you going? So so he walks back. The tank is off. And he gets one more lap in or something. And then, then, you know, so. All right. Like, he barely got any time, the little troll train. I mean, he, he's a train. He needs a long time to get going. Yeah, he didn't get, he didn't get started. You know, he needs a long time. So, um, anyways, so that's where we're at. We never got a start. We, we worked forward every main event. How much was the bet? Well, it was $100. Okay. So, to, you know, so actually, to speak about the bet and more, uh, we, have, uh, we have Jason Wygant on the phone right now with his rider, JB. What's up, Weege? Yeah! <laughs> you did it. You guys did it. Congratulations. <laughs> yep, we did it. You try to take on the super team, the mega powers, the superpowers. Do not dare come near our orbit. And this goes for anyone that wants to make bets with us for the 2022 season. Let this be a warning. Yeah. <laughs> we just ready Do not to come after us. We just ready to take all action on JB. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> right. Hey. We were nearly the points leaders leaving Houston last year, okay? If you're smart, all bets are off. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. So, <laughs> Weed, you got the text that JB said where the bet was. I was trying to get the, the bet off after practice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, yes. Yes. Uh, there was a uh, – it was at the – I meant Marvin, not Martin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we all know. We all know he's troll. You would never refer to him as Mar- as Martin. Yeah. Also, yeah, exactly. also the, the, the bet was three positions, and Steve said, I meant 13, not three. Yeah. There, well, in the group text today, there was a lot of walk back on Steve's part, and it got confusing. So, I didn't even know what the bet was because he was just walking I, back everything. I go back to JB after one of the practices. He's like, how's troll? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think the bets, are, like, it's not good. Like, the bets, we got problems with electrical. <laughs> a lot of frustration. We got a lot of problems with electrical. I said we got some issues with the bike. And JB goes, it all starts at the top, Mathis. <laughs> yeah. all, I'm just like, fuck you, man. <laughs> 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 you know, if you're, not, if you're not organized, then, you know, hey, Mathis. And I'm just like, and I stormed off the other way probably. <laughs> hey, so, Weege, while you're extremely ecstatic, just fired up over this $100 that you came up on, Oh, yeah. What were the emotions like the minute the two 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 shot it in there and hit the ten right in the right in the dead center of the ten? <laughs> yeah, I was up against the same situation that uh, you are as a high profile public figure, Daniel, <laughs> where I wanted to express my emotions, but I was afraid that things would be lost in translation uh-huh. to the Italians, and I was afraid they would come after me and I would be canceled. It was very difficult for me to express my frustration with this known low, dirty rider. I mean, Carole dirty, <laughs> dirty, <laughs> well known, disrespectful, right? Disrespectful. Right. He's known for this, but I wanted yeah. to hold that back. I didn't want to say it. J- JB, say it. how could you leave the Reckless. door open with that dirty guy behind you yeah. who's got that history? <laughs> He's basically Rusty Holland. <laughs> He's the Rusty Holland of Italy. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we yeah, so I was yeah. very upset, and then not only was I mad because we should have had second, we could have got Subes, but then I was quickly running through the calculator in my head. I'm like, 
What if he broke something and the bike uh, won't start? Is there any mathematical possibility that Troll pulls this off and gets within three oh, positions? Oh, so like the bike yeah. DNFs? Right, right, right. <laughs> In the last turn. The last turn. That would have been actually awesome. I'm going to go and look at the results and oh, maybe man. do the math. What would have happened if he <laughs> DNF'd it? Could you imagine? Uh, but here's the thing: would would have troll beat him, or did JB? Did you lap him two or three times in that? Easy, main? bro. I'm just easy, saying, hey. bro. <laughs> Listen, uh, Amart made Josh Hill really regret going over there because Amart was blowing by him in every main event, every main bro. event, right by Josh Hill. <laughs> The retired, no longer active Josh Hill. Um, but I did I did text everybody after the second main, and I said 13-13-1 should do it. Should do it. Especially with you on his yeah, side. I think, right. I think I got one also after the first one, that 13-1-1 will still work. Yeah. 13-1 should still – or 13-13-1 could still work. Could still do it. <laughs> like, it was yeah. something after every race. I, I, awesome. I, I tell you what, though, like, so – Caroli actually, so the Caroli crashed out in the first one. Didn't crash yeah. out. He finished, but he was, he was dead last because he crashed on the track. So the second main event, he started second row. JB, did yeah. you see that? I didn't see that. No, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. So that. I didn't, Marv, right? I didn't even know this was an option. Right, I didn't yeah. even know that was an option. Caroli starts second row and then pulls out like a fourth or fifth place start. Right, and so I go back to the pits. I'm like, troll. You can go second row. Like, it seems like it's fine. Like, if you want to. You know what I mean? Nobody cared. I yeah. guess it's Antonio Caroli, so whatever. But I said, go second row. Like, because he's way out there. He's way out there. Uh, and, and did he listen to me? No. Never did. Just no. went out to the outside. Just <laughs> Hey, you know. JB, old arena crosses, man. It was always a game on some of those tight, you know, the little 91st, when, when they would do a little short start. If you oh, didn't yeah. have first or third, first, second or third gate pick, guy four would go back row behind yeah, one. It was like, sure, yeah. uh, dude, those sideways starts were always like that. If you didn't have the first three, you just go back row. So, Weege, what are yeah. you going to do with your $100 windfall? Well, because I'm a charitable sort, uh, and, you know, I just throw the money around wildly. I'm known for that. I mean, the money doesn't mean anything to me. Right, I throw right, around wildly. Right. Yes. My, my first suggestion was uh, I was going to, you know, I mean, Justin Brayton did do some of this. Like, he is partially responsible. A little bit. Me, most, right. Mostly they're my winnings, but JB did a good job and put it on the podium for us. So I was going to give him $10 of the 100 <laughs> And then I realized, God. really, really, Alex played a tremendous role. Here. Oh, give it to Alex. Yeah. So I wanted to give him $26 of the 100 okay. uh, But... But JB's too classy for that. He'd rather rather donate the money to someone that needs it more than him. So I went to uh, uh, Alex's agent. His name is Phil Nicoletti, mm-hmm. acting as Alex's agent. Yep, yep. And uh, he recommended that I not give Troll a dollar ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for that performance. <laughs> and then, yeah. so then I started a whole thing. I didn't even know this, but well, I'm on this group text with Phil, and Phil's like, Alex doesn't even look like he's trying. And so I'm like, okay, like that's Phil. So I said to Alex, Phil says you're not even trying. Alex said he did. He and then he now, tried. and now Alex is mad at Phil. So I, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, yeah. now they're mad, and yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I can't get anything right. Like now I'm causing drama between my riders. You know. So I don't know. It's it's tough. I just want everyone to know to make sure this bet was on the up and up. We had, you know, we went to a third party. We had a, we had the house handle our money. And make sure that the bet would be paid out fairly. Uh-huh. Yeah. We went to Phil as the broker. Phil was the broker for the bet. He set the odds. He set the stakes. And he was the one that enforced the win at the end. Because I don't think Steve was going to pay. But 
He well, was trying to get out of it today. On the receiving he end was, of an angry he was totally trying to get out. Yeah, I, the, the, agree, out. the amount was never officially agreed on. That that's for sure. That, that that's for sure because it's Weege. Second of all, I was a little bitter because some of my scouting reports about Troll were coming from a Justin Brayton. True. So, True. like, like you know. Misdirection. Right. Little misdirection. Hey, like, you know, before the bet, before the bet, before anything. Hey, JB, how's Troll? Pretty good, Steve. He looks good. Like, like he looks mm-hmm. good. Hey, mm-hmm. Phil, how's Troll? He looks good. Like, you know, everything's good. So these two assholes are telling me how fast Troll is. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're just just playing the system. They're both probably they're probably in another group text. Yeah. JB Brayton <laughs> screenshotting. Right. Tell you look at we got him on the ropes. Yeah, look at this idiot. Look at look what I told <laughs> he Mathis. He took the bait. Right. Hey, if you hit him from another angle, he'll right. really right. take the bait. So, so I kind of <laughs> was also upset about maybe I was misled JB from you. Oh jeez. He was flying Troll's at the test fine. track. Troll's flying Troll's at the test, fine. Fine. At the test track. He's, he's fine. He's so I'm up. safe. JB. I mean, you're, you're safe. Right. Oh, yeah. It's the first six. First six. Someone came at me you're and said fine. he wouldn't make one you're man fine. of the first but six, listen. and I, I was furious. I was actually mad when I made the okay. bet. For reals, yeah, he was really far back of JB this weekend. But for reals, he, he, he had bike problems. He yeah. didn't get practices in. He had a wrong map. The Travis Preston map was too much for him, and then he had more issues with the bike. And then he was on the far outside of the gate. He moved forward. Every single main event. And he beat Josh Hill. And he beat Josh Hill. Uh, so, you know, that's the positive of all this. He moved forward in every main event. However. Man, that's a strong pitch. JB got second overall, third overall. And that was our opening. Because, look, everyone had JB for first or second, right? Uh, all of us. So, yep. in my thinking, he was going to be first or second. He was actually third. So, we only need to get sixth. We were far back of sixth. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what is true. up? Uh, tenth, thirteen, thirteen. Who, what? Who what got you... sixth overall? Um, Chad, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Chad. And I think Trevor Chad crashed out. Bogle there got a lot of openings for you guys. Bogle got fourth. Uh, Caroli and Chad were fifth and sixth. Okay. I believe. Yeah, February. Had, it is true. We had we're, we were counting on putting subs between us and Troll. We were counting on putting subs between yeah. us, and and we were within about a half a bike length of getting it done. Just got teed by that dirt bag. Yeah, we we yeah, so, but exactly. The Italian mafia. <laughs> so we come in. Yeah, and everybody start, in Italy. I'm joking. People, so people don't, on people yeah, on hanging your, off the gambling bed. Yeah, but we people on Twitter thought you were serious. Well, like, I don't want to say people. I mean, I think ninety nine percent. But I had to keep in mind. I had I posted a video on Instagram the last lap, but I had to cut off the end because I had many other comments, and I'm like, <laughs> people in Europe will not understand these jokes. Yeah, yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> and then. Once I put it out there, then Jeremy Malott from uh, Red Bull said, I'm really impressed with the supercross skills of this Caroli guy. Perhaps we need to invite him to straight rhythm if we bring the event back. And then that led to a flurry of, well, that's the only race you're safe from, because if there's a race with a last corner, <laughs> yeah. JB's in big trouble. So we're good if it's straight only. I, I was uh, very upset. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, that was honestly the, 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 the best action of the weekend right there. That little... JB Sub slash Caroli last three four laps was by far the best of the weekend. Yeah, that was that was great because obviously like Sub's real great. Full 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 props to him. 
But, JB, you were trying everything to JB get JB was so. just, can they come out in between mains and build a whoop section? Yeah. Come on. But even build soup, me a yeah, set. I just needed, like, five whoops. Yeah, just five <laughs> of them. But even Soups, <laughs> after the race, he was so – Soups is cool. Oh, he, yeah. go, he goes, you know, obviously there's no whoops here, and we know JB is whoops. Like, he literally said that. Is, is, JB he, is whoops. He said Justin Brayton is whoops. So, <laughs> so yes. you know. We're going to change the name. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, can you do this on Supercross? This oh, year I got it. Can you just call them Justin Brayton? Yeah. Dean Wilson going through yeah. the Braytons. Dean Wilson shredded the Braytons better than anybody today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. Oh, God. He is whoops. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, then you have my Mathis Nets, so it'll all work out together. That's right. You know? Are you sure? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I heard uh, there's R&D going back in time a little bit. Is that what I hear? No, no, no. Yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with what you say. Um, but, uh, no, it was it – was, uh, and then also, too, I think Corolla even said the same thing, like, no whoops, like – you know, I enjoyed myself. You know, this hey, was. I saw yeah, a hot so. lap on Instagram of Cairoli, and it was loose. Yeah, <laughs> it was fast. Right, but I was scared yep. a few times in that hot lap, and I that track. JB answered this. Was it inviting to get the to get the momentum going? Because I feel like with a couple of those guys, like the track lent to them going pretty fast and kind of like getting on a roll, and it almost like a little scary by the end of the lap. Well, the track was super fast, and everything was really, really laid down, so you could bring a ton of speed out. Yeah. I'd... So that's the thing that would get and, – and honestly, I think that's what got Fever yeah. in trouble was he just went a little bit long, you know, like the, the takeoff to the step-on-step-off is kind of flat, so you can bring a ton of speed to it, and then he just went a little bit long, and that's what got him. So, yeah, I mean, there was nothing that you needed to time. I mean, you could face <laughs> or face anything, and it's not going to do anything to you. And then – um you know, late in the main, the third main, that wall jump was pretty tough all day because it was pretty steep. Well, then the far left, uh, like I would get up next to Subes on the right side, but then I would just oh, scale yeah. the wall. And on the left side, it was super low just because everyone was going there. So flat. just little stuff like that. But it was a really fun track to ride. It, it was awesome. Like after the first practice for the weekend, I'm like, man, this is so fun. It's it's a really, really fun track. But, man, it's going to be tough to race on. You've got to get a good start. And that was yeah, I was so. talking to somebody, maybe Weege. I don't know who I was talking to, but I thought uh, it would be racy. I thought because it was simple, it would be racy because um, you could go inside and out, but I proved to be wrong. Like when you came back uh, down the start straight and made a left, the inside line was no good. That inside berm, mm-hmm. that was no good. The 3-3 JB, like you said, uh, it was no good. You know what I mean? So to, to, I, none of that stuff that I thought would be racy and have different lines worked at all. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, after the finish, you'd go, there's a 90, so you go inside, another 90 inside. Then you'd go over that, you know, kind of the bigger jump in the middle. You had to go to the outside to get the rhythm. Then there was a sand berm. And mm-hmm. then the next turn was a 90, so you go inside. The next turn yeah. was inside. So it was just, yeah, it was pretty difficult to pass. But overall, I, I think it was a good track to watch, right? I mean, I, I think everyone was fairly close. Um, although yeah. both winners of even KP kind of, checked out and it wasn't really much racing at the front because once you would get in the lead yep. you know kp was the best guy i would say and or renault if one of those guys got in the lead I, I i don't think you were passing them and then same with with marv so yeah the uh the kp domination was good to see good good for kyle Domin- total total domination just just amazing right there yeah um all right uh well boys hey jb we did it Weege. we did it we did it did, did you ever think <laughs> Did you ever think 
there would be a Justin Brayton, Tony Caroli rivalry. Did you ever think that that was on the depth chart? <laughs> known outdoor warrior, known supercross specialist, that this would happen. Well, you I, and Caroli. I also like, I also like uh, DB, you'll, you'll like this. In the group text, it was, we'll see him at Paula. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll get you back it's at like, Paula. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll see you at Paula. And then it went into this. I mean, that's where we do our best. The California Nationals is where we do our best work. Hangtown and Paula. Just, yeah, just yeah. J- hey, JB, JB favorites. When you were the old six one four curly hair, did you ever think that oh, you'd yeah. grow up and get just blasted by a nine-time champ? World champ? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> so the rivalry lasted about uh, about 15 seconds. There's, there's no rivalry. So. Back in the six one four <laughs> days, it was oh, Denny Stevenson or Mad Mike. You know what? I was going to give it to you. Listen, not by Rolly. Yeah, Todd DeHoop. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, here's what here's what you should be saying. Uh, Here's what you should be saying about about Troll right here. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race when it's time. (laughs) We're going to race you when it's time, JB. And it wasn't time. That's right. This weekend, Anaheim one is when we shine. Okay, so are you going to come back for more bets? Are you Are you really? Does Does (laughs) Troll beat JB in one main this year? Yes. Under any circumstance. Yes, hundred percent. Weege. Hundred percent. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. You can't no, no, you cannot take bets like that. Anything can happen in racing. A bike could break and that's an easy gimme. No way. I'm not taking that. Now there was Oh, he doesn't believe in JB. There was another Brett uh, bet brewing maybe two months ago when the four fifty Alex situation was announced of how many mains, but I can't remember where that ended up. We need Phil to broker that. Yeah, He's the that, only one we can trust. Was that one was that not between me and J T? I believe uh, Chase. No, I think it was. was it? Uh, I think it was uh, Chase. Chase now, and I. Boto. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many mains? Uh, honestly, until we have Phil acting as the, the broker, <laughs> I don't put faith in any of these bets. I, I can't deal. Phil with, will make sure that bets are paid. I can't deal with either one of you guys because you probably probably misled me on this on this bet. Probably misled me on purpose. So we're all uh, Club yeah. MX insiders giving you all your yeah, data, yeah. All we're all good insiders down at Club insider. MX. They're, yeah. So we also we also got a text. What are you guys doing at Club MX? Is it Club Vacay now? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that was a good one, too. Right, one of the practices. Right. Yes. Yeah, like, what the fuck <laughs> is going Phil on down quickly, there? <laughs> Phil was quick to say he trains at the Nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Phil wasn't taking credit. It's not Club. Right, right. Yeah. So. It's not Club. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to do, everybody. Uh, I, went to my, I went to my financial advisor today. Of course, I have one. Uh, he collects his 1%, but he works hard for it. And asked him for a collection of stocks I should invest this $100 in. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, that's what you do when you get money. You try to make more money. You don't buy things with it. So uh, he gave me three. I wanted explosive growth. I want aggressive, explosive <laughs> growth. So play, hey, playing with the house so, is money, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm already ha- I was supposed to give JB $10. He didn't even want it. So I'm already up 10 bucks from what I expected. And Alex, his agent, Phil, won't let me give him 26 So, uh... <laughs> I have a fund of uh, driverless cars, a fund of space exploration, or a fund of cryptocurrency. Which one of these three things po- poised for explosive growth? Should I buy one hundred dollars of stock? Well, ask Koi. He say crypto. Driverless Koi cars, or yeah, I mean Koi's crypto all the way, right? Right. Koi's Koi's crypto guy. So just go with our Koi. He, he's made millions. Right. In in weeks. Right. Right. Yes. Um, so what do you guys want? Driverless cars, space, or crypto? Where do I put my hundred bucks? Crypto. Crypto. Crypto, yeah. Crypto all the way? Yep. All right, we are going so. with the stock coin, C-O-I-N. It is a uh, fund of several cryptocurrencies combined. We'll invest 100 bucks. 
So can you imagine if that pops? So oh, then man. Let's, let's, into Supercross, we just get <laughs> like 10 grand. Killing <laughs> it. And like, it. Seriously, all from like this bet from stupid <laughs> yeah. Paris Supercross. And then we yeah. just crushing it. Oh, man. And he'll still <laughs> sleep at the airport. Paris next year on this bet. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, JB, good job this weekend. Congratulations on the uh, on the entertaining weekend. I know it's not where you wanted to be, but you know what? Hey. Oh, uh, it was fun. It was it still was fun. fun. Good, good hanging. Good uh, yeah. reminiscence reminiscing on some old times and, yeah. and we talked a lot about phil that's oh sure. that that friday night dinner was 80 percent phil and his chick and his uh 250 supercross career why didn't phil go and phil said that they don't want to invite italians i don't ask <laughs> me don't ask me where this theory came from like i don't phil said they don't invite italians even though they just had caroli at the race so, uh, who knows? Phil, 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 Phil. Where did that theory come from? Right? You guys heard that, him say that? He, they he don't, did say that. Yeah. Right. They don't invite Italians. Yeah. <laughs> so, who knows, dude? That's, that's It's great. No. Uh, so, anyways, thanks, Weege. Appreciate it. Thanks, JB. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you JB. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. See you, guys. All right. Later. See you later. All right. See you, JB. Thanks. Uh, that's going to be great. There's a two two great guys for sure coming on, and uh, congratulations to Weege for that money. Yeah, good that's job. Great. He came and, up uh, on a hundred. Listen, I'm still a troll train guy. I still believe in troll. Speed bump this weekend. Anaheim one's coming up though, so that, that's where good. it counts. That's where it counts. He just needs that mellow map, and he's be fine. Uh, Ryan Sipes this weekend was at Paris. That didn't go the way he wanted to, but uh, certainly it was great to see him out there. He rode a Gas Gas 350 in every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna, and uh, Gas Gas comes with an engine, a uh, Vertex engine, Vertex piston in the engine from the factory. OEM supplier to those guys, as well as exotic brands like Beta and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons. Email sales at pivotworks.com. Tell them you're with Pulp MX. You can get a replica, a high compression, a GP, GP stock configuration. Vertexpistons.com. Same with the Wrench Rabbit. If you want to deal on that, if you want to deal with Pivotworks, email sales at pivotworks.com. Tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a deal. Happy to have our next guest on the line. Uh, he is a gas gas rider, and uh, he's been doing a lot of cool things in the sport lately, whether it's a hard enduros, whether it's supercross, whether it's motocross, uh, flat tracking, whatever it is. He's the general, Ryan Sipes. What's up, Sipes? How are you, man? Uh, hanging out, man. Trying to catch up on some rest. How's the ankle? Uh, we saw you bow out. You tried to ride the third main. Uh, how is it? You know what? It's good. It's it's. I'm kind of like ashamed by it because it it feels so good now. I mean, pretty good <laughs> compared to what it did then. Like yeah. when it happened, dude, it popped so loud, and I'm like, it's broke. Yeah. And then, but I think it's a bad ankle that I've messed up a bunch of times. I think I was talking to JB about it. We were having a good laugh. Like it might have done it some good. I think it kind of broke up some scar <laughs> yeah. tissue and yeah. popped the car- yeah. cartilage up a little bit. So, yeah, really, yeah. right? Um, so it's uh, doing pretty good. Though. Yeah, because I didn't see you go down. You another rider kicked his rear wheel out, right, and ran you over, or you just got it caught in the swing arm or something? No, it oh. was a weird deal. Like I didn't get a good start. I kind of got messed up in the first turn uh, by some guys just coming in too hot and so I was pretty far back and going uh, when we came around and we went down the start straight backwards there was an inside and an outside line in that next corner like the three guys in front of me went inside I'm like I'll just go out you know and just yep. to change it up try to go around them and right right as I mean I was probably pretty close to the guy because I changed my mind at the last second to go out there but he hit his back brake and mm-hmm. it slid his back tire and my toe caught it and it just ripped that thing off and I didn't even crash. Like I put the bike down because oh, okay. my ankle was on fire. Uh, yeah. So and then I tried to ride that third one. Like I, I did the hot lap and 
I jumped one of the little doubles, and I'm like, nope. If you know, if it hurts on this, it's going to hurt on the big triple. It's going to hurt, <laughs> yeah. you know, on all the other stuff. So it really wasn't worth uh, trying to go out there and just putt around. Now, so I didn't see that incident happen, but I saw you sitting on the backside of the berm, right? And so the medics come up, and you're reaching down, grabbing your ankle, and they're coming up and they're helping you. And I'm like, oh, that looks serious. Like I was like, like you said, like you're almost embarrassed now, like uh, on on how good it feels. Because at the time, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that's serious. Like, because you're not a type of guy to just, you know, fake it or, or exaggerate it. Like, you're tough enough to – if you're going to limp off, you're, you're going to limp off, right? But I was – so when you didn't get – when you didn't limp off and you got help, I was like, oh, snap, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what it felt like at first. I'm like, oh, this thing's done. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's no good. And I uh, went over, and, and they're like, oh, let's take you back an X-ray. I'm like, I really want to race this third one. Like, let me just try to walk it off. Right. Tried to walk right away. It didn't work out. So I sat there for a little bit longer, and then I walked around, and uh, just it just kind of got better as it went on. Like I said, it, I yeah. think it might have actually made it better uh, in the long run, but yep. at the time, it just it wasn't going to work for that third one. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's too bad. Uh, so you're on the 350 there. Uh, did you feel like obviously you you know you, you did practice, you did the one main. Did you feel like that was a disadvantage on that place? Like were you were you were you thinking it was okay? wasn't wasn't so bad because I could see it going both ways. Types obviously the start you want a 450. But on the other stuff, it's lighter. It can get inside of the turns maybe. You can keep your momentum up. Like, I don't know. I see both sides where a 350 would be good or bad. Yeah, and that's my like my choice of bike. Like, I chose to ride that because I just ride a, a smaller bike better. Yep. And, um, and so <clears throat> um, I was kind of thinking, like, I've seen old videos of Paris Supercross, and yep. it was way smaller back in the day. And uh, and it seems like, you know, we got there and like, this place is actually pretty big. It could have been even bigger if they didn't have the pits. You know, we didn't pit on the floor. But the track was actually, like, pretty big and fast and wide. And, you know, it wasn't super tight. And so it was still good in the corners and everything. But definitely wasn't as good on the start. And there was one rhythm I couldn't jump just because I wasn't on the 450. The 3-3? So I had to do it over. The yeah, three, yeah, the inside yeah. single 3-3. Three, three. Right. I tried it in practice. I think I was one of the first guys to try it. And, I just barely, you know, I needed yep. like another foot to be able to 3-3, tr- <laughs> three, three, and I just couldn't get it. Yeah, so yeah. if I had to do it over again, I'd ride a 450, but, you know, live and learn. Hold on. Are you saying you'd never been to Paris before or Bercy or anything? No. No, this is my first what? time. Like when I was doing Supercross all those years, I never got a chance to go. I, it was always weird. Yeah. Like either the team wouldn't let me go or like right. whatever. They had a full rider list or whatever. It yeah. just never worked out back I'm then. I'm really surprised because so. they had a 250s for a while. They were invited 250 guys. They had, you know, obviously 450. Like, yeah, I'm just surprised at no point you had been there before. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I was. That's why I was happy to go. Right. Yeah, I'm still happy I went. Um, it didn't go as like I wanted to, but um, yeah. it was a, still a cool race. Like the the race is amazing. It just didn't didn't go my way. Yeah. So. Usually it's two nights, which is good too. You you feel a little bit better on the second day, right? Like you just, yeah, all of that works better for you. But yeah, tonight obviously this weekend it was one. Uh, did I hear you say something about is your last race or what's what's the story there? What are we doing? No, oh, okay. well, I got I thought, another thought, year on my had... on my Red Bull deal. Okay, yeah, I thought I'm like, so I'm racing all next year. After that, I don't know. It just depends if I'm still competitive and I can still do it, and I still want. I mean, I'm I'm not. I, I'm gonna still want to do it. Right. Uh, it's just if I still can. Like right. I never want to be the guy that's just out there and not like actually doing well or actually competing. So. 
Um, I don't know. We'll just right. see. Um, I got at least one more year, though. I I like I like your program. I think it's really cool. I think Jeremy Malott and the Red Bull guys enjoy it too. Um, you do a lot of different things, Sipes. What's the thing you've done where you're most out of your element? Like, where's the, what's the thing where you're like, oh, like I bit <laughs> off more than I could chew here? Is there one? Yeah, it's got to be hard and Garo. It's so gnarly, dude. Like, yeah. just the. Uh, I mean, especially for a, a guy with a moto background, uh, you need trial skill for that. Like, all the best yeah. guys are former trials guys: Graham Jarvis, Billy Bolt, Johnny Walker, all those dudes. Um, so for me, like, well, I mean, you know, with moto, it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Give it more gas. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that's the opposite, <laughs> you know, for don't, hard enduro. Yeah, don't and do it, that. Right. It's all like it's it's all about doing it with no speed and no momentum and like figuring out the traction. So it, it's been uh, probably the hardest thing I've done, but also I think in a weird way it's like it's a the biggest challenge. So it's it's really fun for me to to try to figure it out. And yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm good by yeah. any means. Like I'm still not good, but it's fun whenever. Uh, like I did some training with uh, Ryan Young. Um, early this year and we were doing all this weird trial stuff and and I'm like okay you know let's yeah that's cool let's do this and I worked on it a bunch and I went to the next race and I actually did like a lot better and it was really cool to see like that progression like oh okay like this is how you do it and just being able to see yourself feel yourself get better that's that at this point like that's the fun part for me. Ryan Sipes on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons, sales at PaperWorks.com. You want a piston? Uh, check out the Vertex uh, Pistons and uh, two-stroke, four-stroke. They got it covered for you. Ryan, um, you ever thought about doing Enduro Cross? You guys talked about that at all? Yeah, Eric tells me every time I see him, we need to get you out to Enduro Cross. We need to get you Dude, out there. You got to uh, do it. And? <laughs> it looks, that just doesn't look fun. Like, of all the things, that one does not look fun. I still probably will do it at some point, but that one just, it looks hard. Don't don't ask A-Ray or Phil about yeah. Enduro Cross. Just Start with a clean slate. Yeah, don't yeah, ask yeah. anybody. Don't ask any of those guys. Um, speaking of hard Enduros, though, Sipes, you got one coming up so, this weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the Red Bull Override down in Texas. So um, going down there, it's uh, it's kind of a cool concept. I mean, I've never seen it or anything, but it's like it's a hard enduro, but there's kind of there's ways around the hard sections. It's just it takes longer to go around, or maybe that's only for amateurs. I don't know. Okay. Um, they they called me up, and said, "Hey, you want to do it?" And that's good practice for me. And um, yeah, sounds like fun. So you you think you'll be fine? Like your ankle will be okay? You'll be good to go? Or I'll I'll tape it up. Yep. Um. Uh, the biggest thing, like, there's not a lot of impact with hard enduro, like there is on, like I was saying on that hot lap. You know, yeah. when you jump a double and you feel that impact. There's not a lot of that, but there's a, at least for me, there's a lot of pushing in hard enduro. Like, I probably push my bike more than I ride it. So <laughs> with that, and if there's rocks and everything, it's never an even, you know, a, a level surface. So there'll be that to deal with. But I'll tape it up and and gut it out. So who who are the guys in hard enduro? Like who? Is it- well, like, if you go to Erzberg or whatever, you yeah. got all the dudes, like all right. the world guys. I don't know what guys will be down here. Uh, I don't think, like, Cody see- Webb yeah. and, and Tristan Hart and those guys, I think they have Enduro Cross. So I really don't no, know who's going to be there. Oh. Enduro Cross is done in or no? Your, in the one in Europe? Because the, the yeah, American Enduro Cross is done. But I think Webb was going over to – Super Enduro. Yeah. yeah, Super Enduro. I think – I don't know when it starts, but I think it's – 
sometime soon. Um, so. And then is that the last thing you have on the calendar, Sipes, or what else you got going on? Yeah, that's the last thing for this year. Right. Um, and then January 3rd, we're going to – we're taking the kids out of school, taking the whole family to Florida, go down to Moto Sandbox, and and get ready for for Supercross and everything else I'm doing next year. Yeah, what do you? Well, so yeah, that's which my, that was my next point. Like, what do you what do you tentatively have on schedule for 2022? What are you thinking? <clears throat> well, tentatively is a good word because uh, <laughs> it's always it's never in stone and it it can always change. But uh, I'll do two or three Supercrosses again. Yep. Uh, do a couple outdoors, uh, one or two of those. Maybe a GNCC. I'll do some sprint enduros. Uh, I'll do Erzberg again. Uh, probably TKO again. I'll do. I think there's only two TTs on the flat track schedule, so I'll do both of those, and then maybe get a wild hair and do a half mile or one of those. But those things are kind of scary. They're fast. Yeah, TTs. Um, you feel more at home. There's one jump, right, or something on those, right? There's something. Well, yeah. And I, I tell all those dudes, like all the flat track guys are like, oh, you got to come out for a mile and this and that. And like, I can't compete if you guys are only going left because they are way <laughs> too good going left. If if you give me a right-hander and a jump, like that, <laughs> that's where I can make up some time and we can kind of make it even. But if it's only left, they're just way too good. Uh, yeah, I bet. Right. So, Hey, how do you, uh, obviously the Red Bull guys are on board your program. Do you, do you collect money from other sponsors like TLD and, and gas gas slash KTM? Like where's your income coming from? Or is it all a Red Bull thing that you're, you're getting by here and, and videos and things like that? Like, how do you piece your program together to, to make what I assume is a pretty, pretty good program? Open up the books. Well, I'm not saying you got to tell us the amounts. I'm just, (laughs) just, you know. Yeah. Well, I make a hundred grand from this. No, no. Uh, <laughs> um, no. So yeah, main, most of my salary comes from Red Bull, yep. but, um, I get, uh, a, a good amount from uh, TLD as well. And then gas, gas helps with bikes and parts, parts and all yep. that stuff. And, and Liat is all, still a part of my program with the brace. And, um, there's little things here and there, yep. um, that, you know, just kind of piece it all together. It's not a, it's not a sign on the line and, you know, here's your deal like, you know, yep. Supercross is a lot of times. But um, I've been able to make it work pretty good for the past, well, what has yep. been almost 10 years since I quit doing Supercross. Has it, has it been 10 years? Almost. It, no, no, I, it was, my last two year was 13. 13, so yeah. Eight. Eight, yeah. Still eight years. Where the fuck did eight years go? Wow. Hey, so you I couldn't see. get gas gas to get you some black wheels for Paris? <laughs> I saw a video of you, and yeah, I just—it's just such a bad look silver now. Wheel. Silver wheels, man. It, dude, at first it was funny when I got my first gas gas at the beginning of this year. I was like, man, I kind of like the silver. Like, no. that's pretty cool. And then uh, the more I looked at it, I'm like, no, I need some black. Give me some yeah, black it's just—I saw a video of you, and I was like, oh, that's not good luck. Um, is your brother working for you as a mechanic? Like more, more than the—is is he done with the monster truck stuff, or is this a one-off thing? I, familiar, forgive me for not knowing, but old Pooh yeah. was, was your guy this weekend. Yeah, he's been all year, okay. uh, and he will be next year. Um, Monster Jam, well, he won two championships with him. He drove three or four years. Uh-huh. Uh, but when all the COVID stuff happened, of course, that shut everything down. And um, they, they're they slowly coming back now, but they've said, um, you know, he's going to have to do some things that he really don't want to do to go back to it. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, I'm able to pay him. Thankfully, with all my sponsors' help and everything, I'm able to pay him a little bit of money. And to be honest, like, dude, when you got three kids and you're trying to ride, work on your bike, yeah. do all the travel, all the stuff, like, it's too much. So I couldn't do it without him now. And he's a 
the good mechanic and it's just like he was a fast dude back in the day so he can yep we can go to the track and he can say you know you're sucking right here you need to do this you need to do that and bike set up and all that so it's been it's been really cool also those those monster jam guys they're they're on a plane man they are traveling jesus mm-hmm. they're they're oh, yeah. that schedule is gnarly you know yeah. i mean and he liked it and he was good at it but it's just not working out at the moment he wants to go back he's just they gotta get some things worked out Hey, uh, did little man flip? Did he try it? He's he probably made it eighty percent around. Uh-oh. Like if the downside was steep enough, he would have landed it. But You're going for the record, in, yeah, he's little man in a flip. In a, yeah. phone pit. So how did I not? You know. Was this on social? Did I not see this? Mm-hmm. How did I? It's a, a show called bit. Beyond the Track. Oh, it's a okay. show I host. A little it's really yeah. good show. Okay. You should all check right. it out sometime right. and get all some right. information. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, for my all my Sipes info comes from Hammer. You know, he's he's my source of what's going on with Sipes and what's happening. And then I then I tell Hammer to give me some of that Sipes money for the Pulp Show, and he's like, <laughs> no, you know, he doesn't want to support the podcast, all that kind of stuff. But he did give me a Red Bull fridge, so I'm I'm good. I'm a good little, little one. Yeah, a little one. Hey, good for you. I still don't have one. Oh damn, really? Huh? Um, yeah. So you should feel good about that. Uh, how old are you now, Sipes? By the way, thirty-seven. So okay, yeah. You talked about next year. You got your deal going, uh, and then we'll go after that. Do you still feel? Like, look, you were a great rider. You won races. Uh, there was a lot of talent. Do you still feel like Chad or, or, or you know, or I guess, you know, you're, not, you're older than JB, but where you still physically and mentally feel like you're, you know, 30 and you can keep going forever? Or are you, are you noticing, like, shit, man, 37, like it's tougher than I ever thought? Like, I imagine when you, you know, you front wheel clipped the finish line at Atlanta. At that point, you were probably f- feeling like you yeah, anyone would. probably shouldn't do Anybody this. Would. Probably shouldn't do this anymore. But like, how do you feel mentally and physically? Uh, mentally, I don't feel any different. Um, but I, it's funny. I was <clears throat> I was telling somebody there this weekend at Paris. Uh, up until this year, mm-hmm. um, I I didn't feel older than twenty one. Like as far as body, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this I year caught up. <laughs> I swear because it was like you know I would get hurt or uh, thankfully I haven't had any big injuries and for a while. But um, training wise and riding wise, like yeah, I could recover. I could do you know whatever, and uh, even fall down and it's like yeah, no big deal. Right. Sore for a day and then you're good. Dude, about halfway through this year, I'm like, I feel old now. Like, my knees hurt all the time. My <laughs> ankles hurt all the time. And, uh, yeah, so just this year, it finally is catching up to me. But um, I, I still got a little bit in the tank. I, I still feel like I can go fast and, and do things. So I want to do as long as I can. So, yeah, so you, so you have no plans to quit. If Red Bull's on board and everybody's on board, TLD and everything, you'll, you'll keep this thing going. Well, the the like I said before, as long as I'm competitive, yeah, I never want to just be the dude that's just there. Right, like I want to be able to go there and possibly win or get on the podium or at least like show some something. Yep. So as long as I can do that, yeah, I still want to do it because I mean I, I like riding more than I ever have. Uh, like especially with this schedule, it's just mm-hmm. so fun doing something different all the time and like learning something new, like. Um, I tell people all the time, like, I, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's common that for us, you know, at 37 years old, I'm still learning new things on a dirt bike. Because right. if you only ride supercross or motocross all the time, you, you're not learning anything new. You're just doing more motos and, you mm-hmm. know, doing this and that. But like, I get to go and learn, you know, hill climb or hard enduro or what all, all this stuff. And like, that's cool to me and cool for me to try to like, 
just figure it out and shorten that learning curve and watch good dudes and try to fit in. So yeah. as long as I can do it, man, I want to do it. Something I probably never asked you uh, publicly, Ryan, uh, and maybe you can. So you had a long career in the sport, and uh, like I said, race winner in 250 Supercross, and certainly some some great rides indoors and out. What's the regret you have? Was there a regret where you should have signed with Mitch, or you you should have done this, or you saw the wrong doctor, or like what? Like looking back on your long career, what what's the regret you have of one or two of things that looking back you're like ah, I should have done that or whatever? Is there anything that comes to mind? Man, um, the only thing that in, let's see, 2011, uh, that was my best year. I won some races, uh, um, you know, got third in the Supercross and, and all that stuff and was fast. And, and I had a chance to go uh, train with Alden, and I should have done it. I should have taken the chance, whether that's, you know, that that's a – controversy now with everybody's leaving him or whatever yeah. but i mean the 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 results are there you know for guys that have went there so uh, i should have done that and just just to see what would have happened you know it could have made the difference or yeah. it could have burned me out uh to be honest two years later i was completely burnt out and i didn't go there so <laughs> it could have been the wrong thing yeah uh, yeah but that's just one thing just because I, I don't know what would have happened you know yeah, I mean, you 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 have the talent, and now you would like a lot of you guys, and I mean you veteran guys, you're doing things one way, and you're getting a rut, and you don't really know. And then if like Dunge and Osborne, when they surrendered themselves to Alden's program, they realized a they were doing almost too much on their own because they weren't sure, and b the part about what am I doing right or wrong is taken out of their brain, and they can focus more on you know riding and everything else because they know their training is handled and they get better that way, you know. So, yeah, and I, I think um, <clears throat> with the way that I, uh, and and like like I said, I, you never yeah, know. Yeah, it could have been the opposite. I could have you know hated it or not done well. But uh, with the way that I kind of approach like my preparation for on the bike stuff, uh, his what he does is totally different. So I don't know that that would have fit in, but um, I think there's things I could have taken from it that would have helped, and then sure. I could have added in my own thing. You know, hopefully, you know, he would have let me do that, and I think it would have been, it could have been good. Uh, like I said, you never right. know. What team was that on? What What, what were you doing? Uh, that was Star. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I was yeah, still with Star, Star in 2012. And so, was 2010 the Moto Concepts 450 Outdoor 250 Indoor yeah. Rot year? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was good too. Mm -hmm. You were crushing it then too. That was a good year for you. Yeah. You and Chiz both on that uh, on that water buffalo. Yeah, nobody yeah. wanted to ride it. It's getting bad publicity, and both you and Chiz were were battling it out for top fives sometimes in, in nationals. You know? Yeah, that I'm was thinking, uh, it was fun. I'm thinking of a Glendale, a really good ride you had at Glendale. What team was that on? Uh, Old Stadium. Old Stadium. Phoenix, then not uh, Glendale. Yeah. Then. my bad. Phoenix. Chase, Chase Bank One Ballpark. Bank One. Yeah. What? Um, that was, you dude, led. That was my rookie year. Yeah, I was going to say it was early, right? Yeah, that was 05, my rookie year. Um, we had uh, Anaheim, the mutter, was the opening yep. round. Oh, yep, yep. And then uh, before Phoenix, we went because it was like a it was a mud fest in California. You couldn't ride anywhere. So we went to Phoenix early and rode some practice track. And, like, Shorty was there and all kinds of dudes and practiced with those guys and pulled the whole shot and led for a little bit and ended up getting third. 
That was cool. Did you well, coming out of amateurs? You were you were obviously pretty fast and everything else. Was there no patent, no pro circuit deal, no nothing like that available to you? Was there any interest? Like why? That seemed like a natural thing. What 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 happened there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't I'm know. Not sure, not sure why, but yeah, yeah, uh, cause yeah. I won Loretta's my last year yeah. and all that. And I thought that would have been, and I did good at my first outdoor, which back then you could go to an outdoor before Loretta's, uh, and did good at high point that year. But, uh, that never came up. I almost took a, uh, Yamaha Troy deal, but that was on the 125. Oh, what yeah. Brett Metcalf ended up riding. Yep. And kind of glad I didn't yeah. now, yep. you know, but at that point I was like, man, this is awesome. Yamaha Troy, you know, and, uh, and ended up going with WBR. And, uh, to be honest, I mean, I had really good results with them and a bunch of cool people with Tony Sulik and David Bailey coaching us and yep. all that stuff. So, I mean, it worked out, but yeah, the PC ride kind of never, it was never available yeah. then to me. I talked with Mitch a couple of years, um, you know, throughout my career about going over there, but it never really worked out. You know, you look at yourself, Team Green kid, uh, Shorty was Team Green, Sellards, Josh Woods, some great Loretta's champions and Team Green guys that for whatever reason, Mitch, and I, I'm not bagging on Mitch here because I don't, he just, Mitch was like, yeah, not interested, like not, not going to do that. You know what I mean? March Banks was one year and out. I don't know. just seems weird that more Team Green, I guess there was a ton of Team Green Anderson? guys. Anderson was a Team Green. Was he? For a little bit, oh, I, I think. Thought, I don't know. But, um, you know, it's just weird. How sometimes sometimes you're automatically seated on the Mitch's team no matter what. And some guys just – Sanai, never ch- never a chance, right? Epstein, uh, Dylan Epstein mm-hmm. was a pretty good amateur. Never a chance. And you're just like, well, okay. Yeah, I was a little older too, though. I wonder if that had something to do with it because okay, yep. I didn't go pro until I was 19. And, like, it seemed like most of the guys were 16. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not. Uh, a good thing about Paris, though, Sipes, uh, talking about your career and your age now. A good thing about Paris is like, old man Reedy was there, so you know you weren't you weren't the old guy there. So you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that worked out well for you there. You're like, ah, yeah, there's a guy here who's older, so don't worry about it. Um, you know, there came a time like so. McGrath did uh, Genoa. I think he was 40 when he did Genoa, and he had a pretty big crash. Lars was his mechanic then, and hurt his liver and and stuff like that. And then Eric Bernard, our buddy Eric, he was bringing Mike Brown over for a lot of these races. And at one point, Brownie's like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, But Sipes, you're 37, and you're still down for Soupy. Like, you're still totally fine with that. Like, at some point, these guys, McGrath and Brownie, reached a point where they're like, I don't feel good on that, but you're not there yet for Soupy. Not yet. Uh, I do think, like, people, even this weekend, somebody was asking me, like, what's your favorite thing to do? And I said, the most fun thing to ride, to ride, is Supercross. Yeah. Because, you know, you're doing rhythms and it's big jumps and whatever, and I still like whoops a lot. Like, I think that's really fun. To race it, though, is gnarly. There's so (laughs) much risk. That's probably the, the thing that I do with the most risk is Supercross because any little wrong move is, you know, could end up really bad. So, um, I'm still, I'm still down to do it, but that, that would be probably the first thing that I'd be like, you know what, Jeremy, maybe let's not do that this year. (laughs) Well, you know, if it gets that far, I asked Trey about that and actually Sipes, that's hilarious. You say that because I said, Trey, you know, he tests for Honda, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you still feel like 
he's like, dude, it's fun. And I'm not, I'm not pushing. So it's not, it's not hard for Trey because he's not racing, Sipes. He's riding, right? And, mm-hmm. yes, he's pushing himself a little bit to test the motorcycle. But generally speaking, if he backs yeah. out of something, it's not a problem, right? Um, and he says it's still a lot of fun. So exactly what you said. Same, same idea. Yeah. Where he's like, it's fun. It's fun. So, you know. Um, Ryan Sipes here on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons. Uh, hardened Red Bull, hardened Duro. Where is it, Sipes? What, Texas? Where? Where part it's of It's down near Austin. Down it's near Austin. It's a place called Rally Ready Ranch. All right. So that'll be, yeah. that'll be it. That's, tape it up and go. Yep. Tape it up and watch <laughs> out for those rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said, I was talking to the, the guy today that's putting it on, and I, I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to just show up and then not be able to do it. You yep. know, yep. for one, it's driving a long way, and, you know, I just, I just don't want to be the guy that goes there. And driving all the way there, I know that I might not be able to do it. And he goes, just wait. It's not Erzberg. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's not. <laughs> there's no uh, Carl's Diner here. You know, it's it's hard enduro, but it's not quite that gnarly. Yeah. So, uh, and, the, like, the, to be honest, the, mo- the more I walk around, the better the ankle feels. So, like I said, I'll tape it up and I'll do what I can. But uh, I got no plans of going there and not finishing it. So, yeah. I'm going to go there and do do my best. Uh, absolutely. Well, we know you'll do that, Sipes. Uh, really cool to have you on the night. Uh, good seeing you at Paris, even though it, you know, didn't go the way you wanted to. I still thought it was cool to see you there. And uh, good luck at the Hard Enduro from the folks at Red Bull getting behind that. So, um, yeah. And also watermelon Red Bull. It's fantastic. So if you're talking to Hammer, tell, can you ask him to send me a case? Because I'm all out. I'm just about out. <laughs> to so. put in your Red Bull fridge. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll get on that. I need that. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate the time, man. Keep in touch. I'm sure we'll see you at a soupy next year at some point. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, thank you. Later. That's Ryan Sipes, everybody. Uh, brought to you by the folks at VertexPistons.com. Yeah, cool program. Sipes is a good awesome. dude. Awesome. Yeah. Especially at this stage where I think he's probably not wanting to just lock in and grind on the same thing every day. He's trying to entertain yeah. himself. So yep. to be able to, I'll go and do this in two weeks and do that, yep. I think that's what's keeping it going yep. for him. So, and uh, you know what? I meant to say this to him on the phone. Like, Obviously, his social is his social. So if you follow him, you love him, or you like Ryan Sipes or whatever. But when I follow him when i look at his social like people love it like the fans are behind they his program it. because yeah. to be so good in different disciplines yep. it'd be one thing if he was good at supercross and then oh that's really cute how bad he is at everything else he crushes everything yeah. so i Honestly, think people respect that i don't know much about hard enduros i've seen a few of them on tv and but you cannot tell me that enduro cross is any harder than a hard enduro yeah, i don't i was surprised yeah. with that answer because right. i think he would do really well at it i mean, I mean some of the tracks this year even were a little the Endurocross guy said on the fast, easy side. Yep. And I was watching it thinking of him, like saw, how good he would be. So I was surprised to hear him say that. I saw a GoPro, a lap of Haker, or maybe it was Webb. I don't follow Haker, so it must have been Webb. One of the races Webb did. I think he the last a, two, Denver. I think, he they were, a, they were, well. I think he put a camera on his, uh, on, his, uh, on his helmet for one of that. Maybe it was Haker. Anyways, I watched a lap of one of the rounds from the, camp, from the GoPro, and I'm like, that looks like fun and not too, not too hard. Like doubling... The log jumps, you know what I mean? Yeah. Putting a foot down in the rocks and, you know. They, so. They've they made the tracks pretty racy. Yeah. I mean, you can, they can battle. So yeah. it's not just right. survive. And right. they got rid of the water, which they had back in the day, yeah. which was yeah. just, I don't know why Breaking news, that. we're back on video. Oh. Great job, Marks. Thank you. I, you T- know. Tits, you have a comment? Um, I'm glad that he finally got his act together. Okay. It's about so, time. Yep. Thanks, Tits. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> friends for life there <laughs> friends for life pit him against each yeah, other yeah I know it's fantastic it's um, just unbelievable so I don't really want, 
Let me touch on what? this. I, I miss really, tits. I miss tits bad. I don't really want to touch on this, but I want to touch on this. Hey, Okay. I'm like. So, okay. So, Ryan said Pooh, his brother, isn't doing the monster truck anymore because they're not getting him to do. Oh, see? See? So you're out. Out of what? This conversation. I'd like to be. It's <laughs> private. Up until 2021, that no, no, was a no, private no, discussion. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Ryan made it not so private. So he's, he, he also didn't. He kept it. Okay. All right, never mind. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I just, I, I only, I just have a question. I just have a question. That's all I have. I don't Ask have a question. I don't have any. Well, I do have an opinion, but I have a question more than anything. Just ask a question and then let it hang. Pooh Sipes was he, he won a couple championships in the monster trucks, and from what I know from people who used to drive monster trucks and around that area, you make about a hundred k. Really? Yeah. Feld owns you, like Feld, you're a Feld employee, and. Maybe maybe this is with bonuses or whatever, but you make about a hundred k. I think you could make more, but I'm saying like a I know two people that made about a hundred k. Okay, doing that, all expenses paid. You know what I mean, all that stuff. So basically, Ryan is saying that Pooh walked away from that because of the vaccine, <laughs> right? Right. That's what that, it was that's implied. What, that's what I took from it, right? Everybody, yeah. that's what it was I mean, implied. Yep. So that's a that's a big. Like, you know, you're driving a monster truck, you're a two-time champion or whatever, and you're making good money, you're traveling the world. Probably pretty cool lifestyle if you're a single, which I think Pooh is. and You know what I mean? It's a big, big, big decision. Big decision. Everybody's different. Everybody. I know. So, yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Maxima. Maxima's four-stroke oil that has that patented peak performance. Uh, monster Energy Kawasaki, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki, all using that. Uh, absolutely love the folks at Maxima, MaximaUSA.com. The 927 is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. Love this product. Love these guys. You have a favorite Maxima product? SE1's the easy one, but... Everyone says SE1. I yeah. mean... Suspension clean. You have to be super yeah. creative to find something better in their catalog. I know, so. right? Uh, it's all good, but it, it's great. So love the love the Maxima guys. Whether it's the the, the filter for the, uh, the the filter oil, which I've used, uh, I use the filter oil. I use the grease for my linkage. I use SE one to to clean up my bike when I don't wash it very well. I use MPPL to lubricate foot pegs and shifters and things like that. I use the chain lube, of course. Um, chain lube or chain I guard? Chain guard. I use the Maxima mountain bike chain guard. For the uh, mountain bikes. Um, yeah, love Maxima stuff. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Pro Filter, I got one of those in my blue crew as well. Profilter.com. They have been active in the industry for the last decade and they manufacture top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Uh, so please check that out. Pick up a pre oiled, ready to use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. And it's super easy to, uh, to use that. You simply take your filter. Daniel, there's no way, there's no way you enjoy cleaning filters. Mm mm. Obviously, your child is hurt right now, but when he, you do not like cleaning filters. So no. simply take your filter out. It's a pro filter one. Throw it in the garbage. Put a new one in. It's already pre-oiled. It's ready to go. It's fantastic. Uh, so you eliminate the time and, time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. Thank you to Pro Filter. Thank you to Maxima. Thanks to Ryan Sipes. Thanks to Justin Brayton and Weege, too. What if Weege just kills it with that crypto? Have you ever heard of that crypto that he was talking about? I didn't actually, Coin. I didn't actually hear which one he said. Oh, you Coin. Were, Coin? Yeah. Coin is the crypto? That's what he said. I don't know. I don't know about, anything about it. Talking about the Coinbase no. security? Uh, no. It's no. something where there's a bunch of them together. 
He mm. said, like a. No, okay. I, I Anyways, all right. Well, what if Weech becomes a millionaire off of this bet? I mean, right. He'll have you to think. He will. All right. Going to take a commercial break here. We're going to come back. Jason Thomas is coming up. The Race Tech rant. The X brand tear offs. The Motorsport tweet of tits. Marks is on video now. Tits is doing whatever tits does. Got lots more to get to tonight on the show. Public Metro presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after this. Fuck you, you're fired. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. 
Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsordeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate, as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. 
to see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mitchell presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and folks at Fly Racing. Jason Thomas coming right up here on the show. And, of course, David Villeman uh, coming up, as well as David Drake's uh, DVDB. DVDB should be great. I can't wait. I love DV. He's, a, he's amazing. He's an incredible human being and a great guy. I just love the, the no filter with him. He says whatever he wants, and he's prideful about it. So right. it's like yeah. he loves the fact that he can say what he wants, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, working with Nichols and Marv now, along, of course, Dylan Verandas. Did a great job with Dylan. So, yeah. Building a little empire, huh? Right. DV Factory going, going big. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here, like I said, shortly to, uh, to talk about uh, Paris a little bit, as well as this KTM photo controversy. Maybe a little bit. Uh, race, Can't wait. Uh, race Tech rant of the night. Let's get into that. Race Tech rant. Pulp 21 is the code to save with the folks at Race Tech. Uh, get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. Use the code. Tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a deal. Uh, they've done a lot of work for privateers and teams over the years, and uh, they'll continue to get your bike dialed in right. Just listen, jerk-offs. You've got dirty-ass suspension oil, okay? Your bushings are probably shot. You've never changed the oil in your bike. It, the thing works like <laughs> shit. So hit myself in the face. Damn. The thing works like shit, all right? So get on, get your suspension oil changed, get everything going on, and your bike will work so much better. Get your sag right. You know, just look after your bike. It'll look after you. And you can use the code PULP21 to save. So it's that easy. Thank you to the folks at Racetech. So, I would say, you look like you're getting tense all of a sudden. What? You, know you just, yeah, you're like, you're winding up. What's up? What's the problem? All right, here's my problem. Here's my fucking problem. All right. Uh, so my, our buddy Jack Osborne announced his retirement, of course. Uh, we thought he was going to come back, and he's, uh, he announced his retirement. And so I talked to him a little bit about it. So originally, he'd come to the races last summer, and he'd helped out the team, and R.J. Hampshire, and R.J. won the race, and Red Bud, and then he was, you know, Osborne is a super smart guy, uh, um, you know, knowledgeable, and I, he gets it, right? So did a good job. Then he was going to do that for the team this year. He was gonna yep. gonna end up I'd doing that, that for the team, right? Then his back got a little better. He was thinking he would race again, so he started getting ready to race again. And then he he didn't officially retire, but that was the word. And then he officially announced he was coming back. And then now his back is bad enough again. Like he, he flared up or something. Flared right? up. He can't go multiple days. Is what he he can't go. He needs a day of rest and therapy. And then he can ride. Then he needs a day and a rest. So like he wouldn't be able to be where he wants to be to race. You wouldn't be so, at full right. potential. So now I don't know the whole story. I've just talked to Osborne a little bit. But I do know that that coach, rider coach thing job was on the table for him. And then I know that his comeback was on the table for him. And now he's the one that, according to people I talked to, he's the one who told Husqvarna, told KTM Big Boss, I can't race at the level you guys want me to. Like I don't. I won't. I'll be able to get fifths and tenths or whatever. Like, so I'm not racing. I don't want to take your money. So he could manage it and be half-ass, but he didn't want to go and take. The How money. many riders in this sport would just take that last year of the contract and be like, "Oh yeah, sorry, man." Like a lot of them. Most. A lot of them, right? He did the honorable thing. It was like, "I can't give you what you're paying me for. I'm out." They and you know, so I'm walking away from my contract that you agreed to pay me because I don't think I can give you what you need to do. 
So that's pretty honorable. And now that race team rider coach job isn't on the table for him anymore. So he's doing nothing. Like, like he doesn't know what nobody, he's going to do. Is someone else in the spot or they're just, no, they're they just, just doesn't they exist? Just, according to you know people I talk to, and one of them is him, the, the spot's not there. It's gone. Hmm. And like I don't know what that what the spot would have paid, but it would have paid him a lot less, less than, his. than his salary. So it's not a money thing. You know what I mean? And so my race tech rant is like, I can't believe that this guy who delivered four championships to the team, delivered race wins in everything, every class, 250 Supercross, 250 Motocross, 450 Supercross, 450 Motocross, four championships, and wants to do this, wants to do this, and there's no job for him. He's like, so he's retired, and he's cutting the ties with the team, and all these OEMs are throwing money out to all these ambassadors which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. That's cool. Jeff Emig, Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy, you know, all these guys are ambassadors. And you can't, you can't find a spot for Osborne who wants to do that, wants to help out. Like, I can't, I, I, just, that's, I just think that's bullshit. I just think that that is complete bullshit by the team, by KTM, that they can't find a spot for Zach Osborne who delivered these, these accolades for the team. Now, you know, Ryan Dungey was able to stay on until Ryan left by his own accord. You know what I mean? So they have spot. Mm. They do that with people. So that's my race tech round of the night. Like, fuck, man. Like, the guy did the honorable thing, said, I can't race. I don't want to take your money when most riders would have. Most riders would have suffered with poor results and then just been like, ah, sorry, man. Like, you know, back and, you like, know. Ah, uh, I'm going to be out for a month. But. Right. Check comes. But not Osborne. Said, I can't deliver what I'm paid for to do. And now I believe he would like to do the rider coach thing and can't do it. Just sorry. When that offer was on the table, he was going to do that. It was all done. Mm -hmm. And now, no, sorry, you're done. So I think that that's bullshit. My race second round of the night is that poor job, KTM, for booting Zach Osborne, you know, to the curb after he did you right in many ways by A, winning championships and B, by turning down. Uh, the last year of a deal when he could have got paid. That's my race second round of the night. So, obviously, I don't know. I haven't talked to Zach. I haven't talked to anyone. I don't know anything other than what I just told you. So I can't comment on the relationship. There's whatever. All I could think of is would he bring value to the program? Because it'd be one thing. Right. It'd be one thing if it was like, ah, what are we going to do with this guy? Like, give him some sympathy gig. But I could see Zach being super valuable with the new motorcycle, development, Malcolm's new to the team, the inner workings. I mean, Dean, he already was the doing it this summer. And, so that's and what I'm saying. RJ, is, RJ benefited from it. Yeah. You know. So what I'm saying is it doesn't – it'd be one thing if it was just trying to find this guy a sympathy spot here. Right, it's right. another thing where I could see a lot of value Dude, from a multi-time champion helping if, that. So I, If nothing else, he's an ambassador. And yeah. he rides the bikes, and, and maybe he goes to GNCCs, maybe he goes to some dealer rides, maybe he does something like that where he's getting some money and he's still on a Husqvarna, and, you know, the guy's a professional through and through, like, you know, talks well, interacts mm -hmm. well, like, you know, you know how Zach is. Oh, he's, yeah, and he's great. Ambassador. He's great. He's a great. So you can't find an ambassador role for him. Now, I don't know if he wants to do that. Yeah, I, he, I would say he might not want to do that. Maybe he not want to do but from what I gather, it was like, sorry, there's nothing here. Sorry, sorry, you're out. You're done. And I just like, wow. Yeah. Like, and again, this is a guy who won you four titles on your brand. Four titles. And you can't find room for him? Like, 
I don't know, man. And and when you could find room for him two months ago, and now you can't. But that and that that's where I go off of the can you find room for him versus wouldn't maybe wouldn't you just want him anyway? Right. Like I would like if I was Honda or some. I mean, they all have their guy. Yeah. But if I was someone else right now, I'd be like. I could get Zach Osborne to be involved in the testing and the rider rental. Uh, so for me, it'd be there's a lot of value that I would want him. It wouldn't be can I find him something? Uh, listen, be, I want him. So I, if that's I'm, I'm him, about. if I'm him and another OEM comes to me, which he'd be so valuable for, I'm jumping ship and doing the double middle fingers to to Husqvarna. <laughs> like I am. I just I can't believe it. Like they again, he could have just taken their money and rode and delivered. Seventh place results, and then had all of us be like, "Ah, oh, dude, his back's fucked up. What do you want? He's got seventh place, you know, and miss a month here with a back, and then mm-hmm. get it better." And then he could have done that, and a lot of riders would have. And he's and he, you know, he he called and said, "I don't, I, I can't do this." That's that is wild. It's honorable of him. Um, does he? So what's he want to do? I mean, I DM'd him and just said congratulations on yeah. your, you know, I but think, so think, it was all basic talk. Yeah, but no, I what's think, he? I think he wants to do the ride. So he coach wants thing. to yeah. be involved in yeah, something. Yeah, I think he really enjoyed that this summer, and it was really good at it, from what I gather. Now maybe politically, some noses noses were out of joint at him doing that. Like maybe Scuba Steve wasn't happy, the manager now, or or maybe yeah, I was going to say I, I don't know, maybe Ian or like I don't know. I'm there's got to be something else on the chessboard that we're not seeing and understanding well, I, that maybe I, he doesn't even know or maybe he does. I don't know. There's got to be something more. I, yeah, I would think so, but because it seems too but, easy. But, I, but politically, I don't give a shit about the political stuff. Like, bottom line is Zach Osborne can help your team. And the bottom line is he gave up uh, all, a month, all this money so, you know, by doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so, if he wants to do that and he's this great champion, this isn't like you know some rider that's never won for you retiring. Like, yeah. This isn't like, you know, this is, this is a guy who won four fucking titles for you. Four of the five, right? Anderson got the only other one. Did yeah. they've got any other ones? No. So he got four of the five for him. So anyways, so that's my race that round of the night. Like, I don't know. I, I just hire Zach Osborne. Keep him around. He's an asset that's, to that's he's My a, brain right now is going, hmm, so where... Star will probably pick him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a <laughs> bag of star. But, uh, or at star, I should say. I don't know. That's just, just racetech.com. Pulp 21's code to save. Thanks for the race tech, guys. Yeah, and if, if you're out there listening right now and you're pissed about this, there's only one thing to do. Go to racetech.com. Yeah. Get your I, stuff absolutely. serviced. Absolutely. I in, agree. In rage. I agree. The uh, 7 o'clock hour of the Pulp Mix Show brought to you by OGO Power Sports. We know traveling is a pain. Uh, I just uh, traveled uh, to Europe and back with my OGO backpack. Can I we talk about that it. for a second? Yeah, sure. I, I heard you what? took a um, very awkward route home because you're super bougie and needed it to be so nice. Yes. That's true? Yes. Okay. So I just wanted to confirm because it got thrown out today and then you didn't really answer to no, it. No, I, I, I wanted to get up front. When you fly first class, lay down flat bed, you know, your own little cubicle. Uh, on yeah, but a, your, your route was really goofy. It was just one extra stop. It was just Denver. It was not really goofy. That's not really goofy. It seems Denver's on the, you know, Newark was the first stop, then Denver was the next one. So it's not goofy. Okay. But I did have my OGO backpack with me and okay. my OGO travel bag. Uh, love it. It's great. All the pockets I needed. So I had my charger. I had a bottle of water. I had a, a, uh, an iPad to read. I had my laptop to do some work. And then, of course, all the cords that you need and a travel pillow and everything. And the OGO backpack worked fantastic. So thank you to those guys. They just did a uh, uh, OGO Jet Lawrence drop today. The- the donut bag, the right? Donut bag. Mm. That's probably all gone. Oh, it was I'm probably sure. gone before it showed. Right. Up. So uh, the folks at OGO doing big things in the sport, whether it's uh, uh, backpacks for me or, or bags for Jet or whatever it is. You got OGO? 
Yep, I got, a, I got a backpack. It's OGO, but it's the Fly Edition yep. OGO. And yep. then I got the regular OGO carry-on. 9800 or the carry-on? Carry-on. Carry I don't on. have yep. a 98. I, don't, I haven't used yeah, a big bag in Well, when you go forever. riding, when you do ride once a year, what do you use? I just borrow gear and okay. borrow stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't care. This hour brought to you by the folks at OGO Power Sports. If you want a deal on anything from OGO, send us an email using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we'll pass it on to uh, the folks at OGO, and they'll be able to give you a Pulp Show discount. And uh, thanks you to OGO for, uh, for everything that they do. And get yourself some donut bag if you can. Uh, it's probably all gone, but yeah. Merch machine over there, man. Yeah, just just marketing. Sorry, stop calling him Mertz. I'm just calling him Merch. Merch. Because he's killing the merch game over the, there for Jed. The merch machine. Uh, we'll see. I got Mertz trying to. I need a favor. And from Myrtle. Yeah. And I. So I've never asked him for a favor like anything. I threw out one. I threw out a couple recently, and I they haven't been delivered yet. But okay. So I feel like he's clutch. Christmas he told me he Mertz. thinks he can make it happen this week. It's for this week, and so I'll keep everybody informed. But if he comes through, you know, that I'm going to owe him. Um, it's going to be one on the ledger for Mertz, you know, that I have to, to help out. So uh, let's see if he comes through for Wow. Me. Yeah. But OGO Power Sports, anyways. Daniel Blair on the show as well. Uh, of course, main event moto. How's that going? How's Eagle Grit? How's everything going? Life's good. Um, Eagle Grit actually ran into uh, some supply line issues for the first time yeah, imagine in that, right? five years. Um, the containers – that hold the product, mm -hmm. they're not readily available like always. So I actually ran into a little issue over the last month, and it's been a, it's been an absolute nightmare. But that's it's a good thing because yeah. the demand is high, the supply is low. Um, so I I, I pulled off there. November, but it was uh, super frustrating the last few weeks. But other than that, it's going great. The now Western, available through Western Power Sports. Yeah, good to go. I mean, I think last time I was on, we had. We had like finalized the deal, but I don't think we were in the warehouses yet. So no, we're fully stocked now. Everything's going great. Reorders are coming in, and uh, yeah, it's been awesome. But yeah, so everybody out there that's listening, the dealerships, you know, parts managers, service managers, hand wipes, crushing it. Hand wipes is the biggest. It's done the most, and yeah. I, I thought the hand cleaner would do the most because it's so just an automatic for the service departments. But because the hand wipes are a parts and service item. Yep. I think they're just doing better and they're they're killing it. I, uh, I've used my hand wipes quite a bit. Actually, I probably could get stocked up. I bet you I'm probably... How many wipes are in I there? I know a guy. 73? Yeah. I would, no, 72. I bet you I'm 20 in, so I probably don't need yeah. to rest restock. I know the guy. Just let yeah. me know. All right. He'll take um, care of it. And then how, do you, how is the supply of eagles this time of year? How is everything there? They're good. We're getting into the winter months. Yeah. That's usually... That's the breeding time of year, so when things get a little sketchy um, right around now is when yep. you know we just we do our monitoring, and there's been heavy breeding okay. going on, so okay. we'll be fine for All right. 2022. All right. Okay. Good to know. I'm always worried about that. Yep. EagleGrit.com. Get it from a local uh, dealer or go directly from EagleGrit.com. Uh, please still get the out. pulp code all the time. That's nice. That's nice. a couple of weeks. Um, other big news for you is uh, so the TV schedule came out for Supercross. Yep. Uh, obviously, NBC Sports is going away. But CNBC, USA Network, NBC, the main network itself. Most races are live. I think there's a few that aren't, but most are live. Mm -hmm. And the other news is you're going to be in the booth. You're going to be you. So you were in. Uh, the second last round, the penultimate round last year, you penultimate. were in, in the booth with RC, yep. doing the play-by-play, -play, uh, Ricky doing the color, and now they are going to use you up to four times. Uh, that's four pretty, rounds this that's year. That's pretty big, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's super cool. The, the crazy part is, is I, I kind of knew that it was possible for a while because of the Winter Olympic dates, um, which is crazy because of COVID and everything, Summer Olympics got pushed. 
So yeah. they just did Summer Olympics, but now Winter Olympics fires right up in yeah. February. So yep. um, last year, the one went well enough to where they think I can fill in for four. Yeah. So uh, I get to do four in a row, which is awesome because for me, we've talked about it, you yeah. and I have, and I think the audience uh, listening probably has heard me say this before, but I, I do so many different roles and you have to kind of change who you are all the time. You know, play-by-play, analyst, tracks, they're all different responsibilities. So for me to just jump in and do the one, it was like heavy pressure because I'd never done play-by-play live before. And it's a very, I mean, it's a distinct role you play. You don't, it's not a free-for-all. So for me to have a chance to do four in a row and really like get into the role and get comfortable in the role, that's good. You know, I was happy it was four in a row and not like... Round well, don't three, forget, you do, you eight, do, you do 12. race day live too. You're doing race day live. Yeah. But race day yeah. live has always been weird too because yeah. I've been the play by play host of race day live, not the analyst. Yep. But that show's been this weird hybrid kind of thing. I, so. I love Dan Hubbard, but why they had you throwing questions to Hubbard, I, I'll never understand. I don't really get that. Unless it, it was, was about the, unless about Crew Jones. Oh. He would have Crew Jones. Speaking cover. of Crew Jones, our our cover, Thunder yeah. in Your Heart, it's done. Oh yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah, the, yeah. There's some a little bit of editing going on right. with our the guy who's doing the mix and master, but Thunder in Your Heart from Rad is done and it'll be dropping nice. in a nice. pretty creative way here in the next so, month. So. Anyway, so anyways, yeah, so you're yeah, doing that. So yeah. and then Race Day Live, the reason why it was what it was last year is because Dan came in and I was already used to the hosting spot. And I had also been kind of prepping and building towards being ready for an opportunity to do play-by-play. I, yeah. I made a personal transition three, four years ago where I said, okay, if I'm an analyst, I've, like, hit the end of the road. Like, yeah. I'm not going to take Ricky's job. He's the freaking five-time champ. So I made the decision to kind of pivot and focus more on learning that role. So for Race Day Live, that was my prep to learn how to, how to host and kind of control right. in and out of breaks. So going into this year, it's going to switch. Dan Hubbard will go into that role because it's more natural for him to be the yeah, host. Yeah, I mean, you've raced at the highest And level, I'll be the so analyst. Yeah, yeah. So now I'll be the analyst for the first three rounds and then trackside, and then I'll have to go booth at round four, which is a completely different role. Yep. But then I get those four in a row so I can really, like, settle in, yeah, which is what I want to do. And the cool thing is, too, is two of the races are re-airs on NBC, which I know that's weird, but for me to be on big NBC Channel 3 – Yeah. That's really cool right. that I get to do a couple no, of years. That's awesome. So, so congrats on that. Yeah, yeah, and Lee Diffie and Todd Harris will be filling in for the other uh, 13 rounds. Yeah, uh, and I don't know their yet. schedule right. yet because there's things I think they're working out with Indy. There's a lot going on on them. So, But my four are the, the Olympic four. Yep. So I'll do those ones, and then those guys will be in. What I don't know their schedule yet, but I th- I'm pretty sure Diffie would start. I think he'll start uh, the first three. I'm and then sure. uh, the Supercross preview show that I was a part of, uh, a while back over Zoom, that's airing on uh, December 25th, right? Christmas Day. Christmas Day. 2022 Supercross two, preview. Two Eastern, I think right, it is, so, right. which is rad. Uh, Mark's big job for Daniel, back in the booth with RC, like doing the, like, can you believe it? And as you talk to him about this, I'm going to go pee, and then you guys can just discuss this. Okay. Sounds Real? good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I think it's I good. I had to pee like the whole first hour and a half of the show, and I was just holding it because I didn't know the rules, but you, all right. You, you can do whatever you want here. Well, uh, I mean, as you can see, we run a pretty loose program. You do. Well, and I run the ship, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. All right, all right. So, um, are, are you nervous at all? Like, do you, get, no. do you get nervous before the show or anything? I got a little nervous the one the, that I did one. because it was like, hey, have fun and play-by-play live on television. Hope you do well. Good job. So that was, like, nerve-wracking. But now that I've done it, I, none. Like, I'm 
Just excited. Just, just yeah, excited and and I mean just hope that they're great races because obviously that always makes it a little easier. I mean, Salt Lake for me last year was great 250 and 450 main event, so that helped. But no, not nervous, just just ready to go and ready to press the fast forward button to round four and get there. So well, hopefully, and and is there a chance that that turns into something even more for the next year? I mean, I'd be lying if I said that's not what I wanted. So right. that's what I want. So I'm going to treat it serious and try to try to give the fans uh, what they want and give them a, you know, my, my, oh. my version of how I want it to be done. And hopefully that's good can for everybody. Can you throw some Pulp MX stuff in there? Can you start yelling about the Nets or can you do anything like? I mean. I got good money for a Pulp MX fantasy plug. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, like, fantasy I plug. Mean, Just be like, hey, Ricky, that's really good for your Pulp MX fantasy. I, it's funny because I've actually thrown that out to a couple writers and I've literally told them, hey, so my Venmo is this. Um, it's going to be a f- rough four weeks for you if you don't hit that Venmo before yeah. Anaheim, too. Yeah. So no, like I'll it. give you the Venmo information and just send it on over, and we'll see what we could do. Right. But, um, Paul wants to uh, – Paul's on line one. He wants to congratulate you. What's up, Paul? Paul, you there? Parabitos? No. Yes, sir. Yeah, you want to talk to Daniel? Yeah, no, I just want to congratulate DB because that was a great job last year, and it's it's awesome to see you progressing further in it this year. Um, it was it, you did a really great job, and and uh, I mean, I, Lee Diffie's great, and all all motorsports that he's that he's in, but but it, I, I mean, it was really great to see you get a chance at it and then get to get to progress further in it this year. I appreciate that, and yeah, I'm that's why I'm stoked. Just the one didn't turn into a one and done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, really. Right. It would have been great yeah, if, or it would have been horrible if they're like, "Hey, man, good job, thanks." So, uh, yeah, yeah, it, uh-uh. it ain't working. But to get one to four, uh, we I'll, just, I'll take we it. Just I'm, pulled I'm this hobo off the street. He's gonna, yeah. he's been doing it. Hey, Daniel. Yeah. So Diffie and Harris aren't here, but we're bringing in um, this guy we met uh, yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, he, uh, he says he called. Uh, he says he called darts. Yeah, and he so, was great at it. Right, so, right. no, I appreciate that, and yeah, I'm super excited just to progress and. You know, I've I've locked in on a on a goal that I'm chasing, and we're we're chipping away. We're getting there. So, uh, absolutely great job. Cool. Good luck. Thanks, Thank Paul. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, speaking of uh, great job, uh, this man does the opposite of a great job each and every pulp show. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Well, you missed your opportunity to go in with. Speaking of a bum, they're pulling off the street yeah, or any yeah. of those options. Yeah, yeah. good point. That's good, what I was waiting on. Yeah, good point. Uh, what's happening, man? Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Uh, everything good with you? I'm good. How's the uh, how's the jet lag treating you? I'm good. I'm really good. Seriously, fine. Yep. Don't feel. No, I bl- I bl- yep. I'm always good on the way home. I struggle when I'm there. Yep. Same. Uh, but when I get home, I'm fine. Yep. Do you th- JT, do you think that's directional though? Because when I would go to the Philippines to race, I would always do better on the way there because I was headed that way, and then home was always worse. So you think it's a directional thing? I'm sure it is. Yeah, and and I think also you know when you come home you get a pretty pretty much a full night's sleep before you leave, and then you'll kind of nap throughout the day on the way home, and then you get home and then you sleep again. Mm-hmm. So I think you just get all of this rest but versus when you go there, you sleep some, but then you wake up and it's like the morning, and you, it's just I think it's a, it, that's part of it too. Yeah. Uh, four races in the booth for Daniel Blair, JT. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Daniel as a you know as a person and a friend, but his ability in the booth um, I think is undeniable. So, you know, I think the toughest challenge for Daniel is convincing. I think you know whether it's NBC or Fox Sports or whoever is at the time those executives that 
Daniel can do this because he doesn't have, you know, Ricky Carmichael's credentials or whoever they're comparing him to. Um, but I think if you judge it in Steve's vacuum and just his ability to do the job, uh, I, I think he has a bright future in it. Thank you, JT. That was very nice. Um, and and you're, it's funny you say that, too, because that's where things have always been a little confusing with my role. Because I'm an ex-racer, so, JT, my brain is like yours. Like, right? We, we, we are analyzing at all times. And to do yeah. the play-by-play job, I mean, the, the hardest part for me is the self-control to not be that guy. Not and you can do that. it a little yeah. bit because, I mean... If you get into a situation, I mean, there's no there's no harm in both dropping some analysis no, and, in moments, but I have to really stay and I hear, in an unnatural lane. You know? I want to hear my announcers have a discussion about something and get some opinion on both sides if there's an incident. Well, like, yeah. You know, I like that, where, where you're I, like, I don't think hey. That, you know, I think that Joe Buck sometimes has insight. Yeah. Right? He's not a complete moron when it comes to a game of football, nor does he treat it like he right. is. Right. right. Yeah, I agree. And and that's and that I think was my my challenge too is it's all about chemistry and it's about making obviously you got to make the race you want to bring the race to life, but it's the chemistry with the guy next to you and that's where I think I'll, I'll have a good advantage going in is I know Ricky I know what he wants to say we have good conversations off the mic, so it's just getting him it, it's getting like the, the the ball rolling you know where we're in yeah, a discussion lead him, like yeah. Lead him to the right the right direction. Yep. And that happens Set a lot. Set him up for success, you know. It happens on the floor too. I've noticed that when I watch back, you know, when they come to me on the floor and I have, you know, some kind of a thought or I'm noticing something, he picks up off that stuff really well. And he does the same for me when he's talking, it's like spurring thoughts. Like JT when when Malin is talking, he's spurring ideas in your head, right? And you need that with the guy next to you. So I think that's where I'll have a little bit of an advantage is being a former racer and knowing exactly what Ricky's thinking. Getting him there will be pretty easy because I know exactly what he wants to say and what he needs to say, and it's just getting, like, those dominoes dropping. So, um, again, i got to stay in my lane and be the play-by-play guy, but use some of that race experience and kind of see some scenarios where I can get Ricky into some, into some different trains of thought than just kind of what we're seeing. You know, that, that's my goal is to, is to find a way to do that as much as possible. Yeah, some of the, you know, when, when Malin and I, we're, we're in this little booth, right, and no one can see us, so if we're making hand gestures or we can virtually do anything we want in there as long as it's not making noise. So a lot of times we'll be, you know, pointing at, on, you know, on our screens we have sector times, and if someone goes purple or, you know, someone that's the fastest sector of the race, like, so we will be pointing at things that we're going to lead into the next conversation topic, right? I'll, I'll point to a lap time where someone's just gone purple in this mm-hmm. sector, if they're closing down the gap or if Hurlings is trying to catch back up. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of that where it's not just I'm going to stop talking and I hope you pick it up with whatever yeah. you feel like talking. Like there's a lot of, you know, kind of silent communication that's going on to try to make it fluid. Yeah, and it's it's one thing to call what you see on screen, but you got to almost see things that are coming and kind of be aware of, like, things that might be changing and then point those out on well, early. That, that's, that's where Romo's so good in football is he sees a lot of things before they happen. I, I felt like Ralph, and I like Ralph again. I just saw the Sammy Hagar concert. Hell of a guy. Oh, yeah. But I feel like Ralph, like, didn't put, take his head off the monitor to see the, the race and what was maybe developing. Now, you can never do that. You've you got to call the action off what the TV sees. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But like you said, you can look up, track a couple guys, be like, okay, this is coming or going to happen, and then you, then you kind of know yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yeah, or, or, or you see a guy 
in the back of the screen and he's been chipping away at it. And you can start to lead and hype the fans up to know that, hey, this two-rider battle can be three here. Keep an eye on it because the fans might be watching the battle, but they don't see the guy coming. Yep. The next thing you know, you kind of led them into something that might come. Yep. And you're gambling a little bit on that stuff, but I think you got to do it. You got to you got to be a little bit ahead of the race, and not be behind the race. If right. that makes sense, that's that's kind of the goal. So. Uh, fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Jason Thomas on the line. We got the X Brand goggle tariffs coming up as well uh, with JT here. So Paris, JT, Paris Supercross. Uh, thoughts on that? What'd you what'd you think? What'd you make of that thing? Big blow for Roman Febre to uh, break Tib Fib. That was uh, not good. And I wonder if that. Uh, slows any GP riders coming back to this thing in the future? Well, I mean, I've had a similar injury. Uh, not exactly the same. You know, he had a double break to his tibia. Uh, so it wasn't the standard tib-fib break that everybody – but it, it's still really bad. Yeah. Um, to have to go in, surgically repair it, I will be shocked if he's ready to go at Matterly. Uh, you're, you're, we're about 80 days away. Um, That's... I, I don't know the extent of it, right? If they if they put a rod in it, and similar to what they had to do to mine, I can tell you from my experience, there's no possible way physically that I could erase in 80 days. It's just simply physically impossible. Uh, let's hope it's not that serious because that would be a pretty big blow to not only to him and his team, but also the series. You know, he he was a big part of why that series was so great this year. But yeah, I mean, it's it's supposed to be a race where you have fun. Yeah. It's a great money maker. You put on a good show. Your series is over and just stay safe and get out of there and then you just have this, you know, horrific injury that is going to he's I mean it's it's going to impact 2022 no matter what, yeah. right? If he shows up or not, this is a huge blow to his championship chances yeah. regardless. Yeah, if even if he's able to ride it, it ain't going to be where he wants to be training and all of that. And the so, timing no. coming off of this season I mean, too, if, right? If, if he can race, I'm talking like He's going to ride like a week or two before. Yeah. Like it, it is a yeah. really serious injury to come back from. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call if you want to talk to Daniel Blair, Jason Thomas, or myself here on the Pulp and Mech Show. Um, yeah, big, big deal. Uh, you know what? And again, like I wonder if the teams are like, uh, see, that's why we don't go to this race. Like That's why. I know. Like, yeah. Dude, the, 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 the thing he crashed on was so small. You know, he went long and and then and, case and the off and you know like it was but it was so easy nobody crashed there all weekend long nobody did what he did all weekend long but he's in the race he's in the heat of the moment you know he goes long but dude if guys are breaking their tib fib on tracks like this then i could see gp teams being like yeah that's it we're we're not going you know you know we're not sending anybody. it's tough i mean I, I you know that they hate these guys racing yes. supercross anyway and then that is like the poster child for none of our guys are ever doing an event like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%, right? 100%. So, yeah, um, it's a bummer. What, uh, what else you got from, uh, from Paris? Any questions? Uh, I, I was there. I was, well, I was you know. I mean, there, there was a lot there. You know, Marv was really good, but he's also on the old bike. So I, I thought that was interesting. You know, I, I don't know how hard or easy that was to switch back and forth. He said it was motorcycles. easy. He told me it was okay. easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's great. Obviously, he looked great, so mm -hmm. it couldn't have been too difficult. Um, but I thought he was really impressive. He was really never challenged throughout the weekend. You know, a little bit of pressure, I guess, from Febra, but nothing really to, to mention. No one really tried to make a pass attempt. No. Nope. Um, so he was great. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest story of the weekend was really the fact that there were no whoops really changed the race for me. Uh, because I think if there are whoops, you know, guys like Brayton make passes really quickly. Um, he would have probably just blitzed right past Zuberus at, at, at will. JT, he, he said um, he only needed five of them, so it 
JB said. Yeah, I just needed I, five. I think, <laughs> yeah, any any type of whoops is going to provide a guy like that an opportunity. Um, and you can just see how much it kind of bunched everyone together not having whoops. Um, but overall, I thought, you know, I think other than the Febra, you know, deal, it, it was a great weekend. You know, you had Chad Reed, and he looked pretty good. Like, he was relevant, top five, six, really, all night. Um, I thought Bogle rode really well. I did, you know, after pretty rough practice sessions, to be fair, you know, he yeah, had bike he, issues. He, bike he issues, didn't yeah. look great. Yeah. He didn't look great, though. And then when the racing took off, he was fine, right? He, he was right in that top five battle really he, all night. He lost the podium on the last turn in the in the second race, but Brayton right, right. got him. Yeah, yeah. so, I, I mean, I, I was entertained. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a success. It's just, man, that, that Febra thing really just put a damper on the whole thing for me you know just such a such a bad deal how about maxim and renault renault showing up and he was the fastest guy in every practice session so two practices on friday night practice on saturday uh he was seven tenths quicker in one practice i know that which is a huge thing on that track on a track like that yeah. and, and then kyle peters just one 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 gets the start renault makes a lot of mistakes you know he rides well he but the first race he was a bundle of nerves he just Hit a tough block, hit a rider, washed up. I mean, he had everything happen to him. Uh, he's the MX2 world champion, and Kyle Peters just uh, steps up KP when he needs to. Yeah, and, and I kind of expected Peters to be good. I mean, that is his. That's his. You know, that's his deal, right? Yeah. That's his his wheelhouse for what he feels comfortable doing. But I think Renault just really showed his lack of experience. Yeah. You know, it's one thing by yourself to set a fast lap time, but racing in traffic and having to make those decisions on a really tight track when you've really never done it, uh, it's totally different because, you know, there's, there's two ways of looking at it. You could say, well, he's French. He should be good at this. But that was really never Renault's path. Yeah. You know, he was not in the same – he didn't go down the same path as, like, Subarus did or Marvin did. Like, he was hell-bent on being good at motocross. And his whole – you know, he went through the EMX series and then to MX2, and it's always been about motocross. So I just don't think he really has any experience. And then he goes into that race with a ton of talent, but really no kind of race experience. And you just don't have any room to make mistakes. You can't push the edge like he's used to doing on a track like that and get away with it. They're just the ruts and the the tough blocks and everything's so much tighter. And you really just kind of saw that show up every time the gate dropped. A couple other stuff here. Anything else on Paris, JT, before we move on? Anything else you want to talk about? Um... I mean, the, the Cairoli and Brayton thing, you know, it's, it's funny to see everyone's take, you know, <laughs> pretty wide range of takes on There's, that. There, there shouldn't be a wide range of takes on that, though. There shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, I think it totally caught Justin by surprise. I think it, you know, Justin cutting down caught Tony by surprise. And, of course, the worst thing happens, you know, they're, they make contact and go down. But uh, that, that's not Tony's MO. He doesn't race like that. I think he just went inside thinking, okay, Justin knows I'm here. And then Justin was, he was still thinking about how am I going to get around Sabaris, cuts down, and then it's just this big collision that I think it surprised both of them, you just, know, big time. The only one that's angry is Wygant, um, you know, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the moment, I can understand Justin being mad because I, I would be too. Um, but I, I just think both of them expected something totally different to happen there. And, yeah, sometimes well, just things go sideways. It's, it's funny how the take can be so much different based on the riders. If I would have seen Cairoli take out Subes right there, I would have never even had an emotion. But the fact that it was Brayton, I was bent in the first, like, two minutes, too, because it was 
Brayton, and I'm just, I don't know Kyrilli, but I know Brayton. I love Brayton. So having a guy in the fight emotionally. It's like, what the hell? But in all reality, there no, was nothing wrong not, with it. It was just totally circumstance. Yeah. But it's funny because now it makes sense when you hear fans after Supercross pissed off at when Forkner took Hampshire out last year. It was like some people are like, good, that's what he gets. And then some are like, F Forkner. And it's funny when emotion comes in, the past looks so much different when there's no emotion involved. Because I was bent for two minutes, JT. I was like. I was kind of pissed. Yeah, uh, it was JB. I, I, I wasn't at all. I, I was like, "That's fine. That's racing." JB, you know, they obviously him and Soup's jacked it, jacked with each other so much that, you know, that's. I just I, JB's older man. I want to see him hit the know, ground. It, it hurts a little more. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, it uh, it was uh, it was it was interesting to uh, to be there and see some of the stuff. Like, obviously, uh, Bogle got a lot better, like you said, and JT Trolls race was disaster. You know, man, what a uh, what a rough did. weekend it was. So, but you know what? Yeah, what are you going to do? I had a I had a thought. Um, I talked about this on my my show with Troll. So I've had this happen to me, and sometimes it can be the best thing that happens to you because, you know, he's he's been practicing. They're riding with Phil and riding with these guys at Club MX and, and whatever they're doing. Right? They're kind of in their boot camp thing. You go to this race. You go to Paris and. You don't really know what to expect. It's your first 450 race, pretty much. You have a horrible day and night. Like, nothing goes right. You're way off the pace every time you're on the track. You get bad starts. Like, just nothing goes to plan. And sometimes it can be a huge wake-up call that, holy crap, okay, I've got the whole month of December. I've got to get a lot better. I need my bike to be a lot better, and I need to get a lot faster. And sometimes it can save you from January being as bad as it could have been, right? It can be like, you know, because you can think everything's going pretty well. Like, you feel good, bike's pretty good, and then you go to Anaheim and you just get smoked, and you had no idea that you were that far off. So I'm curious to see how that goes for Troll, if this is a chance for him to be like, dude, we got to get a lot better because that that wasn't good at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I got into it a little earlier. It wasn't not, you know, you looked at the lap times, you looked at the times and the positions, and mm-hmm. I, and I can understand you coming to the conclusion that it was a disaster. It really wasn't. He had bike issues all three practices, didn't get laps in that he wanted. Therefore, he had a bad, uh, he had like literally like on Friday, two practices that are 15 minutes, he got three laps in that, you know, that were anything good because of bike issues. Saturday, bike issues. Then he has to start on the far outside, and then, he, of course, he gets a bad start, and he has to work through the pack. And so, not good. I'm not trying to claim Trolls Weekend was good, but not a disaster if you just kind of looked at the outside stuff. But I think he was still a little shocked in talking to him after the race at, you know, how well, he how, and how then- in your interview with him, um, he said that, that this yeah. kind of light a fire under him. Yeah. So to JT's point, that probably worked a little bit, right? JT, you're riding your own tracks. You're feeling good. You get a little bit of a wake-up call, and then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been going the wrong – maybe I've been going the wrong way, or maybe I've been a little overconfident. So yeah. it's probably good to get shook up a little bit late November. It, yep. it could go the other way. Yeah. He goes there and has an unbelievable weekend on an easy track, and he might be like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Got, and then I he goes this. to Anaheim and just yeah. gets whacked. Uh, so yep. I think this would be the better route to have his issues there. Right. You know, maybe but shock even, him a little bit like, and then okay, go take care listen, of business. I love Troll. You guys know that. I'm on a Troll train. Peak Troll in 2022, what's his best finish unless there's a unless the class is decimated with injuries? If it's Top 10. Yeah, like, like ninth. 10? No. 450 I, I think, uh, full field? 789. No, seven, not eight, full nine. field, but let's just say a few guys hurt. Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't be that nice. 
Okay. I would go. I would go seven, eight, nine. Think. I mean, you think about how the field was last year at the end of the series. Yeah, it was late. Decimated. Yeah, but I'm talking. Decimated. But I just said. But that's not, what happens. But I said that's not decimated. I'd, I'd say. Okay, well, I'm just saying. You look at the whole year. You have 17 rounds. Like that's what happens. I, I you know, like Steve, you watched me. Like it got easier and easier and easier, and you just start moving up and up yeah. and up, and then you get a good start. You have a good night, and then you're like, oh wow, I got eight. Like yeah. uh, that stuff happens, man. That's just yeah. how that series goes. Um, all right, JT. So DB and I were talking earlier because Feld's having a super cost sale. Uh, what's the what's the code? What I say it was. Oh, twenty twenty one CW to save at uh, for some super cost tickets. What are the top three races, JT, that you would recommend a fan go to for just I mean building slash race slash any attraction you want. Yep. I went. I went a one. I went Glendale, and then I said Minneapolis. Um, those are my. Those would be the three that I would say to a fan to go to. That's strong. Um, I would go a one. I just don't think you can touch the atmosphere there. Nope. It, it, there's just nothing like it. Uh, so yeah, I can't argue that Glendale's a strong one. I, I think that's a good one for a lot of and people. And it's a triple crown. Um, it's a triple crown. Yep. yep. I will go off the board. I'll say uh, Denver. I really. Denver I like was that cool. City. Yeah, I like that city. I like that race. Um, I just think it has a, a unique kind of feel to it. So I'll go Denver. Um, and then I'll go uh, St. Louis. I'll go, finale. I'll go with the finale at Salt Lake. I, I like Salt Lake. Um, I, and I think the finale, with the chance that there's a championship on the line, uh, is it, pretty damn cool. So I, it's hard for me to not pick Glendale, but since you went Glendale, I'll go, uh, I'll go Salt Lake. All right. Daniel just picked all stadiums. Dallas, because it's Jerry's. Stadium. Yep. I'm wanting that. I'm wanting his Indianapolis. Suites. I Indianapolis. Said, Indy, was, Mini, and Dallas are my Indianapolis? three. Indianapolis. Like, what are you? I like so Indy. I, I just love Indy. Always have. Yeah, Indy's great. I can't go Minneapolis being February 10th or whatever it is. It's going to be you know negative temperatures outside. I just I can't do it. I mean, two down one of the east. Do you remember? Though. Do you remember how cold it was there in 2020? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was oh, like my, my I thought my bones were going to break just walking. <laughs> Remember, uh, guys were eating shit in the pits, riding their bikes to and from the stadium. Peters, that was, was, that, that was the year before. I thought. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. When did yeah, Peters was, uh, tear his ACL riding to the track? Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, twenty twenty was the year. It was, I think, or maybe maybe twenty eighteen was the snow year. Twenty nineteen was when it was like minus oh, ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, it, this, the snow year was a few years before that, but the last year there, early twenty twenty, was the coolest I've ever felt in my life. It was uh, brutal. I, yeah, I, I've never been in weather like that ever. Preston is on three. Question for DB. Go ahead, Preston. What's your question for uh, Daniel Blair? Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call. And ironically, you're talking about Minnesota. And uh, I want to know, I guess, just uh, why why Minnesota or why Minneapolis? And uh, another question, I guess, for Daniel is uh, who will be down trackside uh, while he's doing commentary in his place? And uh, had a suggestion possibly to cover for him on that. And then... I'm curious if Steve also listens to uh, Daniel's show, if I can name it on there or not. Have but, you ever listened to one second I've of it? I've never listened to Anime <laughs> Moto. I know, listen, not to be a dick. I just, yeah, I, I've not. Not one second. My show I've not listened to JT's show either. Because um, he doesn't yeah. have call-ins? Listen, get I, I, don't again? get me started. Don't get me started. I'm gonna. F- I, I fire enough takes at Steve via text that he he. And gets we're gonna fired. get into one, right dude. Away JT, you need to start right just away. dropping heat on Steve on your show, and then just have people call in and like drop hints, and he'll never get it. 
Uh, Preston, uh, who's going to be trackside? He's- I don't know. I actually do not know the answer to that. And who's the suggestion? Yeah, who's your suggestion, Preston? Um, well, Daniel has a brother, brother named nope. Vincent that's pretty uh, animated. <laughs> animated. Vincent Blair, not going to be trackside? No, he'll probably get in a fight with Marvin before right. the races start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. absolutely not. Uh, I, li- I mean, I like the idea, but yeah. it wouldn't. No, I'd end up fired somehow. So, no. Uh, all right. Thanks <laughs> all for right. the call, man. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Uh, JT, so getting back to our, our fight on our text message this morning. Mom and dad were <laughs> fighting again. So, uh, Vital MX put up a photo that they didn't take of AP's new bike. KTM's got an all-new race bike. Now, I've seen photos of it from Europe, and some people have zoomed in on videos, on social media videos, so you can kind of see it. It's been floating around a little It's been floating around, but this one was a clear shot of the bike, uh, AP's bike. You could see everything, you know, real good. Uh, from the shop, from Baker's Factory, I imagine, is where it was. JT, you don't think Vital should have put this out there? Well, so this is my official oh. take. When when there is a an embargo, like these media companies have been contacted, and everyone knows that there is an upcoming release for the information of this bike. They're going to do a, an official bike drop with all the information, all the photos, everything done correctly. These people are all let know this, right? That's why you don't see Racer X or Motocross Action or Dirt Bike or Dirt Rider or anybody, Swap Moto Live or anybody posting these things because they've all been let know, hey, we're going to do this the right way. Here's your time frame. So in my opinion, when Vital decides to post something like that, I don't think it's that cool. Like I, I think that they should avoid doing that. Like, of course, I, I'm sure that racer x you know has the capability of getting a spy photo of the bike like i don't have any doubt that they could pull something like that if they wanted to but i think they choose not to because they believe that's the right thing to do but there's a difference what you're saying though there's a difference in what you're saying racer x vital did not say hey give me a photo of that bike no but they chose to post it on their official instagram yeah yeah, yeah. that's fine because it's somebody else posted it it's out in the i don't i don't believe it's fine that's that's the difference right I think that if the if, if you go if you're a media outlet and you knowingly get a photo by asking somebody by paying somebody by hiding in the bushes <laughs> at Alden's and you get the photo and you post it that's greasy you shouldn't do that like that's a that's but if there's a photo out there and this one's a good photo clear photo whoever took it is probably in trouble you know if they if they, if they found out like I don't know who, who for sure took it but. If there's a clear photo floating around and it's out there and it's on Vital Form, which is where I understand this thing was before Vital MX posted it, it's fair game, man. Also, you know, there's been a ton of people who have seen this bike in action. Uh, agents, riders, practice bike mechanics. Yeah, you know, shocking like, that they never put, none of those guys have ever posted it. No, but there has been video posted, like, you know, so. I know, but. So all I'm saying but is... But the more thing, people you expose to this bike, my point is is you, yep. you expose all these people to the bike and you don't think somehow it's going to get out? A photo is not going to get I, out? It, it, so if, that's fine. That's fine. And if I'm KTM and I'm the you know, PR department, advertising department, that's my I'm, one, never giving, I'm never giving, giving Vital MX any advertising. Like you're either a partner and you're going to work together to you know, help promote these brands that we pay you to or you're not. And when you do something like that, that's fine. 
they, there's nothing or anyone that can do anything about that. Like I, I have a very strong inclination that they basically said, we can't stop you. Like you are free to do whatever you want. And, and I'm pretty sure that's kind of what happened in this scenario. But at the same time, when you choose to do some things like that, in my, if, if I was calling the shots in that department, I would be like, well, these are the ramifications. We are not, you're yeah, not getting advertising too. from us. That, that's if, fine if you're gonna too. You're going to burn us. Yeah. So you know? JT, it, it, the fact that it happened and a unspoken rule was kind of broken. Is that what you feel? Because it's there was no actual real rule broken, but the unspoken yeah. rule that the media guys, hey, you're supposed to all just just wait. So that's your problem is that I they broke the unspoken cool, rule. Right? Everybody's waiting. Like all these other media outlets have access to these things too, and everybody's being cool because that's how that's what an, an advertising partner has asked of you and. Vital decided to not do that, which is fine. Like, I don't care. I have no dog in this fight. doesn't matter to me. doesn't change my life one iota. But I would be pissed if I was KTM and I'd be like, that's fine. They chose to do this. But guess what? No thanks on advertising. Like, no, no, we're good. Like, you made your decision, which is totally fine. But you also knew what you were doing when you decided to post that first. Like, officially. Where did I know you, you can't control what people post on your forum. That's fine. But when you choose to post something that you know we're not going to be happy about on your official Instagram, then you know also what that entails on the backside. Where did this really good, clear photo first show up? Because I've seen a bunch of weird. Yeah, I guess it was on the forum. On the on Vital's forum. forum. Because I've seen a bunch of weird shots of this thing. Like on random Instagram pages, yep. but I have ne- I never saw Look, that the, one if until KTM today. KTM didn't want this thing to get out, then everybody at the Baker's Factory or wherever signs an NDA, and you give up your phone, which just happens. You give up your phone when you get to the track. Ooh, like at a comedy. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. And then you get your phones back. You know Put when it in you a come back. Pocket like, with the key. And then and then if some photo comes out of AP's bike, then AP's practice bike guy, you know, is going to really get in trouble here because you know you're going to be like you're responsible yeah, you're the one that you're responsible yeah. yeah yeah like so you either you tell us who was around the bike and we'll track this thing like there are so many ways for ktm if they really wanted to not never get this to, to not let this photo yeah go. so is there some responsibility on their own part of like being loose because i know yeah. people that have watched that bike in action for a month no, it's, so yeah, it's like could, that's what i'm saying how could they get mad when it's just free for all obviously all those people were respecting their wishes so that, that's where my, I think it, my question comes in is you guys are saying that all of these people have seen this, but yet somehow they didn't post anything, they didn't send any pictures, they didn't do anything because they were respecting what KTM has asked. And then Vital decided to not do that, whether directly or indirectly, they decided to not do, follow that same path, which is their prerogative. That's fine. I, I don't care at all, again. But... I, I would be surprised if there are not some sort of lingering ramifications from that. Like doing something like that, you have to decide, okay, we're going to do this and whatever comes of it, oh. so be it. You know, we're going with it. And again, my comment is that if, if Vital asked for the photo or paid for the photo or, you know, did, then that's fucked up. Like, what's the like, difference though? What's the difference? Because this photo is already out there by somebody who took it and it's already on the form and it's there for public information. And so all they are saying is, look what was on our forum. Here's the photo. But you're still making a choice to, to take you are, that but to you a didn't, but you didn't, much bigger level. But you didn't, you know, go, you didn't no, but go after. You are still making a choice. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, still but, making a choice. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's already out there, man. And so, hey, KTM, no, if you're really but upset. If I'm KT- I no. promise you, if I'm KTM, zero chance I'm working with you moving forward. No, yeah, no I, way. I don't agree with that Because either. of that choice. Daniel? I, got, I mean, that's, that's a pretty strong choice when every other media outlet has been like, yeah, you don't think other people saw that photo on, on Vital? Like, I, I'm I don't pretty know. sure other people saw the photo. Like, it's, it's not, it wasn't a state secret that it was on Vital. But yeah, I think they were the only one man, that chose I think MXA to has posted, post this. MXA has posted photos of the new bike, I believe. Not not as good as that, not as clear as that, but they have posted photos. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm so torn because I feel like I'm on both sides. For If it's already out, then I kind of like it. I kind of get that they would do it, but then I'm thinking to myself, if it was me, if it was an Eagle Grit brand new product, and all of a sudden it slipped out, but then someone went official with it, I'd be probably pretty mad. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I could even answer. I feel like I'm pretty 50-50 on this one because I, I understand both sides, and I guess I would just have to be one of the two sides uh, to really have an opinion. Chase is online, too. He wants to talk about it. Chase, what's up? What's your thoughts on this KTM thing? Hey, Steve. Uh, I work for Swap Motor Live, uh-huh. and I just – I just think it's really wrong. Like, I, I know we've had videos and whatnot of the bike for probably five months ago. They were riding it. Obviously, mm-hmm. the new frame, no no plastics and whatnot yep. at Glen Helen. But, like, as media groups, we do shootouts and whatnot. We work with the manufacturers. And, uh, yeah, dude, I just don't think. I, I get it, I Chase. Just, but, like I said, those are you guys are, t- like, this is just out there. This was, like, you know, just posted on a forum from somebody else. So, but you know that's not supposed to be out there. Like it's not. It's not like they thought. Yeah. Ooh, I, this must be. Fun. I know it's not. It's, it is. But you're you're like, oh well, it is out there. It's just like a JT. You know, you follow mainstream sports just like Daniel and I do. And but you, you want to be you want to be Adam Schefter. Like I, I just don't think that when you are a partner with them, like Adam Schefter is not a partner. Absolutely, with ESPN is a or, partner. ESPN is a partner. He he is not. Well, but he has to He's follow not. rules. Right, but. These teams are not paying Adam Schefter, is what I'm saying. I would bet that at some point KTM is either paying or supplying Vital MX with things to do tests, oh, 100%. to advertise, yeah. right? So, so that's where the difference is. When you're a partner like that, you can, you don't expect your partner to just go with something. Like, this wasn't like, the time I, Okay, yet. maybe like, you don't expect it. Well. Maybe you don't expect it, JT, but you, you understand them reposting a photo that was already posted by some anonymous guy on a forum. You understand that. You get it. You understand that this photo leaked. I understand leaked. it, but I, yeah, there's going to be some significant adjustments. So Chase, there would be an understanding on the back end. So too. Chase, for you, right. for you, yes, uh, Chase. Um, you know, I'm. You know, you mentioned you have photos. Of, I'm. I'm. I'm talking about grabbing a photo off a forum, and you still, you're not. Right. You're not on board with that. No, no. I mean, dude, we have. There's a reason there's been no no private or no video shoots at the KTM test test track yeah, yeah. the last two months. Right. We're all riding the bike. No, and no, no. But that's different, Chase. That's still that. different. But because that, that, that's still different. Like I get what you're saying. That that's Swap Moto saying we are not taking photos of this bike. We are not taking photos. Right. Vital is posting a photo of a photo. You know what I mean? They didn't take that photo. So right. do you? And we re- we received the same photos though. We have oh, plenty okay. of photos getting okay. sent in all the time, and we just don't. Okay, choose that's that that's what I'm getting at. So I don't mean you guys going out and chasing it because that is fucked up. Like right, right. I I don't do that, and I don't think Vital did that in this that's, case. That, that's so. what, that's what kind of what I was trying to say. You don't think that uh, these other outlets have gotten like 
photos given to them or seen photos? Like I don't know. Do I guess Chase thing? is saying yeah, they did. Of course they have. Wow. No, yeah, we've had photos. I mean, people the KTM test tracks, you can walk up and film the guys. Like, we have cell phone photos yeah. getting sent to us every week, and we just choose not not to post that stuff. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I, I think it, it, in Michael's Lindsay's case at Vital, I think that what he did was fine. Here's a photo that's on our forum, everybody. It's on our forum. You know, but you yeah. you are also want a guy that wants to give scoops and post things that would be. Well, I, I don't that I mean, other brands would not be happy about. I feel like that's my job as the media. Like it's it's just like just like it's Adam Schefter's job to be like, hey, reports are in from Green Bay. Roger's toe is broken. Like he doesn't okay. know that. How about- he doesn't know that Rod, he, so, he doesn't. He doesn't. So if, he, he's not the X-way. If fly right? racing, if fly racing asked you and said, "Hey, and we do every year. Hey, this stuff's not live till this date. Please don't post pictures of it. Whatever." <laughs> and somebody sent you a photo of this, like here's a photo of all the new gear. You would go post our stuff. No, I wouldn't do it in a case like that. If you guys sent it to me first, like if Chase is sitting on all the stuff from KTM, like sitting on the the images and everything else. Like I, right, he, I, well, he's not going to go live. It's like December eighth is the go live for this stuff. You don't think that Vital knows that? I don't know. I have no idea. Do they? Is that oh, out, Chase? Yeah, is that the? On. No, yeah, we we all have our emails. Yeah. No, I, I know. I don't have an email. I didn't get invited, so I didn't know if there was a hard date. <laughs> I knew there was a date, but not a. I don't know. The I date. mean, Darkside yeah. screwed up, and but, Fly kept paying him. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah, go, yeah, JT. Exactly. What do you think about that? <laughs> Darkside play devil's advocate. That was I guess a joke. Have Dark the form. What's that? Like they they have the form, so I guess that that plays maybe a little bit of different factor. Like regardless, they can't help it. That's going to be on their website. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel but like choosing to post it is different than what yeah, yeah, yeah. Post it being know? on there by a, right. a user versus them uh, dropping it as like an official thing. They're way two different things. But that's what Steve's right, saying right. is like if it's already out and it's already been seen, well then the, the gig's and up. Literally, so it's whatever, on, it's on your form. Yeah, and, and then if, and, and if you like. I understand you getting butt hurt if you're KTM, but you, I, under, I think you should just be like, well, what do we expect? We've been had hundreds of people watch this bike, and did we think not one photo was going to get out somehow? Right? No, like that's like, fine. Right. I don't think you can do anything but assess your decisions moving forward. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Given agree. the yeah, situation, I think that's there's going to be there's going to come next year when we have shootouts, even maybe the launch of this bike in a couple months. I yeah. think there's going to be, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I was going to say yeah. the sh- the shootouts is where I'm interested so because Michael, they're, they're Michael, involved. Michael Lindsay's going to go be buying a bike. Chase, is that what you're saying <laughs> from from a KTM? Yeah, he'll probably. I mean, yeah, he probably have to do that. But yeah, yeah. I'll I, have yeah. a white and a red one too. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the call, Chase. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Have a good right. night. Thanks. I just went through Main Event Moto's Instagram to make sure my guy Dan didn't post it up, and we have it. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah, good. Yeah. It got me scared because all of a sudden I thought, "Did I see that on my own?" One more comment about the uh, the KTM. This is riveting. Uh, big show. What's up, man? Hey, Steve. Uh, I'm I'm here from Bridgeport, West Virginia. First of all, I want to congratulate Daniel on uh, on getting the extra shows. Thank you. Uh, my favorite times of of watching motocross was when David Bailey was there, and now with two. X racers in there, man. This is going to be off the hook this year. Be great. Hope yeah. so. Hopefully, he doesn't screw it up. Yeah. You know? Nah, he's got it. And uh, I'm actually a service director at a Harley dealer. We need to get uh, Eagle Grid in my dealership. There, there you go. go. Now we're talking. So straight up. So we got to hook that up somehow. All right. But Steve, it. hey, I'm the guy who called in the other week, and uh, you know, I bought your 19. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So I'm right, right close here to where they had the Big Dave uh, homecoming. Okay. I really want to race out there uh, for the World Vets. Oh, God. And 
man, I think you should come out and r- race Big Dave's. That's at High Point, right? Yeah. You know, High Point is one national track I've never ridden. Like, I've ridden a lot of these national tracks, just different, you know, different things, randomly. different reasons randomly. Never rode High Point. I only did one. It was... It's a fun, fun track, huh, JT? JT, what was the the Swamper? 2000, 2000. or 01? Well, both were. Both were muddy. But 2000 yeah, was worse. Uh, 97. 90, uh, 2000. 2000. 2001. For me, it was... It was 2000. I did the one in 2000. It's the only time I've ever been there. Uh, all right, harder. Big Show. I'll think about it, man. All right? Yeah, no, but, well, here's the offer, man. Oh, okay. I, I, your bike? I, I work at, yeah. You could ride your old bike. We're about the same weight, evidently, according to the spring rates. Um, you know, come out and, what do you run, 30 plus? Yeah. 30, no, I'm, yeah. I'm 40 plus, dude. Oh, 40 plus? Okay. Yeah. I'll run 45. You run 40 plus. All right. Uh, everything's still set up the same. The offer is here. Will you? Uh, do I get? Do I get a, a, a show up money? <laughs> I was just knew that. Well, yeah, coming. I'm sure Davey's all about that, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Shemek Sports will be right on that show up money. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it comes every month. Megawatt, and we'll get it handled. Uh, get Megawatt to give me some show up money. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. We got to run. Thank you. All right, brother. Thanks. Oh boy! All right, uh, uh, hold on. We gotta go. The, we're gonna do the expert goggle tear offs. Uh, JT, we're gonna have to agree to disagree yet again on this. <laughs> yeah, that's um, fine. Uh, I, I'm not like mad about it. I don't care. I just it's an interesting debate for sure. Because I I do get your side where you, you, you're trying to break news, right? And they're a media outlet, and if they can break news and get the scoop, I get it. I just don't think. I think the challenge is when you are a partner in these things and you are being asked to wait until an official date, which I know all these media outlets have been asked to do, uh, then I think that's where the problem comes in. That, and I was going to say that, for me, the question is, was there direct communication from KTM telling them, do not do this? And if yeah, there was, and that's, that, that's I'm, pretty I'm, wild. I'm right? very confident in that. That and would be pretty wrong, wild. Wrong, but but if they didn't, then it would just be a decision that was made in the, full, in the moment, kind of. So that, to me, that would be the real question that I want answered yeah. to have a full opinion on it. I can't it imagine tragic. that they were not. And I don't know, right? I don't know for sure. There's, I don't know that. But I'm, I know how it works for us. And KTM's a, a tiny bit larger than we are. Um, I'm betting that there was some information passed along. David Bradshaw's bike, I just fucked up. Darkside, what's up, man? How are you? Man, I thought for sure that'd go away after Damon did the same thing this weekend. Yeah, Damon went down, saw the GoPro. Yeah. Just know yeah. it's never going away. Darkside. It's never going away. It's never going away. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, I just, I know you guys are about to do the X brand tear offs. Yeah. I talked to Rich earlier today. Um, I don't know if you know, but being a big sponsor of the show, for the next week on xbrand.com, if you buy $150 worth of product, New set of lucids and maybe some tear offs. You get a free trucker hat, free shipping, and a free one off X brand athlete sticker. So, uh, yeah, Rich was telling me about that earlier. I thought maybe uh, listeners or the viewers of Pulp MX would want to know about it. So it's, uh, it's good to know. You think he would have texted me and told me that or whatever, but yeah, that's good to know, Darkside. Well, you know, Rich is a little. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's not super good at that stuff. Darkside, you weren't supposed to say that till the 8th, bro. <laughs> no, Did it again. No. No, I heard. I'm, I'm okay on this one. I heard that photo was was dark side. Took it. Yeah, I took it. Yep. So I heard. So I, yeah, I was too. there. I yep. was there. Yep. Um, yep. Thanks, dark side. All right, so everybody, X Brand Goggle, EKSBrand.com. Check them out. This week only, Cyber Week shopping 
Uh, spend 150 yep. bucks and get all that crap. It's fantastic. Chucker hat. Yeah, Chucker he hat. gave me a different code, too. I know there's the pulp code, but I guess for this week, uh, the letter X, Pro 2022. X Pro 2022. Okay. All right. Yep. Sounds good, man. Uh, anything else? Wrap-up show stuff? We got it. We got it. Yeah, run, yeah. Wrap-up show. The boys yeah. from Moto Limited over in Australia will be on this week. Oh, uh, Wednesday night. So uh, should be good. That's about it, man. All right. We'll talk soon, buddy. Thank you. We got to run. Okay. Yep. Later. All right. Next round, Gogoteros. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere, like Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, Henry Miller, Surratt. So many privateers wear X-Brand, it's not even funny. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. It's that simple. Josh Strang wearing X-Brand and winning a, uh, a race this year. It's fantastic. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Journalist. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, you got 30 seconds to answer them. All right, Marks, let's do this. Steve, does the absence of whoops leave an asterisk on this year's Paris Supercross? No, I don't, I'm don't. i not an asterisk guy. I don't believe that. Nope, it is what it is. It has to be like extremely dramatic circumstance to get an asterisk. So. Yeah, I, I'm not a believer in that. JT, with winter coming, have you picked up any coming? local... Coming. Have you picked up any local Boise winter sports or activities? I do like to go uh, skiing. I, I want to learn how to snowboard. I only know how to ski. Uh, so I always say that I'm going to do a lot more of it, and I don't. I need to, I need to up my game this, this winter. All right. Good, good, good way, to, way to come in, like, under time. Great radio. I, I really tried to end it quickly. I was kind of carrying on there a bit, and, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew the buzzer was coming. Daniel, what kind of preseason practice or training do you do to prepare for your upcoming Supercross announcing? Upcoming? Upcoming. Uh, in all transparency, I don't prepare like that. My preparation is just taking in all the information that's, you know, circulating in the pits and everything. So for me, it's there's no preparing other than just getting the info. 17 seconds. Good job. Steve, with a one-night race format at this year's Paris Supercross, do you think Eric Pernard made any money? It seems like a huge upfront cost for one night. Uh, well, Eric's not the one that makes or loses the money there. He just gets paid a fee to sort of be the, one of the organizers. But um, I heard they didn't make any money. Yeah, I heard they didn't because of one night and the rider fees and COVID stuff. And they had a 95% sellout, but they wanted to run the race to keep the race going. Yeah, I was going to so, say, to keep it, yeah, to keep it going. Keep it going. It's probably so, more important. You know, uh, I think they took a little bit of a loss from what I hear. 25 seconds. JT, which current racer in the GPs would adapt the best to Supercross? This is actually a, good a great question. question. A good question. Can't believe this. Um, his buddies are it's on from it. his buddy for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I'll say Geyser, but I don't really have any evidence to support it. Uh, just because he he looked pretty good at Monster Cup before he grenaded himself. <laughs> Before he grenaded himself, <laughs> it was going like, great until it wasn't. I mean, let's be honest. No, I know. I if he not. doesn't grenade himself that night, we leave there going, "This guy's pretty good at it." Like he looked pretty good until. Wait, didn't he get fifth overall his second? Time? Yeah, I, um. I so did he grenade? I remember interviewing I him he, after the race. He, he, he was, endowed big time. One, one of the yeah, one of the races. I, think, I just no, remember him he, eating shit. Yeah, yeah, but he redeemed himself in that front the next rhythm time. on the front side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the, God. On the wall. Yeah. On the wall. yeah but think, before that, he did look good. So I, I think you guys are forgetting when he came back and he got fifth overall. 
Or he's six, fast. Six I, 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 it's not about that. I just, yeah. I mean, he, he likes to crash spectacularly. Yep. All right. He likes to. <laughs> he, says, he likes it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a favorite pastime. <laughs> he like likes it. Here I go. <laughs> what are you going to get into this weekend? I don't know. Front flip down the straightaway. <laughs> Daniel, do you anticipate some COVID immunization drama in Supercross like we've seen in football? Uh, I don't. Wait, what? Any COVID immunization drama? I don't think so you know because it's Rogers, not the same. Yeah, you know what Aaron Rodgers said. Oh yeah, you know, he said he's immunized. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so because the rules are like completely different than the NFL. Their whole policy. So I'd say, fingers crossed. No. All right. Twenty-four seconds. Chad's not going to get the vaccine. In case you were wondering, I spoke to him again <laughs> this weekend. Not. No, he's not. I spoke a little bit with him this weekend. Not seeming, seemingly not on that side. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 good. Right. Okay. Steve, which rider has made the most money racing overseas off-season races over their career? I'm going to go with McGrath. He was getting 100K for those things for many years. For a years. while, yeah, yeah. And then even Brayton, you know, Brayton, 50, you know, for many years. But Jeremy was just cashing it in. And then back then there was Barcelona and there was Bercy and there was Genoa. And they were doing them more What, what else am I thinking? Am I missing, JT? I'm missing a few there. I'm Chemnitz. Sure. No, 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 not Chemnitz. <laughs> that was for you, JT. What, did Chemnitz pay much? <laughs> no. Chemnitz, Chemnitz pay actually, like, if you won, it was only, like, five grand at the most. Right. It was the weak one. It was the one we all had to get through. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm all right. I mean, I would take five grand, but. I mean, Stanton told me he was making more from the offseason races than he was in his factory Honda contract, and I believe his factory Honda contract was 200 or 250 a year, and he was, uh. make, and he was making more than that. In Europe for four months or three months or whatever. Is there any chance that a guy like Brayton or Larry Ward made more than McGrath over there because they did so many of them for a lot? I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like JB as you know, like I guess he's done it for a while, but I don't know. I think Jeremy was getting a hundred k a pop. You know, I mean, yeah, Stu didn't do enough. He wasn't doing it. He wasn't getting a hundred k at all. That's for damn. No, no, but yeah. Um. I don't know. I'll go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I could be wrong. Could be a modern guy. Stu? Jason, I bet I'm, I bet I'm Jason top Thomas. 10. Uh, maybe top 15. Yeah. Hmm. All right. JT, looking back at Osborne's career, what do you think he will be re- He will be most remembered for? What is his legacy? Oh. Osborne. Uh, I think just the, you know, I think Steve would agree. The path he took yeah. to success is oh. so unlikely. Um to, to go to be a prodigy, then basically get, you know, left for dead and then have to go to Europe to redeem yourself, then come back, then go all the way to the top and win a 450 motocross championship. That really doesn't happen. So Left for dead cool. is a big statement. <laughs> left for dead. I mean, it, <laughs> as far as, like, having a ride and, like, any interest. I know, in, but know, left like, for dead. <laughs> I, for me, for me uh, it'll always be the pass. With two corners to go in Vegas, yeah. I'll never. I can't even get it out of my head, man. Yeah. And I and I every time I see Zach, I gotta remind him, man, seventeen, and he just can't stand it. But yeah. I'll never forget that yeah. pass uh, and that night. I uh, I literally <laughs> was typing. I couldn't type because I was shaking because I had goosebumps because I just honestly, I, it's an experience I felt in a press box, you know, 
two, three times shocked. in my life. I, I just I couldn't believe what I just saw. I just could not believe it. So. Especially it like was, uh, it was coming for like a half lap. You're yep. like, oh my god. Yep, yep. I've only felt like that twice. That Osborne pass, and then when the pack closed in on Tomac and Dungey. <laughs> In that 450 main, the way those guys rallied around each other to close the gap, when uh, we all thought Tomac was bunching, it wasn't. It was just those guys they, all they all the they yeah, all found was, another gear. It was the way that they all picked the pace up. I've never felt yeah. uh, all, just the cohesion of all the at once. Main event. The unity all at once. They found a second and a half. Yeah, they all found it. They must have had great was, pit boards at the was, same time because they all turned it up. That was something. You're right. Yeah, goosebumps. Um, all right. Last last one. Fucking dick, Daniel. Yeah. Should the hoverboard jetpack guy be added to Supercross? Oh, how was that cool live? Uh, honestly, it's happened for three years. In oh, a row. I've never, I so didn't I, even know that. I was got happening. a bunch of texts about the jetpack guy. It's old news, bro. Not to I everybody. Did, he, so all the riders were in staging in right behind the start line and he went over them and dusted them out dude from the air jets <laughs> a massive dirt cloud came and just took everybody ah, they're all running bikes are being dropped guys are running for their lives because it was just because iron man yeah iron, <laughs> iron man just blew them out so that was the funniest part to me um what is that thing though like can you buy i don't that? know can you can you buy that is that available is that legal can i get one like what what is the story with that? i feel like i doubt it <laughs> are they are they are they like known to be able to buy well, it's definitely owned by a company because his whole kit was the name of the jetpack. Like, he yeah. was in uniform. Yeah. So I'm sure they're they're working on making them commercialized. But this is, like, seriously, though, two or three years he's been there in a, in a row. I didn't know so, that, but yeah. I, I thought it was I, I like rad. How he had, I like how he had a helmet on in case he fell from 80 feet and yeah. had that helmet on. So that was great. Um, Everything else is good luck. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was rad. So to answer the question well past 30 seconds, yeah. yes. Yeah. Bring him out here. Honestly, how cool would that be to have one of those? Oh. Just go to the store. They're so loud, too, by the way. It's super loud. Is it loud. loud? Oh, it's super loud. Yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of problems if that was And it a looks to me like he could item. only land and take off on the stand. So that could be an issue for if you got to go to the store. Like, I don't think you can just walk, dunk, 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 dunk yeah. with the, the jetpack thing. I think there's a still a few things to work out before it, comes it uh, off your hits feet. the public. It's, it's not a jetpack. It comes off your feet. Really? Yeah, like it's air, something on the bottom of the feet. Oh, my God. It's incredible. I believe it's the air things coming out of your feet and pushing up. JT, how much would you spend on one of those if they were available? Honest dollar amount. Well, I don't really want to die just for now, so probably I, I wouldn't buy one. You'd wait till like, like a, are a you, certain path to death for me. Okay, well, because I have a photo of the Fly Racing jetpack coming out, and I was going to post it up. So you, <laughs> you, you, would. you guys you are coming out would. with one. and uh, You say it was on the Pulpamex forum. Yeah, yeah hey, do it before the 8th yeah. and you'll be in big trouble. Yeah, so I would, I would pay 5K for that. If I could fly it without that stand. I don't know if you need the stand. Mm. You, you just fly it around your living room. You would be about that? It, how, as mad as she was about those dogs, you know how mad she would be about a jet pack? Yeah. Hey, babe, yeah. look what I got. Yeah. Well, the noise because it's super noisy. Yeah, so yeah she would be. Noise. Yeah, the noise would be what she would trigger. You're off in the on. backyard. Just you know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna shoot Pernard a text. I'm gonna find out more about this jetpack guy. Yeah, and where we can get, get him one. over here. Yeah, so needs to happen. Yeah, 
And how, what's the range? How far can you go? And how long does the battery last? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Anything else for JT? On the, is that, it? that was all for Express. All right. <laughs> Thanks, JT. Uh, Darkside has a good point. If I got the jetpack, I could change the bulbs in my house. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> that's a great there point. There it is. That's a great point. It's a great point. There it <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't do anything to the rest of the house. No, no, no. Like make all. a big old mess no, or anything. No, no, But get so, them bulbs. Blow Augie right out of the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really uh, important to get that bulb. Yeah. Uh, all right, JT. Fly Racing and flyracing.com. Please check it out. Will you have Max call me? Because I got that idea. And I need Max to call me. Do I know about this idea? Eh, kind of. Just, oh, I do know about the idea. He told you he was going to let you know. I think he has a call with him, I think, this week. Dude, he had a call last week. Then he had a no, call he the week before. He, he has not had a call. Uh, what the I, fuck? Can, I can verify that. All right. They, they've kept pushing it off because of holidays. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. uh, talk to you soon. All right, guys. All right. That's Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Uh, and uh, please check him out, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer or go to motorsport.com um, and check it out. All right, next guest on the show, uh, a gentleman that's been around Supercross for a little while. Good good guy. Uh, certainly got something going on with the collective experience. Uh, and also brought to you by the folks at Art of Sport. Let me tell you about Art of Sport, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the planet. Kenny Roxon's a partner of this, as well as guys like James Harden. Uh, I've been using their products for a long time. I love them. The deodorant's great. The charcoal body wash is fantastic. The products are formulated with the natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. All products under 10 bucks. That's super good. All products under 10 bucks. Buy them at Target, CVS, Walgreens, almost anywhere uh, you can go. You can also, if you want a Pulpamex deal, you go to artofsport.com forward slash Pulpamex. Artofsport.com forward slash Pulpamex. Get yourself some Art of Sport. You won't be uh, disappointed. Thanks to those guys for coming on. And uh, they're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show from the Collective Experience. It's David Drakes. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. I'm staying up just for you. So just yeah, so you know. yeah, I know you're a little bit late <laughs> up there in in the central time, but the collectiveexp.com. Uh, you've been around the sport for a few years now, of course. Seen yeah. you uh, with the Seven Deuce Deuce, among others. A lot of privateer guys that you help out. For people who don't know, and that's like Daniel here across from me, he, did, he didn't know much about it. Uh, tell us what the collective experience is all about, D- David. Yeah, so basically we're a VIP experience program that offers the avid fan the chance to go behind the scenes with their favorite racers. And this is just much more than just a meet and greet and a handshake. I mean, we're getting people behind the velvet rope experiencing things that you really only get get to see from afar. I mean, you're meeting the teams, you're taking the the rig tours, you're touching the bikes, talking to the mechanics, uh, getting exclusive uh, pictures, and and just all this interaction that you really can't get anywhere else. Um, And we've also rolled out an internship program that allows people to get the hands-on experience that they need through our program in order to get those uh, full-time paying gigs within motocross and supercross and that's just been exploding like wildfire it's been it's been phenomenal you've been doing this for a few years so i'm guessing the whole business plan is working for you like it's doing well yeah yeah surprisingly yeah it's uh it's been a lot to juggle with the nine to five and then to, and then doing this but yeah it's, it's been uh it's been great just to just to have the impact in the sport i think it's just been the, the best part collectiveexp.com so I, i've seen your guys around the races of course like we talked about with privateer guys uh seven deuce deuce uh the cat um who are some of the guys you work with 
Oh man, the list just it grows every year. So uh, we we do a lot with SGB Racing too, as well as uh, PRMX. So it's always Cade, always A Ray, just driving me crazy the whole time. But uh, also got Josh Greco. We had Rod Bell. Uh, we have the international uh, SX race team, Bubba Pauly, yep. Joan Cross, Henry Miller, uh, the Bear was in the program, um, it, it's, and it's always expanding, so that list is always growing, and we just dipped into Arena Cross for, on the Hoosier Arena Cross tour with the, uh, the Cycle Zone Redline KTM team of Jeff, Jeff Crutcher and a few others, and that's been a lot of fun, too. So if you help, if you're VIP at, with the SGB team, do you have to jump in and help change parts or they race bike? Do, can, you get, can you do that? Oh, dude! If you're an intern, they're putting you to work. Yeah, man. yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah, yeah, a, a lot of parts to change. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. No, it's kind of cool. And then, and then, so what happens is you give the privateers some of the money that you bring in. Fans get the ultimate experience, and everybody's it's kind of a win-win thing, right? Yeah, for sure. All the, the money that we uh, that we post up that the fans pay over eighty percent goes right back towards the riders and teams to keep them going, keep them funded. Mm-hmm. And that was the main point of the program is just to help out these private teams and satellite support teams, um, as well as giving fans just another avenue to just fall in love with the sport. I think too, like obviously you and I, we know each other for a few years, and you know the things that we do yeah. for privateers with the uh, yeah. LCQ challenge and and different things that we do to help out privateers, and. You know, there's a whole segment, and I have a, I have a, a privateer podcast every week, right? Um, there's a yep. whole segment of fans that, like, I don't care about Roxon. I don't care about this guy. I love Seven Deuce Deuce, and I love A-Ray, and, and these are the guys that, you know, like, there's so many dudes that are just, they're fans of the sport, but they really love privateers. Yeah, for sure, and I think that's just the that just goes to show how great the privateers are of our sport. That you know, uh, the people can just go and build a relationship with them. They're a lot more accessible, a lot more down to earth than you might see from some of the factory guys. And I'm not going to factory guys, but you know, they're there for one purpose, and that's to win and and get those top finishes. Where the privateers, you know, they're there in a market and, and interact with fans as well as you know performing the track. So I think it just it just it's a little bit more alluring for the for the for the fans to kind of you know be attached to a privateer. I mean, it's it's just a good vibe all the way around the pits. Um, and then, who are some of the some who are like some of the most requested guys? Oh, dude! Oh man, I feel like every year it changes. So for oh, the first okay. year, yeah, for sure it was seven deuce deuce. Like he he killed it. And then uh, the next year it was seven two three. It was Tyler, and then um, after that AJ started gaining popularity. So it was popularity with with AJ. And then um, I had a bunch of chicks wanting to hang out with Dave Pulley. He's in the program too. Oh wow, and that was nice. that was weird. It was almost like a prostitution service. So I had to kind of <laughs> put the mix on that one. So I was like, yeah, I was not running that kind of program. So, but uh, uh, yeah, every year every year it changes, man. A Ray had a pretty decent year last couple of years, so. We'll see what you know twenty twenty two brings. Yeah, really, it sounds sounds like a cool deal for sure. Now, do yeah. you do you have people who hit you up that say, "Hey, I want to hang out with, I want to be a VIP with Roxon," uh, and you're just like, "Sorry," or do you try to make some factory guys happen if you can? Like, how, how does that work? Um, yeah, that that's a tough one. I mean, the best that we can honestly do is like, hey, you know, when you're with seven two two or someone that can walk you over and introduce you because they're buddies. But yeah, we don't have the direct ends with the factory teams. And honestly, I I prefer to have it just focus at the the middle of the pack kind of guys. You know, I mean, yep. that's those are the kind of guys that are more open and and give more of a value added time um, to the to the fans. I mean, if you're going with the rocks and rocks and being pulled in a million different directions, he can only give you you know so much interaction throughout the day. So. Uh, I, I tend to steer people towards the, the privateers. 
How and how does this all work as far as the sign up? I was in the bathroom, so I'm, I don't know if I missed like the first minute of it. But how does the sign up all work out? And, and just kind of walk us through the process so anyone that's listening can know how to ex- do it exactly. Yeah, so all you have to do is just go to the collectivexp.com, click on our experiences tab, and you'll see some of our experiences that are up there. Uh, right now, I think we've got all of our 22 programs up for arena cross and motocross. We're still working out the buzz with supercross. I'm not sure what's going to happen with, um, you know, the, the backdoor access quite yet. So we're still still getting the, the groundwork laid for that. But for arena cross and motocross, uh, you just go on there, click on the, uh, the internship program side, and you can download the forms to get signed up. Fill those out. Send them into the uh, the contact email at the bottom. Let us know what races you want to attend and who you want to work with, and it's it's easy as that. Um, and we we've had a lot of success with our internship program. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pretty blown away year to year just to see like the numbers of people who come through who are not only super talented but super passionate. And you know that following a couple of months or seasons, they're on a pro team just killing it it's it's been pretty cool and then how do you how do you sort of make sure that these guys are able to be mechanics or whatever did you sort of vet them or how do you how do you make sure that they can indeed work on a motorcycle or you know or work on a team or whatever yeah, so we so we do vet them. So when they when they supply their their um their application form, we also have them send in like a resume or a cover letter, okay. something that allows us to know who they are. We send that to the teams as well and say, hey, this is what this guy has to offer. We'll take a look at the social media just to make sure they're not some like goofball. Yep. Um, and then from there, you know, uh, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy to weed out who you don't think will really be be ready for it. And if they are, you know, interested in mechanic support, we might not have them really touch a bike directly the whole time. We'll probably have them. Watch watch and observe and then towards the end of the day once they kind of get a lay of the land then the mechanics will kind of start to give them more and more tasks throughout the day but mm-hmm. uh, honestly knock on wood we've had some just everyone's just been an all-star man it's been really cool to see can we do something with with daniel blair you can you know do a collective experience with daniel blair i think that'd be cool oh dude i, I would love to man <laughs> get dv with a bunch of interns man that'd be rad i'd, I'd love to right? do that the girl ones no you're married you <laughs> no you, you... <laughs> You're yeah, married. On, in trouble, I just—I mean, man. they're just better company. <laughs> they are better company, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, listen, Daniel, you can get somebody to you know hang out with you and 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 you know learn the learn the trade. I mean, you can't bring them in the booth with you, but you know, if, if it's allowed, then yeah. I, I mean, I'd be down. I mean, I know Holly would always like have fans and show them things and stuff like that because Holly's just because he's just Jim Holly, Jim. Right? Yeah, he's just Jim so Holly. if it was allowed, I'd be totally down for something like that. Just someone that's maybe aspiring in even journalism. I mean, essentially, yeah. that's kind of what the job is. Even though it's part of the broadcast TV, it's a, it's a, it's a branch of journalism. So if there's anyone like that, and if it was allowed, I'd be totally fine with it. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely get some in that uh, that are you know interested in like, hey, I want to be a commentator one day, or I want to be uh, uh, you know someone that calls the races and stuff like that. So yeah, I can definitely send you some interns. Um, CollectiveExp.com, the CollectiveExp.com. Um, how many? Uh, I see you at a lot of the races, David. How many do you make it to? I'm at about 99% of them. I, I'm almost at every single one, mm-hmm. unless like I've got some some uh, travel for for work. Um, I'm yep. there. Yep. How about yeah. getting Steve uh, intern at every round, one at each round? Yeah, it's not going to work. We we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You shut that down. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't. Yeah. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want that. Oh. I, I'm, 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 that. That was a hard pass. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm going in the trucks. I'm busy. I, I, yeah. I've I've had people. I had a guy email me, and I I don't know if he was serious or not. He's like, hey man. For reals, I'll, I'll pay you two k to just like be your shadow at a race day. I mean, and, and I'm like, if you're I, a fan of the sport, 
that would be rad to follow you around through the day and see just yeah. the way you do it. Yeah. It would be really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, people behind get, the curtain, it is pretty cool. Yeah, and we laugh, we bust each other's balls, right? There's lots of that going on. Like you know, Daniel. You well, it's weird. You'll be sitting there talking, then. Adam Cincerello walks by, and you could like talk crap to him, yeah. and fans would be like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, yeah, like, can't yeah. even believe right, that you would right. even have a relationship like that. So, no, there's a lot of things that go yeah. on that people would love to see. I, I agree, and I'm just Definitely. like, I, I'm I've still got like, a lot no. of stories like that. I've got, a, I've got a ton of stories like that of just our interns being like kind of close to uh, to the line, and like Roxanne will walk up and talk to like me or AJ or somebody, and the the kid's mouth just drops wide open, and yep. he's just oh, yeah. like almost in tears because Chattery brushed his arm or something. You know, it's, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It, it makes it rejuvenates your love for the sport because you know Steve and, and DB too. Like after a while, like the travel, the in and out, it becomes it can it can become monotonous at times. So when you see the the excitement from other people, it kind of rejuvenates your own excitement. So every time I get a chance to see that every weekend, it's like yeah, you know, the, the travel is worth it. We are part of a really badass sport, and, and it gets you all excited, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So we were this is this off topic here, David. Uh, earlier yeah, the show. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about the top three races to go to in the in the season. What are your top three? Oh, dude, it's easy. So uh, Minneapolis, number one. Oh. And I'll tell you, I don't, I don't like the cold. I'm not a cold guy, and I, I enjoy that race so much that that's number one on my list. Wow. Okay. Um, yep. I'd probably say Indy for sure. It's my guy. Um, and I absolutely, I, I'm a New England guy. I gotta say Gillette Stadium, man. That one's cool in its own way too. Wow. Those are yeah, those yeah. are those are a little bit. Uh, yeah, those are a little bit odd, but that's fun. I'm good with that. I mean, Anaheim yeah. one, not on your list. I'm, uh, so I know my friends are going to kill me. I'm not a big California guy. Like I dig it for a day, but like the back to back A one and A two, and then you know I, I'll even consider Glendale kind of in that same realm, and then we're back to Oakland, and just not it's not my cup of tea. Like it, it's cool, I enjoy it, but. Uh, I, I have way more fun at the, at the, the Minneapolis and Indy ones, man. I, I said Minneapolis. I, I know it's cold. Yeah. Uh, I'm Can, I'm Canadian, so it's fine. I love the stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love the love passion. Yeah. I love the passion of the fans. I love the stadium. You know yep. what I mean? I'm 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 down with all that. I, Minneapolis is a cool city. It is. Uh, it is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, we had the most fun when we had that huge snowstorm where it snowed like four feet. Like we were we were just ripping around the stadium, helping people get uh, like stuck out of spots. And we had like Big James helping us break cars loose and. We had a blast, man. We have, we have so much fun there. Yeah, it uh, it's pretty good for sure. A lot of my friends at home that love Supercross, that go to Oakland or Anaheim, they've all been hitting me up over the last month wanting to know which one to go to out of California. I think I bet you the turnouts are going to be pretty good this year. Everyone's pretty fired up. Mm. But I know a lot of California people are looking to pick one to go to because they've been asking me the same thing. and. So uh, it's just cool to see a lot of interest like that from people that want to hit more than one. You know, not Anaheim one or San Diego, but like fly somewhere and just like get the boys together and go for a trip. And um, I, I bet that's going to happen a lot this year. I mean, I've, I mean, I, I, at least ten people I know have asked me which one should I go see. So uh, I, I bet we'll see a bunch of that this year. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's gonna be super cool. San Diego's underrated too. San Diego's a cool stadium, and you know, it's all of that in right downtown, downtown. Yeah, I mean. You literally walk out of the stadium, hotels right there, and the the clubs are right there. I, yeah, yeah, bad experiences there, but <laughs> but you rather not talk uh, about My it. wife got kicked out of the club there oh, last boy. time we went there. So, oh, uh, yeah. David, yeah. do you ride? Do you? I'm not even sure. Do you? Do you ride? Yeah, dude, I've been riding my whole life, man. Nice. Um, okay. Actually, yeah, I meant to talk to you. I meant to text you a couple weeks ago. I'm thinking about going back to Blue Crew, man. Ditching the oh, Cali. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was riding the Cali's 450 for a while, but where I am, the tracks aren't that big. And I was uh, thinking about going Blue Crew 250. Rode a couple of my buddies and pleasantly surprised by how much power they had. Oh. I'm a heavy dude, so yeah. The that low end grunt. I mean, it won me over, man. Like the next day, I was like, yeah, we're, we're selling this cow. We're getting the, we're getting the Blue Crew, man. Join join the join the many winners of uh, of Blue yeah. Crew. They're all out there. Yeah. See, I, I was Blue Crew. I first went to Yamaha, like, my first year on big bikes, like, 07, 06. So that 250 was, uh, was a little underwhelming. I'll, yep. I'll just say that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for a while, I was like, nah, I'm going to go Cowie or something else. And now that the Blue Crew's kind of got together, man, I, I want to make the switch back. Welcome aboard. Jump in. The water's warm. <laughs> join, join the yeah, crowd. Definitely. Blue Crew. Um, well, cool, man. Anything else? Uh, did we forget about anything to uh, help you out here? The collective exp.com. Anything else? Um, check, check us out on Instagram um, at the collective ex. We just started the whole TikTok thing, too. So we've got a lot of cool videos and one offs there. And our YouTube channel um, is popping pretty big, too, with a lot of cool, like, one off uh, events and, and this really cool bike build we're coming out with. I just did a video uh, betting Jet Lawrence that uh, I, my, a kid that I picked at a class could out eat his, a kid that he picked um, in a donut eating contest, and I lost in a big way, so my whole bike had to be covered <laughs> with Jet's face. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was brutal, man. Oh, that's Jet awesome. Won by, his kid won by landslide, so like, oh, really? he cover everything, everything. <laughs> it's just all his face. It's not even close. Um, yeah. It's not even close. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a lot of cool things coming out on the YouTube side. Um, anyone that's interested in being a part of the sport, it's not just mechanics. We've got spots for vloggers, social media, support, marketing, team management. Uh, whatever your interest is, if you want to work in the industry, we can make it happen for you. That's fantastic, man. Uh, good, to, uh, good to talk to you again. Uh, good luck with everything. And, again, hit, hit David up uh, on the website or on social, and, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out to you too, Steve. I don't think you talked about, about this enough, but uh, you help a lot of privateers kind of like behind the scenes. So shout out to you for all the work you do as well. Yeah, thanks so very much. We try. We try. I like these dudes, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it's uh, it's fine. Um, it's good. Yeah. To, it's good to help these guys. Um, you know, they uh, like you know. I mean, dude, some of these and Daniel, you know too. Like these guys are some of these guys have the greatest personalities ever yeah, right and yeah, they're they are just definitely. literally scraping by and they they love yeah. life and they're good dudes and you know yeah so it's funny the personality yeah. difference from the factory to the privateer riders the factory guys are wound up a lot of pressure uh you know the privateer guys are stoked to get there they're trying to see if they can get a tire <laughs> you know so yeah, it's yeah. just like a completely different mood change yeah. uh from one side of the pit to the other uh, uh AC lining up next to A-Ray at Indiana, and he had a flat front, and AC's like, hey, bro, you're tired. And A-Ray's like, yeah, fuck it. And AC's like, what? Like, like what the fuck? That's just awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, Adam was probably fearful yeah, more yeah, than anything. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, afraid. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, Well, thanks, David. Appreciate the time. Good luck with everything. We'll see you at the races, man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're uh, take care. Later. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. That's David Drake's, everybody. Brought to you by Artisport.com. All products under 10 bucks. Please check them out, Artisport.com. Uh, this 8 o'clock hour, by the way, brought to you by the folks at CTI. You run CTIs? Did you used to run CTIs? Uh, I never did. You never did? Mm-hmm. You ran braces, but not CTIs? Uh, EVS. Oh, wow. So you never had prescription ones? Nope. Uh, since 1983, CTI braces have remained the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians all over the world. The rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. Adaptable subshells, with its adaptable subshells, CTI provides a custom-like fit that conform, conforms perfectly to your leg, providing excellent balance of comfort and support. 
purchase CTI off the shelf now at store.oser.com, O-S-S-U-R.com, or contact your physician for the CTI Customs. There's also something coming up very cool from the folks at CTI, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I think we'll have a little preview to help you people out. So thank you to CTI for coming on board. I have a set of the Customs. they got Phil's face on them. One of them does. Uh, it's fantastic. They're great. I, I, I love wearing them. They give me a lot of support. They don't, uh, they don't hinder me at all. So I really want to thank the folks at uh, CTI for making it happen. Thanks to David Drakes. Thank you to Ryan Sipes, Justin Brayton, Jason Wygant, all on the show. Thanks to Travis Marks for getting the video up. Just, you know, Courtney Marks saving the day. You know, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you know. The, the energy level with these two is out, very low tonight. Out of my league. No, I'm good. I feel like Tits is barely paying attention. <laughs> I think that's being kind. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, there we go. Being a little generous. <laughs> these are my employees, everybody. Uh, yep, these are my guys. Do you want to call Gibbs? <sighs> I threatened that earlier, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, hey, com. Upload your resume for free today. The first and only job board, both specifically for Motorcycle Industry Jobs. If uh, you're a company and you want to find some people, Daniel, we were talking earlier some of these companies, and not necessarily motocross companies, but uh, my wife's company mm-hmm. and uh, UPS that you were talking about, they're looking oh, for people. Yeah. They're looking for people. Race Tech rant for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Race Tech. UPS. Well, mine was USPS a few uh, oh, months ago. Oh, so. God, UPS, man. Uh, so if you're a company looking for the greatest people, uh, or it's people at all, uh, to work for you, look for MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and you can get on board with those guys. Post your job application on there, and they can help you out. The job of the week this week is at 100% down in San Diego, California. Nice place to live. It's a full-time job. It's an inside sales job at 100%. So inside sales job, they play a key role in supporting the sales team to ensure all orders are organized with the proper paperwork, and they're tracked, and they're communicated to customers. So you work cross-functionally with the supply chain, logistics, and sales. They got a lot of jobs on there, too. I went on there, Alex Balin. You know, I, yeah. I love Alex. I went on there one day just to scroll and... I mean, yeah, if you're out there and you're wanting in the industry, because you get the DMs, I get them too, start there. Um, there's a good chance there's something started. for you, you honestly. You there's a lot on there. You can't just come in like tits and, and marks and step into primo jobs yeah. right away. Not everyone falls into yeah. that gig. Not everyone falls into jobs that most people would kill for. I feel very lucky. Thank you. Tits is nodding his head just for... Yeah, people that yeah. can't see. Uh, so sales admin at 100%. That's the job, job of the week, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, also, our friend David Villeman is on the line, brought to you by Scotch Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car products, and accessories over 40 years in the business. Vi- vi- in the, uh, the, bleh. Celebrating over 40 years in the business, visit Scotch.com, S-C-O-S-C-H-S-C-H-E, to get a 20% discount on their lineup of phone mounts, chargers, and cables. Clamps bounce. I got a base link charging system right in front of you. I've got the the cords on them. I've got the uh, Scotch boom bottle. Love the boom bottle. Uh, power jumpers and more. Use discount code Pulp twenty twenty one at Scotch. That's Scotch dot com. Unload your discount on accessories for life. Bringing you former GP winner, AMA national winner, AMA Supercross winner, factory rider for Yamaha, factory rider for Suzuki, factory rider for MDK. And probably some teams I'm forgetting. David Villeman, what's up, DV? Hey, how you doing? You sound so excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. What? Uh, uh, you got any? I fell asleep. I fell asleep with that intro. Do you have any uh, Scotch products? Do you need a Scotch? Any Scotch products? Fuck you! No you're fired. What what's that? I have no idea what that is. You don't know what Scotch is. Do you want a boom bottle? 
I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't know. It's got a magnet, and then it's a speaker that connects to your Bluetooth phone, and you can play music, and it's got a bottle opener and a magnet okay. on it. Okay, I have a, I have an Eco Dot. That that'd be good. So you don't okay. want a Scotch boom bottle? I'm 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 fine. I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, this is this. The, you know, I mean, I'm just asking. This is riveting. All right. D- radio. Hey, DV. So I don't know if you saw, but Paris Supercross was this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Oh, you watched it. So, um, first of all, before we get into what happened, I'm guessing some of your best memories come from Bercy slash Paris Supercross. Best memories of your career, because I was there when you worked McGrath for two nights. Every single main event, I was there, uh, you know, the fans going nuts, uh, a French guy in front of his fans doing something that only J&B had done at that point. Those got to be some of your best memories. Yeah, it was a good race. Uh, obviously, when you're French, you know, like, uh, and especially when you race in the U.S., uh, in uh, foreign territory uh, all year long. So it's good to go back and see fans and friends and, you know, Obviously, like everybody's uh, behind the French guys, and it's always like a, a cool race. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I won a lot of uh, races there. It used to be three nights, and that was very, very tough. And uh, I think two years in a row, I won uh, everything. Yeah, three nights. Yeah. Hey, it was four nights. One night, one or two years, right? It was four nights. Yeah, that was before my time. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like oh. uh, late eighties. Yeah. Can you imagine four nights? <laughs> Just like, what the hell is going on? So Actually, like one year, I think it was, uh, I would say it was 88, 89. They did uh, four nights, but in five days. So like oh, two okay. nights, yeah. a, a day off, they, they did the, the track backwards on a day off, and then uh, two more days. Oh, that okay. Yeah. Uh, no, those, those are great races. I mean, look, Lil... They went to Lille for a couple of years. That was good. The new stadium is awesome. I don't think anything's going to beat Bercy, though, man. Just the atmosphere, the way that place was, you know, going through the hallways. That was a special race. Yeah, you'll never get back there. No. So I think uh, we, need to for- we need to forget about that race. <laughs> Move uh, on. Uh, it-, it was great. But I think there's potential with this new stadium to do, uh, like, uh, uh, way better, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, – I would try one one year when everything goes back to normal, if if it ever does, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to bring more dirt and bring the um, uh, the track builders from the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a real like a U.S. Supercross inside, just to try it, try it out. I think the track is a little too simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't care about like uh, smaller classes or. Uh, make a real supercross race. Two, right. two classes of pros, and then that's about it. You know, and with the with the uh, with a U.S. size track, and I think you have the space, and uh, the stadium is great, and uh, that would be good. That could be good. Yes. Um, yeah, it would, uh, certainly was good. Not to make you feel old, uh, DV, but uh, I mean, I'm old too. So, but yeah, Subs Subs was talking about how this was the, maybe the best race of his life second overall at, at Paris behind Marvin. And, you know, you grow up, he said, watching guys like DV at this race and as a little kid. And so, you know, yeah, Marvin too, right? You got that photo of Marv with his jersey or whatever when he was a little kid yeah. at Bercy. So, yeah, these guys are watching you, man, and, and wanting to be you winning Bercy. 
Yeah, 21, 21 years ago in 2000, um, I exchanged jerseys with Marvin. He was 11. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, was, I was 20, end of 2000, I, I was 23, he was 11. And at, at the end of the race, I think I won the, all the, all the models that year. And um, yeah, we, he gave me a super small kid size uh, Fox jersey, and I gave him my. Uh, <laughs> I, ra- I raced with the orange uh, Fox jersey that day, mm-hmm. and uh, we exchanged jerseys, yeah, 21 years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, it's crazy because it, he's 32 now. He's going to be 32 at the end of December. Yeah. And uh, uh, he was a kid, you know, looking up to me like uh, oh, yeah. 20-something years ago. So I don't feel that old, but it sounds very old. Yes. <laughs> and hey, Chad Reed's still out there riding, dude. He's still racing, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a paycheck, you know. It's you got to take it. How big of a paycheck would someone have to give you to show up at Bercy right now, DV? Uh, zero. <laughs> I have enough money. No number. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, it's it's crazy because what the other guys would do, I, I understand they love riding and stuff, but. Dude, you give me two hundred thousand, I'm not gonna get ready for two months to race Brosy. I'm like, eh, just forget it. <laughs> forget it. No, I'm over it. What? No, I hear you. It, it, you know, it's uh, it's crazy because uh, the difference in uh, like people, like how they feel. You know, like for me, racing, riding, and then uh, everybody talks to me about the vet, motocross nation, or whatever, yeah. and then to do like. Uh, uh, the vet class in Loretta's and riding. I'm like, guys, I, I just, I just, that doesn't turn me on. I don't right. care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> after three laps, I can't hold on to my clutch. My arms are pumped up. Like I ride like shit. Like I have no fun riding. Yeah. Like, so uh, z- zero. What's What are you going to do with the two stroke that Ferran has bought you? <laughs> what's going to, what? But, I, I got it a couple months ago, I think. It's still in the crate. <laughs> it's, in, it's in my garage. So if, if somebody wants a 2022 YZ250, I think they're back order on everything. Yeah. Uh, I have a new one for us in the crate. Just, uh, <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> bring, bring some muscles, uh, whatever, a, a truck, a flatbed, whatever you want. Pick it up. Bring a ridgeline. It'll fit in a ridgeline. It's fine. It'll fit in a ridgeline. Yeah, the ridgeline might, might go like weeding out of the pocket. Uh, stop but, it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, hey, man, your your new pupil, Marv, talking about Marv. It's undefeated. Uh, undefeated with you, yeah. Just smoked everybody in three main events. He rode yes, great. Uh, we're, we're winning. That's all we do here. Yeah. Winning, winning, <laughs> TV factory. Winning. Totally winning. Win. <laughs> winning. Um, um, yeah. How, how, so what happened there? So obviously he's been with Alden Baker a long time, and, and we know that, you know, Osborne left and Marv left, Anderson's left. Like, it's definitely a little bit of a changing the guard here. Um He's supercross only. He's going to stay in California, and basically, I mean, you've been you helped him with riding stuff for a couple of years there, but nothing off the track. But now he's fully bought in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, you know I've done uh, uh, on and off some riding stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I can affect someone uh, as much as if I do everything. Obviously, because I kind of have like this, you know this lineup photo and the stuff I want to see, like also on the fitness side side. And, uh, uh, but the thing is, 
I did not have the opportunity to show like uh, what we could do because one, I, I, I never had a writer that that had uh, um, that had it in him to just follow a program that's really hard all the time. And you know, luckily for me, because for my uh, um, uh, all all I do, all of this basically is for a personal satis- satisfaction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, is to prove myself I can do this. And uh, uh, and we didn't, you know, four years ago, we started working at end of 17. Uh, four years ago, uh, I was skeptical with the kid because I knew him from uh, as like a mini bike rider. Yeah. He was kind of like a, a not so GV factory then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um, but it worked out, you know, like I have nothing bad to say about uh, Dylan, about his work ethic, about following a program, about, you know, uh, being okay, um, being like tired and, and, yeah. and dead and dead and keeping going and all of this. So that worked out. And obviously, like uh, we've been, he's been successful with my help. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, that's a good sat- satisfaction for me because it yeah. was me, me that I can do it, and then I, like my way. There's not only one way, but but on, my way can work. Right. And um, and I think uh, uh, I never had those kind of opportunity before because um, uh, I really think the industry thing. I'm a clown, you know. Like uh, I'm like uh, they they. Um, I don't think, think I, do, I don't think that's I think you're totally wrong. Maybe there. not I, I really maybe do. not maybe not the hardcore people like uh, or people that know me but uh, most of them what they remember me for is gun riding and buku and that's only this that comes out. You know, only the mm-hmm. bad things and then the bad, the, the bad um uh, period of my um of my career but um and i don't think i i get some recognition about being a good coach or being like a a, a good writer even if you know i've won everywhere you yeah. know like i never won a championship but i won every races in every series that i raced and you know and that kind of like pisses me off a little bit what it's not like i, I need to, to work and i would like to to work and be a coach and, mm-hmm. and win championship and do a, 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 a baker's factory, like buy a truck and stuff. I, I really don't want to do that. This is not my goal at all. But um, it's it's kind of cool that with Dylan it worked. And um, obviously it was a 250 class or Dylan is good. He won races before. You know, like you, you always hear, oh, but he won GPs before. He's a good rider already. Uh, you know, maybe I did not affect him that much, but when he starts like winning six outdoors on the 450 and and being 12th down on the podium, th- there's more than you know he's a good rider. There's more than that. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I. So, I, yeah. so that's um, so the the phones start you know ringing now more than before. You know, more than. Uh, uh, you asking me to help a few privateer in there and just to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, correct. Um, I mean, Christian Christian contacted you just from listening to you off the show, on this show, you know. He thought you were super smart and really knowledgeable, and that's how that con- came together, you know. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, but same thing. That was kind of like what I did in Marvin a few years ago. It was only the writing, right? You know, and I, I think seriously, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty good on the fitness side too. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, there's this uh, this psychology about you know uh, working hard and doing every day and then the repetition and then not uh, not doing anything else and having the moral cost of priority, no, no distraction, and all this philosophy that I think works. And if the guy can get on board and follow, I think it could be good. But it's not it's not given for everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, it works for only like an end four guys. Well, I've always had this theory about you, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but – you know, you learned a lot from your dad, right? Your dad was pretty gnarly on you and really taught you a lot of stuff along the way. And you have give and take, and you find out what works best for you. And maybe not everything he taught was best for you. But when he departed to go back to France, you know, you were on your own. You hired David for a little bit there, and you were doing you were doing some stuff. But when your dad... Well, I, I, I hired uh, uh, Jackie Vimon in 02 when yeah. I had a good season. And that was also like a, a great coach. Like uh, yeah, okay. it was uh, that worked out pretty good. But with my dad, it was more like I was so scared of him. You know, he yeah. was beating me up, <laughs> so I had to do the shit. Yeah, yeah. But by by doing the stuff, you know, you realize that you know you get better. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's what I was kind of getting. Like, I think you've taken a little bit of everything from all these people you've worked with, and I forgot about Jackie. But absolutely, like you've taken a little bit of all of this stuff. You're a smart guy. You've been around a lot of people, and you're like, okay, that works. I don't like that. This works. You know what I mean? I, you know. It's yeah, all- but that's that's what um, pretty much everybody yeah. does. Though, yeah, yeah, for coach. sure. They, they pick up. If you're a former writer, you know, if you're true to yourself and you don't lie to yourself, like. You understand uh, what went wrong and, and what worked and not. You mm-hmm. know, like if you uh, uh, and after you meet people, like uh, they make you do stuff, they say stuff, like and then also like by following other athletes and what they say, what they do, like they, there's a lot of things that you can pick um, pick up from a lot of people to make your program work mm-hmm. actually better. Uh, but the main, the main thing is to find a, like in motocross, supercross is to find a rider that fits, that fit the coach and the trainer, you know, and like get along. There is that, you know, I never go to dinner with Dylan, you know, like I went three, three weeks in Florida. Uh, I never went to dinner with him. I went one time in three weeks at his house just to do a workout and that's it. We're not friends. We're not friends outside of the, the truck. Yeah, it's yeah. business. Yeah. It's only business. You right. know, like with Marvin, we're a little better. Be- it's, we're a little closer because we've been friends forever. Like we've been hanging out forever. And we do some stuff. But we didn't, like, we do nothing. We, we don't go to uh, – I, I don't remember last time we went to dinner together. It might right. be like three or four years ago. Right. So it, you have to have this uh, relationship where it's like uh, the coach and the trainer works, but it's difficult to find a good match. Um, so for Marvin, what are you doing differently than he did with Baker? Is there something that you're like, hey, Marv, this is 
this is what I want to do, and this is what I think we should do. We're you know changing it up, and and is there anything in particular that you can talk about that is is different? Uh, there's a lot of things different. Oh, okay. You know, there's yeah. more. Uh, there's more. A lot of things. I think uh, more on the bike know, stuff. I, on the bike, on the bicycle, on the gym, on a there's there's more stuff because I see. Um, first, I need to observe like what they do. Uh, the stat, like how rate start mm-hmm. start, uh, stats. Uh, uh, speed on a bicycle, how rate on a bicycle. Um, uh, weights at the gym, like uh, how many pull-ups can you do? Like if mm-hmm. you can do five pull-ups and then you, you're done, like no, you can't. You can't compete. You gotta be some kind of a strong, you know. Yep. You gotta be strong. You gotta ride good. And then on the riding side, it's different. I, I have a more like a, a technical eye for yep. riding, uh, and I, I like when it's done like a certain way. I'm not saying it's the best way, but you know I like to see some stuff on on the bike on the on motorcycle, and um, I change a few things like uh, riding position and then balls and you know things that I would like to see, and then let them try for a little bit. If they think it's it's good, if they feel better, then maybe they can stick stick with it. Right. But you know, there's a. At first, I think it's been like, I counted, it's been 11 weeks that I worked with Marv, and uh, the first few weeks is just uh, observation. You know, like you just watch him ride, yep. you go to the gym, you see how strong he is, like he goes on a few bike rides, and then you see the stats and the eleva- elevation gain and, and, and the, the speed average, all rate. There's a lot of things, like if you have bases, you know, like... Yep. You can, you know, change a few things, yes. Uh, DV, you talk about chemistry and how the coach and the rider kind of have to work together. For you, now that you're working with more than just Dylan, how adjustable do you have to be to fit each rider? Because I I would guess Marvin and Dylan are not the same person, so do you have to kind of be adjustable and kind of be a little bit of a chameleon to the guy you're with to kind of suit him and his chemistry? Uh, no, it has to be the opposite way. The rider has to, you know, uh, maybe put some pride on the side or uh, ego, whatever, and then they get on board on a certain program. The program is pretty much the same for everyone. It's it's tweaked here and there depending on what they need. You know, on the fi- on the training side, obviously. Um, the on the riding, it's very similar because I, I'm asking like pretty much the same thing, the body position, the, the, the corner technique, and, and then, you know, being, you know, uh, aggressive and, you know, uh, aggressive and smooth at the same time. But this is, the philosophy of the writing is very close. And after I need some numbers where the volume in, in the training side on, you know, how many, miles of bicycle I need before the season, how many hours. And then after I have also like um, some weight um, on the training, a muscular training, I have some, some stuff I need to get the riders at. Um, so that's, they, they have to, you know, be open-minded and try and see, you know, like when I first started with, with uh, Dylan four years ago, 
for three months, I'm like, um, for, I told him for three months, I'm not going to take one penny from you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, it's a test. Not You can test me, but it's for me to test him first if he can do it or not. You know, so we we did that for three months. I was there almost every day. We do the work, and I tell him, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta follow it every time. And uh, obviously, they saw, obviously there's some days where you know it wasn't like uh, following the program because there was like something you know uh, not going right or whatever. But we try to keep a line and see after three months. And um, I think it was September, October, November, and I told him. Uh, if it doesn't work, I'm going to let you have one month to find another program and, mm-hmm. and do something else. So like we do, uh, 1st of December, it's, we decide is we're done or we keep going. And then that way, and no odd feelings, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And, um, so it's more the writer that needs to agree to change because right. I'm not going to do what Aldon is doing. You know, I'm not going to do what other guys are doing. Um, and and basically, when you get another coach in basketball, when they fire a coach and get another one, you know, the coach doesn't, you know, change. He has the same philosophy. Same, yeah, soccer, same system, same, yeah, system, right, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. system. Phil you know, Jackson is a triangle offense, you know, like he's not going to change. Right. It's going to be like this every team he goes. And I'm a pretty much the same way. That's why sometimes it doesn't work because the writer are not, um, they don't feel like it's working for them. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's fine. That's why I'm saying like the chemistry yep. is um, more the writer needs to realize like it's, it's, it's good for them and they're improving and, 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 they, and they're okay with the volume. It's tough. It's tough. I oh. wouldn't want to do it. So, <laughs> so instead of building chemistry over time, the chemistry has to click because the rider has to be adjustable to move into the program, and that's when you find if the chemistry is there or not. Yes, exactly. Right. The chemistry is like, hey, are you, are you ready for it? You know, basically, if you're not ready for it or if you – and then there's, there's nothing bad not being uh, okay to do this type of work. It's fine. You know, right. like there's – hundreds of champions that never uh, worked with me and they were champions, you know, but um, I'm expecting like when I work with someone just to follow some, to, to be very serious, dedicated, committed and, and, and do the thing, you know, I said, I'm not there all the time, you know, like uh, uh, on the bike, I try to, but be, them being in uh, like Colt and and, Mo, and uh, Dylan being in Florida is tough. So I go like every couple of weeks. I go for a week. I'm going back on Sunday, um, but I send some Excel sheet and I, f- I follow all the workouts on on uh, training apps. Uh, so I had all the stats, and uh, with Marv the same same thing. I'm not. I'm not a, a coach that's going to go not, bicycle with you. You're not a babysitter. Right, right. No, if you want me to go bicycle with you, this is a no. I'm not. I'm a coach. You know? Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to do I'm not a sparring partner. I'm not a training partner. I'm a coach. So when I tell them you got to go for a three-hour bike ride at this speed, at this heart rate, it's done. I'm not going to be there to push you. If you're not ready to do it on your own, yep. and I told them I don't want them to go – 
bicycle with multiple guys. I want you go on a, on a freaking three-hour ride, but you go by yourself. So you can think about what you do when, uh, when you pedal. You, you understand why you're pedaling. You know, you're not joking around, taking a wheel or this and that. No, it's by yourself. So you don't have Colt, Dylan riding together? They do. Sometimes, Sometimes they do. Yeah. I, do, I, do I like it? No. I don't yeah. like when people... The thing is, riders have different level in bicycle. Uh, all the riders, they're not in the same... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, range, right? In, heart rate in, range. In the same, yeah. in, in, yeah. well, like, they're not in the same heart rate target, and they don't have the same um, power... So it's tough, you know, like sometimes like uh, riders are lower on, on um, heart rate, uh, some higher. So if you want to be like, they're both 27, they should be around the same target. But sometimes yep. like at the same heart rate, one is way faster than the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. So one is going to understand. So just, just could do it by yourself. It's fine. And you know, uh, like... Uh, what, do you, what do you see with Colt Nichols? What, what attracted you to work with Colt? Uh, Cole just called me. Uh, he, he, he called Dylan. He wanted my number. He wanted something to change a little bit. And then it, I guess he liked what he saw, like uh, uh, the work we did with Dylan because he was right there. Like uh, when we were in California, obviously, like he, they were in the same team for for a yep. few seasons. Um, and he wanted a change to so try something different. Like, uh um, and then we, we met a couple of times. We talked. I thought um, I did not really know him other than right. uh, having some uh, different outfits when he walks to the stadium. You know, that's <laughs> the only thing I, was, I, I knew about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to grill him a little bit about his motivations and uh, goals and, you know. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, same thing, you know, I had to learn uh, about him a lot mm-hmm. uh, and see uh, where his mindset was. And seriously, like, uh, so we've been working for uh, maybe um, he started doing some stuff that I sent him around mid-September, I think, okay. or end of September. Yeah. Um, and seriously, nothing is good. Yeah. He does the stuff. Uh, he follows the... Um, uh, he follows the program. Uh, he does the good. the thing, and sometimes it's like uh, uh, it's funny because <laughs> sometimes stuff happens. You know, like uh, something wrong with the bike. You don't finish. You don't finish a moto or this, or you you get a flat, or you forgot to put your watch on or yeah. something. Yeah. And he's he's always like very cautious when something he tells me. He calls me or send me a text. He's cautious. I'm like, no, that's fine. You know, like yeah. And he says, oh. We rock too long. Is that okay? Is that okay if I do the workout tomorrow? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yes. You know, he's being a little cautious. Like, Dylan is not. Yeah, he's well, like, Dylan, you, like, yeah, you and Dylan go way back. Colt's just trying not to get, you know, you to fucking lose it on him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, did, I did not really lose on anybody yet. So, <laughs> uh, I like Colt. I, I, have, I don't know him very well, but... Uh, from what I know of him, from what I mutual friends, I got a lot of time for Colt Nichols. I think he's a good dude. He tries hard. He, he's got a good head on his shoulders. You know all that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm a fan. Uh, he's yeah. had some poor, timely injuries yeah. where a lot of his success could have came earlier yeah. if it wasn't for that. He's, right, he's right. a late bloomer because of injuries, you, and that's and it's I, not. Fair and I've to told talent. him this. Nick Way vouched for him a long time ago. Nick's like Colt's a good dude, good rider. Long time ago, before he won any races, you know. 
So before he worked with me, like he was a, a great writer. I've seen him do some stuff at the track. Even a, a couple of years ago in Salt Lake, he was doing a, like a, some type of a wheel tap in the backwards dragon's back. That was sick. Um, yeah, he's a great writer. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, it's been good. You know, he seems super chill and nice, and he does the work. So I really have nothing really yep. bad to say about him you know and we'll see we'll see if it's it's gonna um, i like what what i'm what i'm seeing now then we're gonna have to wait until the races and see if we can translate all the good stuff that we've been doing right. and translate into getting some good results but we'll never know i'm not one i'm not a magician and two i'm not an entrance policy you know like you're gonna <laughs> have to to perform on Saturdays, you right. know, like it's the way it um, is, yeah. So there's a little controversy going on with, you know, guys leaving uh, Alden, Coop, Marv, Osborne. Uh, KTM's not happy about it. You've known Roger for a long time, Ian as well. How are they treating you or talking to Marv about you working with Marv and being at the track and that kind of stuff? Um, it's been fine. It was a little bit more challenging, like a few years ago. Yep. Uh, when I was working alongside uh, Aldo and just doing like the, the, the bike technical stuff, stuff yep. on the bike, yeah, the motorcycle stuff. Uh, it's been good. I don't, I don't get into those, uh, um, uh, those things really. Like if if you want me there, I'll be there. If you don't want me there, I won't be there. You know, it's right. like I'm gonna throw a fit because I cannot be coaching a guy, but it's been very good. Um, talk to Roger, like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it seems okay. I don't, you know, it's with Marv is getting, um, we're getting together kind of late. That's his most likely his last season. Mm -hmm. Unless his, something happened. He only signed a super cost only deal. He's going to be 32, uh, in a month. Uh, this this is more the end than the beginning. Mm -hmm. So he wants to try something different for his last season. Maybe like go out with a bang, some kind of a bang. I'm not saying he's going to be champion, obviously, yeah, but just, just to have some good races and some to show some uh, uh, some good results here and there. Um, you know, I'm all for it. That's fine. Yeah. You know, do I do I wish I would work with Marv like six, seven years ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could have done uh, something. You know, but um, on the thing like um, people uh, leaving Aldon, you know, people need to change sometimes. You know, they've I agree. been like yeah. with a guy for for a long time. They need some 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 stuff different. From what I hear from Osborne, not from the guys directly, but from the rumors I hear about the. The Osborne living and then uh, Cooper um, uh, working with Berner and um, all the guys living. It's, uh, they needed something, somebody like uh, uh, on a motor, motorcycle side yeah. that would try uh, to make them improve on a motorcycle. And uh, that's something that maybe they didn't have there. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's tough to stay somewhere for a long time and uh, to keep uh, the flame going and uh, you got to evolve too. You yeah. cannot be no, doing I, the same thing over and over. You know. I agree, man. I, I think it's fine for these guys to jump around a little bit and freshen up the program and look at something from a new angle and, and I understand 
Hey, if you get a chance to sn- snap a photo of that and new KTM and text it over to me, <laughs> you know. I, I have uh, I have videos, I have everything. I, I just don't want to. I use video as a as a working tool, but I I'm not the one that shared all the photos that are on social media right now. I don't yeah. want to get in trouble. Yeah, don't I'm get, already yeah. in trouble enough. <laughs> so, uh, but talking back to going back to the album thing yep. i think it could be a good thing for malcolm and aaron uh, to be there too yeah. you know i think that's yep. going to it's going to sure. be good for them yeah and uh so you know uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do also right. you know that's like uh, me i work with uh, dylan uh, with marv and 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 with colt now but I also like to see what's going on and, and when people change program mm-hmm. uh, and try to do something different. And obviously, those guys had, had the, um, I'm pretty sure they had the, the option to go there or not since everybody was kind of like leaving and yeah. not going and, and stuff like that. So it, it'd be interesting to see what's, uh, what's going to happen there also. Hey, DV, what, how do you work around a new bike like when marvin has test sessions or things that he has to do on the motorcycle for testing when that kind of you know makes the program not as maybe what you want like how do you how do you work around a new bike when the rider has responsibilities outside of your program just to get a new bike ready uh this is uh you know that's part of testing and everything it's part of the the job obviously it's really important to get the the the, the rider comfortable uh so I don't do much. Uh, I, I let them like test. Like this week, for example, Dion's gonna test uh, for like a, a few days. Uh, so I send him a program where I only ask him to do one thing uh, during those three days, one 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 thing a day at least, and uh, and I tell him to focus on the bike. Um, after like when Dylan was on the 250, it was uh, I was working with him with the. the to, to develop the bike and to make it good for him. He had like uh, different parts on the bike compared to the other guys uh, that I wanted him to try um, as far as uh, like linkage and, and, you know, I changed his balls and, you know, a lot of things um, that worked out. But now uh, when you work with um, uh, factory riders, uh, factory teams, they don't really, they don't really like uh, anything, um, like opinion, outside opinion of, on the bike. <laughs> right. So for me, I, I, for Marvel, I don't say anything about the bike. You know, like if they ask me, like the suspension guy the other day asked me, like, oh, what do you think, uh, this or not? I give, if you ask me, I'll tell you straight up. Right. But I'm not going to say, hey, you should change this and you sh- should change that uh, because that's it's not like uh, – uh, a supported team anymore. Yeah, it's right. like a factory. There's like a, a chain of command, and it's it's complicated. So it's better for just to. Um, I'll train the guy. I'll tell him how to go through that turn if he's messing mm-hmm. up, and to go uh, uh, and how to go faster. But other than that, um, even with um, even with Dylan now, um, there's a little more like a Kayaba guys involved, and then the team is bigger. It's, it's a it's a bigger machine, you yeah. know. Like uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of like if they ask me, I'll tell them. But if I'm not gonna say, hey, Dylan, you should try that. That's way better. I, I swear to you, it's good. No, right. I won't say that anymore. It's probably kinda, good too. I th- yep. 
I take a step back. Yeah, because uh, people, um, uh, yeah, they don't. It creates division within the team. It creates a, a doubt within your rider. You know, it creates a doubt with the team. You know, are you right sometimes? I'm sure you are. But to to just throw in another opinion on top of uh, the manager, on top of the rider, on top of the suspension, on top of the motor guy, just I think what you if you ask me, I'll, I'll tell you what I think. But, you know, I don't think you're the type of guy to be like, hey, Dylan, your bike is just not working, man. It's just, you know, like I don't think you're that type of guy. Like, you know. Well, could you no, imagine like the I suspension? Won't say that, you know. Go ahead. I was going to say, could you imagine the suspension guy coming up to DV and being like, I don't think you're really teaching him how to that corner right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think there's a good there's a good case to keep it simple when it comes to bike setup. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes like they ask me, or sometimes it's like I see something and I would go directly like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, uh, yeah, you know. And uh, and we did that for is the bike outdoors. You know, like. Uh, it, uh, I went to see the guys. Hey, I would, I would try to not what to change, but what what I would what you see, make the yeah. bike to. Yep. Yeah, like uh, uh, they don't really like when we tell them like what to change exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I can see, I can see your point. Like it's it's political and it's a delicate it's a delicate thing. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be PC now, like uh, not yeah. pro circuit, not yeah. politically <laughs> right, correct. Right, yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's um, it's not like um, a smaller team, or you can do whatever you want. Like when you when you work with like uh, factory guys, it's a it's a little different. Absolutely, Skosh dot com bringing you David Villamy does not want a Skosh boom bottle, but if you want one, Pulp twenty twenty one at Skosh to save. Uh, please check them out. The boom bottles are fantastic. They're great. Uh, carry your music with I'll you wherever you want. I'll give mine away. I'll give mine away to uh, the whoever calls. There we go. Okay, all right. David Vinland's going to give a Scotch boom bottle away to whoever call Third caller right now. If our, if Tits is awake, third caller gets a Scotch boom bottle. Get all the information. 702-586-PULP. Uh, the great David Vinland giving his Scotch away. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. David, uh, DB, anything else for DB? No, I'm, I'm just pumped to see his roster grow and see what happens yeah. with the next two because obviously Dylan it's worked. Yeah. So yeah, I want to see it was pretty good for uh for old uh Verandas this year. Yeah, it's been really good. Wasn't bad, yeah. So Yeah, Super Supercross is a different ball game though. Yep. You know, like uh we um we don't have uh, like French people we we were not that bad in Supercross and some riders won and one guy won a championship. 30 years ago and uh, uh, they some like won races and won some 250 class but we don't have that 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 DNA we don't have 100% of the supercross DNA as a, as a you French got guy 90% yeah. of it right <laughs> yeah just not even maybe like uh, some some do but like it, we we have to work extra like uh, almost like uh uh, motocross for us comes more naturally, you know. Right. And uh, so supercross, we uh, we have to work hard, and it's it's a, a more di- difficult it's a more difficult championship to win technically, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed of motocross is more like physically that's demanding. Yeah. Right? yeah. So uh, last summer. But now we gotta try to do the technique side side, which is 
a little more difficult than to get somebody in shape. I'm telling you, this is a little more challenging. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that'll be great to, to watch it happen. We got our winner, by the way, everybody. So stop calling. We have our winner. <laughs> Wake um, up, Supercross. Eat Supercross. Oh, Shit, Supercross, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck Supercross, <laughs> and <laughs> sleep Supercross. That's it, DV. That's all you got to do. Your, your drop yeah. is, is epic. How many drops do I have in this? Quite a bit. Uh, yeah. I have a cat. I, I, I hate that. <laughs> he, he's, got, uh, he's got great radio. He's got the shit Supercross. Great radio. He's got... Uh, fuck you, you're fired. Oh, yeah, fuck you, you're fired is a good one. <laughs> yeah, they don't know shit. They don't know shit. That's a good one, too. Yep. It's uh, good. That's crazy. Like, uh, And people think that's me talking right now. So it, people, yeah. those are drops. That's not me. I'm a nice guy. I don't swear anymore. I don't say my words. Fuck you, you're fired. I, 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 that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Oh, no. It was the old you. It was you. It was you. I trust me on that. Uh, thanks for the time, DV. Always good to catch up. Uh, thanks for the time tonight, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you too soon, man. Thank you. Go, Maple Leaf. Oh, thank you, DV. <laughs> yes. Coming back on, David Villeneuve, anytime. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye. See, see ya. Later. That's David Villeneuve, everybody. I want to thank the folks at Ride Engineering, uh, ride-engineering.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Huh? Uh, I'm just uh, the climp. Uh, Justin Brayton picks Ride Engineering's uh, CRF450L pull rods on his bike. He had these exact pull rods on his bike this weekend. Uh, the performance arms uh, lower the 450. They're one inch shorter than stock on, than the R model, raising the rear of the motorcycle three to four millimeters and adding some comfort on bottoming and acceleration chop. 199 bucks from ridedesengineering.com or pulpfan20 is the code to save at anything on ridedesengineering.com. So get the same pull rods that Justin Brayton uses, uh, and I saw him this weekend on his bike at Bercy, Paris, I should say. All right, commercial break here. We'll be back after this with the tweet at motorsport.com, tweet at tit segment. A couple more things for David for Daniel Blair. Thank you to David Villeman for coming on. Stick around. Be right back after this, everybody. Lame. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandez and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, 
Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level 
Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Paul Mexico. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're back for our last little bit here on the show. Daniel Blair from Schmena Schwent Schmodo is uh, here. Eagle Grit as well, of course. Um, thanks to the sponsors. Uh, we couldn't do the show without them. And thanks to Off-Road Warehouse, man. They're proud to be supporting the Club of Mex team this year with Troll Train. Perhaps you heard. Oh, that's another guy. So Marvin is flying at the test track. You know who else is flying at the test track? Troll Train? No. Well, we were, we're not sure. Phil? No. March Banks. I heard that numerous, last year, too. I know. But it was, no, but it was good. He backed it up. He came right out and yeah. third so, at the So numerous one, so. people are telling me about March Banks right now. And he's an ORW rider. They got stores all over the West Coast, Corona, Vegas, San Diego, Temecula, Phoenix. They're out in uh, Georgia even right now. They're your place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. Pulpamex is the code to save. Stop in to ORW. Check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brand. They, uh, they staff by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell. So whatever you buy, you can get it from them. You can get uh, uh, Maxxis Tires, for, for example, uh, one of our sponsors on our other shows. You can get uh, a Michelin. You can do all sorts of things at, at Pulpamex or at offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code Pulpamex to save. Pulpamex code. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse, ORW. You'll see this on the butt patch of uh, Mumford and Shock this past year. And now I think the club team will be running it again. So thanks to Off-Road Warehouse for making it happen. Thank you to motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. Check out pulpamex.com um, uh, for a review of the new Atlas Brace, the, the compression brace that Noof was talking about a few shows ago. Atlas Brace, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save Works Connection, NorCal Company, Daniel. Also, connection? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, NorCal Company, Guts Racing. Oh, yeah. Good guys down there. Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles. Speaking of WUSA, Daniel, you'd like the World Vet Show again? 
This Loved it. <laughs> what a mess. You guys, I, I mean, I told you before, like, it makes me want to go. Uh, that's not what ri- people like, say. Not ride. I, 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 the body's way past that. Actually, no, I told you guys. Or was it that race or 24 hours? I told you guys I would be your team manager. Yeah. I think it, at the vets. I want, I want you guys to all go again. I want to be your team manager. I will, I'll, I'll handle all the problems right. that you guys are facing. I'll deal with it. You it's, need someone like that in the It's pits. hilarious that we talk about this race for a few years now. Uh, Galdi, right? Noof, Randy Richardson. And we talk about how it goes and how it is. And it just makes people want to go more. It doesn't, it doesn't scare anyone yeah, away. You are the best marketing for that yeah. race ever by trashing it. I, want, <laughs> I have to see it. And the worst thing they could ever do is clean it up. Yeah, it's, it's simply amazing. Um, a little bit of blowback from that, like from Glen Helen people. That not, you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not getting it directly, but I'm hearing about it. And I mean, I, you're I mean, super friendly I, with them anyway, listen, right? I, I invited Bud on the show. If he wants to come on, if I'm going to say those things about Glenn Allen and, and they want to come on and talk about it, I have not heard back yet. But I'm happy to have Bud, the owner of Glenn Allen, on the show to tell me, you know, that I'm full of shit and, and, and prove me wrong or, or whatever. And I've yet to hear back from him. But all that stuff that I talk, talked about in that show, Daniel, that, that you laughed at and Noof was, that's all, that's all true, man. The, the, that's the extreme version of your guys' Canadian National pre and post show that I right, love too. Right, because yeah. you guys pick things apart that we don't see all the time. So it's funny to me. And then when you guys did the vet one, it, I, I was like, Okay, that has to be all that went wrong. And then you're like, oh, yeah, and how about this? And then it was the next gnarliest thing I'd ever. And then the ambulance crossed the, crossed the track. It's like it just kept going the water and main going broke. and going. And it was all the worst things ever. And then you have people calling in like, yeah, yeah. I'm coming back. Yeah, like, this is amazing. I, I, I'm, but I'm I there. think it's more for the experience than yep. things going right yeah. in perfect. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, so. I agree. The, the the calling out the names of who is on the yeah, yeah, four, yeah. 12, eight, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like to me, I died when I heard that Dude, because I, yeah. I've been to races where it's like that, where they don't know yeah. and they think everyone's just glued in and it's like, no, no, you need to really go through the list. Yeah. We're not all paying attention, yeah. but yeah. to hear him rip through yeah, it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 40, 82, 96, 81. You're just like, uh, all right, here I'll go. You, know, you don't like, even know what yeah. number you have on. Like you're on a buddy's bike. And yeah, I, yeah, it's it's great. It's amazing. You know what else is great? The Manscape, the 4.0 uh, lawnmower 4.0, absolutely amazing. The Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, the Crop Reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and all are in a package. A Manscape Performance Package 4.0. It's fantastic. If you just want to get the Manscape 4.0 trimmer, it's amazing. It's waterproof. It's got a light on it. Uh, it works up to 9,000 RPM. It's got the uh, motor 360 degree rotary dual blade system uh, that's super safe to use in the shower, out of the shower. It's got a light on it. It's fantastic. Pulp MX20 is a code to save with the folks at Manscaped. Do you do Manscaped at all, Daniel? Do you? I don't use their product. Okay, but but I'm, but, I'm fine. But you believe in the yeah. The, I'm just the, jealous the that company from a marketing standpoint because they nailed it so good in so many ways. And yep. here I am, like I kill birds. Like that's shitty marketing yeah, that my company yeah, has because yeah, right. of you thanks yeah but they have it so cool everything they say in their marketing is just rad it's and great. here i now, kill birds rv was on talking about his manscape and how his wife helps him trim his butt hair his butt butthole hair oh uh, really uh, is that where you're gonna go oh, you feel like that's are you that deep into it with the manscape or are you there's certain bit? things in my i'm a pretty open person yeah. i'm not afraid to be transparent there's yeah. some things that i keep for myself yeah and i agree. that's one that's that's i'm the same so I'm the same y'all way. can just 
use your imagination if you'd like, but that's yeah. that's between me and and yeah. and my bottom end. Uh, lawnmower 4.0 is a 7,000 RPM motor, a new functional on-off switch as well. It's got a travel lock on it, and uh, and yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Tits, you actually paid for a Manscaped. And every time I hear about all the ones you're giving out to other people, I yep. get angry every single time. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's good well, to hear. It Fortunately, I absolutely love it. Sent, I just sent one to uh, Paul Parabinos. I just sent one to Johnny Knowles. I mean, they're good guys and everything, but yep. it's like when Darkseid gets one and, and Talon, I'm just like, it's just... Talon got one? Yeah, man. For free? I'm really upset. How is it, though, Tits? Do you do you like it? So so I have been a manscaper for a long time using just like regular clippers. Yep. But you do risk uh, yeah. clipping yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. But not Bleeding once. out right yes, there. Yes, you bleed yeah. out. It's very dangerous. You get yeah. the, little, the little ouches and everything, but... I've not ever actually cut myself with this, no. and I'm very happy with it. A lot of R and D went into the development to make a sure. A lot of R and D, and they did a good job with it. I tell you what, well, I'm I'm truly a fan. Pulp MX twenty to save with Manscaped. Check it out, Lawnmower four It's great, love and it has guys. a flashlight. Yeah, I love the light. The lights, the lights, really for Travis to cast a shadow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's boy. what Ben said. <laughs> Caught me off guard with that one. I didn't even know how to respond. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, that's funny. What uh, what else have we not touched on tonight, Daniel? Did we talk Paris? We talked KTM bike photo. We talk uh, anybody hurt? Any anything going on? Um, kitchen is the only one. We got kitchen, yeah. But I hear, I heard here that should be good for East Coast. Yeah, but still, you just don't want that as a rookie coming in to come in behind the eight ball like that and i think he's really good too so i think there was some expectation that he would do well so that's the only one i've heard yeah. you heard anything no right? i haven't I, I i heard something about max volan i checked in and it was all good with that so i, I didn't hear I, that i, didn't, I, didn't I know hear. jacob hayes is working with max oh he is now, yeah oh as the agent yeah no like, no no I look on the side too, oh okay working some stuff talon's busy and it's just it's one of those things where he's got to be back home a lot yeah. so um He's entrusted Jacob to kind of oversee oh, okay. the program and yep. kind of have a little bit of input. And Jacob is still like he could get a, he'd be top ten in Anaheim if he raced. He's twenty seven years old yeah. and still yeah. like railing. So for right. Max to have someone that is really fast currently, yep. it's good for him. And Jacob's loving it because it gives him that motivation yep. to you know he goes on bike rides with him, everything. So, oh, nice. So yeah, he's up in NorCal. Uh, no, he's down south. So and Max is down south. Like ninety five percent of the time. So. Oh, okay. I thought I thought he was more up staying up there. No, he is, but just oh. not at this time of year. Uh, okay. Oh, also by the way, um, somebody called in earlier. Uh, GoFundMe. Uh, look, it's never never good to hear. Never never nice thing to talk about. We we uh, we put out a GoFundMe. Uh, we retreated a GoFundMe from the um, guy that Michael Lessi landed on at yeah. Cool Vets. So, uh, but then this gentleman got hurt at the Mini O's. And uh, it is GoFundMe.com forward slash Ants Army. Ants hyphen Army uh, for um, Anthony Piccioni. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's close enough. I I just retweeted it on my Twitter, too. So please check that out. And so, Anthony, hang in there, man. And uh, if you can help out with the GoFundMe, then please uh, feel free. If you can't, no worries about it. But, yeah, please check it out. I never like to see a racer down like that. So um, I guess we didn't talk many O's. I know you're... I mean, I know you couldn't fan. stop watching. I was, I was so glued in. I, I can't believe like Parabinos, like, like he is just, oh my god, Hymas got beat, and oh my god, this guy, like, 
who the fuck cares? Like <laughs> a lot of what people are you, do. What are you doing watching that? Like what? That should have been my race tech rant. Like you who it. fucking cares? Like a lot of people. Okay, first of all, it's 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 motos all week long. Like right? How many motos is it? A thousand. Okay, no, but I mean in your class. <laughs> I, don't, I mean like, a like, lot because you do right. multiple classes. They do a supercross, yeah, yeah, and an a motocross, and a supercross, and it's like I don't care. Like this doesn't mean anything. Nothing. And, you know, like, I just, I just, how can you sit there and talk about these kids and make judgments and be shocked or be amazed at any of these fucking results? Like, I don't know. I just saw I on Instagram. Uh, check out Hayden Dean's crash. It was a pretty cool one. I'm just like. Now that, he, now that I know he's oh, okay. Oh, a kid crashed on a dirt bike? Oh, let me see it. Wow. It's not your thing, man. I just, I just don't fucking get it, dude. I don't understand it. Like, okay, I follow the amateur results. I'll look at Loretta's and be like. Oh, okay. You know, Evan Ferry did this, and Hymas is, is, is beat. Hymas caught and ran down Ryder D or somebody or like what? Like, okay, that's that's all relevant. But dude, I, I Minios, Minios like, is cool, and the the TV package on it, or not TV, but the stream package is pretty good. And I will tell you this because I'm I'm in the middle. I'm not like Paul. I know Paul was he was texting me even, so I know he was deep in, and then you are like. Anti. I do sit in the middle. I'm not all the way in, but I am intrigued, especially when you have a couple classes like in the A and B that are really cool and coming. Remember when um, Izzy, Stroop, Dungey, like that yeah. whole pack came in. It was like an age, and they all came in and were great. Like Trey was all part of that. There's another like little bubble of that coming right now. So there's a lot of people that are into the A and the B class right now because there's it's pretty stacked with guys that we think can be pretty good in the class. So. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll just wait till they there, turn professional. I know, and there's yeah. some years where I'll I just, just like look, it. and I'm like, eh, I don't need but right now the A and the B class is cool. There's okay, there's just, some good ones coming right, that are going to be impactful. I'll just wait till they turn fucking pro, and it really all matters. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. like think about all these guys. Like Trey got beat by those dudes all the time. Stroop and Izzy, they just worked them. But that's what was cool to see is. Who's going to – yeah, when Dungy just but, but, pops out at the very end. and But the Paul Parabinos back in those days, like, can you believe fucking Nico Izzy? Oh, my God, he's so good. Stroop's so fucking amazing. Here they, here they come. Here they come. Okay. And Drake Kennard had ten times the career of those kids. And okay. for whatever reasons, like injuries and, you know, it's off-track stuff. Like, I'm not saying – like, I'm not saying that they sucked as riders. Here's an, here's they, an example they they and a comparison. Riders. For me, I love the NFL. I don't really watch college football that much barely ever because I it's not professional to me. I when they turn pro, I like the pro league. I'm not into it as much. So I don't sit around Saturdays and watch college football. Some people love college football or college basketball because they're not pros yet and these are the ones that are kind of becoming gonna be the stars. You know what I mean? So for Daniel, it's just some a people intrigue. like Subway. It sucks balls. Like some people I like know. some people like plain donuts. They're fucking terrible. It's the beauty of <laughs> that, that, mankind yeah, 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 and, but, and human but beings. People who like Subway and plain donuts are morons. There's still a lot of them, obviously, but they're morons. They're not really experiencing what's going on. They're not experiencing a firehouse or a fucking Jersey Mike's or a fucking Boston cream or a chocolate donut or whatever. Okay? Those are fucking good. So you're saying people that are into amateur racing are morons? No, what I'm saying is it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you can tell me like a lot of people are into it. It doesn't matter. Like that's sit, and that's you. That's to beautiful. sit there that's and, beautiful. and you, you and like just, what you like. Yeah, but I cover professional racing, and that's how you make money, 
And that's where legacies are. Nobody sits back and goes, that fucking guy's legacy at Loretta's and Minio's. Oh, that guy's. Le-. I, Usually I for, it's the opposite. I worked for Ryan Morris at Minio's in 99. He won everything but two motos. Steve Mertens beat him and James Stewart beat him. You think that matters at all in 2020? He was unfucking touchable No, but it mattered then. It's a thing in time. Like these yeah. kids are, dude, these kids were on 65s like a couple years ago and now they're about to be pro. It's cool to watch that last step in. It's, I like it. I had people telling me that fucking, fucking, what's his nuts? Uh, Fry. Fry was the fucking future. Watch Fry. He's amazing. I heard that too. Right. And then you watch and you see what happens and it's part of watching the develop. I, 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 I like it. And for me, I'm not as much into the entire thing. I obviously watch my kids' age but group because listen, I, I say, know those kids. I follow results. Like, I'm, I'm not a, a, a total blind eye to it. Like, I, who won? Okay. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Look at the internet. Like, oh, look who won. Okay. I'm not fucking watching these motos and being and making judgment calls and being like, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Uh, and on Wednesday at Mini O's in 2021, like, oh, sound the alarm. Dude, your you guy, I mean? your like, guy was, he, had, he was getting into it at Mini O's. He yeah, had some drama. I know. And then he, he crashed and like, hurt his hand, but he'll be fine or whatever. But like Evan did? Yeah. Oh, he, I didn't know he that. He didn't finish. Uh, again, something I read on the internet, you know. But See, like, I don't watch everything. I, I watch. I just, I, I can't. I'd rather watch fucking paint dry. Like, hey, there's Pookie, no way. Pookie just painted this fucking wall. I'm gonna watch. You're this gonna dry. look at it. I'm gonna watch this dry. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's okay. move on from yes. Minios. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. You're um, sweating over I'm there. I'm not You're sweating. So I yeah, just, yeah. I just can't believe it. Like, I cannot. But like again, follow it. Yes. Look at the results. Yes. But start watching the fucking stream on a Wednesday at fucking Munoz and then being like, ah, like what? Like, like actually caring, like actually caring what happens. I, I, it, it blows I'm my ha- mind. I got one foot in. I, I like, okay, I like it. I'm not, I'm not hardcore. Listen, I don't watch them all, but I will tune in when I know what time of day Moto's at. It's fine. Um, okay. Have you been in a motorcycle or car accident? Yes. Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Yes. Can you call Arthur Draper? I had a different lawyer, and it's already settled. But it's ridiculous. If I you would have, you back would have time, used I Arthur Draper. Got double. Consultations are free, Daniel. You just need to call. He'll take the time to know the clients. We'll take the time to talk to you personally. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. So this gentleman, ArthurDraper.com, help is only a call away. Arthur's got your back. He's an old moto dude, <clears throat> old mechanic from the scene on, back in the day, and now he's turned into a lawyer. So that's why I help Arthur Draper because he's a model awesome. guy. So thank you to those guys. Uh, thank you to ArthurDraper.com. Please check that out. I love it when people are they on Instagram, if there's a crash or something, they'll tag me and say, this guy should call Arthur Draper. It's great. <sighs> MX fails, man. Right. There's some big ones on there. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. All right, Motorsport.com. Tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com, everybody. Love these guys. OEM on aftermarket parts. And uh, it's fantastic to deal with these guys. Great return policy. Great free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. OEM on aftermarket parts. They have... 
Nope, they're done with this gift. Never mind. Motorsport.com. Uh, please uh, go to the pulp page on there. They're on the very bottom, and it takes you to our sponsors, and you can do a great uh, uh, set of deals on there, like X-Brand stuff, Mission stuff. These different companies have run specials, promos through there. You can get guts there. You can get Works Connection there. Uh, Motorsport.com, great guys. They're on board with a, the Motorsport PulpMex Fantasy Whole Shot game, which we announced last show all year long. Yeah. So that'll be great. Gift card for that. Uh, and predict the whole shot for motorsport.com, Pulp Max Fantasy. Looking forward to that. Uh, great guys. And uh, Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Villapoto, myself, motorsport.com athletes. Um, all right, Tits, let's, uh, let's do this. First one's from uh, Tanner Hall. Uh, Steve, what will you do if the broadcast mentions the Kevin Windham Memorial Nets? Oh, don't, don't forget. Listen. I got, listen. I got four chances at it. Yeah, you do. Listen. <sighs> oh, I'm going to do it, too. I'm really going to do it. <laughs> The great ones, the ones who really know, they know. That's all I'm going to okay. say. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Ryan Roberts. Uh, it's for Daniel. When will you uh, welcome Steve to be on the best and most professional podcast, a.k.a. the Main Event Moto podcast? He's been on. Oh. I think twice. Will he be allowed to see producer Joe's face? Sure. I've been on your podcast. Twice. Man, what a dick! Was Very it, memorable. What, yeah. Was that um, was that like a one on one, or were we talking about the races, or what? I had we you doing? on to, I forget this in the beginning when we had more guests on the phone. Oh, okay. I had you on a couple of times. We don't do that really at all anymore. It's just right. whatever. But yeah, you've been on. Glad it must have been really impactful on your life for you to remember. Yep, my my bad. Um, but uh, we did a podcast today. A race oh, yeah. podcast um, earlier today. It'll be out in a couple of weeks, and we talk. We get more into that mm-hmm. into the podcast. And oh yeah, yeah, we did cover stuff that stuff and everything else. So yeah, and, uh, stay tuned the, for that. The line that has to yep. be straddled. Um, what are we? Is that comment from uh, YouTube, Marks? Which one? Uh, from Josh. Uh, that was sent to me in a DM because he doesn't have Twitter. Okay, all right. Here's a DM we got. Uh, I'll take over your segment here, uh, tits. Uh, DB. It's fine. Why do you only like circus cross? And not the outdoors. There's nothing sicker than the Nationals. Look what we saw in 450 Moto 1 at Millville. No Supercross race could top that. I guess I'm just curious how someone who's so balls deep in this sport could only be into Supercross from Josh. I'm not only in. I watched the outdoors this summer. I was into it, but I'm into Supercross more. I mean, I raced in Anaheim when I was eight years old on a PW, 50. And when I turned pro, I was in a situation financially where I had bills and outdoors don't pay bills. So I stayed home and raced a lot of fairgrounds, super cross feeling style format racing. So it's just always been a priority to me because it's just, okay. it's just like you Steve don't like the amateur stuff. I've just like super cross more, but I like outdoor. I watched everyone this summer. You want to tell so. Josh to suck it? You could tell him for me. Okay. All right. Suck it, Josh. All right. Uh, next one is from Jamesy. Um, how do we feel about Jet becoming a, quote, sellout? I get the need to make do- dollars, but all he does is post ads. Nine out of the ten were authentic or were uh, ads or whatever. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going too far? I'm, I'm going to check his Instagram right now. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't uh, paid attention. He says nine I, of the last ten were ads. Dang. For yeah, real? they kind of were. You yeah. sell by being authentic like uh, uh, Aaron Plessinger, not by being a digital billboard. I mean, you could almost argue that you could almost argue because six, he's got, I mean. I mean, he just had these drops, so you got to go back a little further. 
I don't know. Uh, listen, uh, I, I certainly would be hypocritical for me to sit here and talk about taking selling money out, from taking money from people because yep. we do have a lot of partners, right? Um, and I do promote a lot of different companies and competing companies and everything else. So if I sat here and, and said that, uh, I would be a little hypocritical. However, saying that, I've always said this on my show, like if you post too much of something on your social media, like I'm not trying to tell you what to do, mm -hmm. but if you're, if I'm following you, my advice would be, I want to see your dog, your, your favorite restaurant, your chick, your car. Like I want to see riding too. Mm -hmm. Like my whole thing was like just all these fucking Insta bangers, right? Like these guys just post Insta bangers of themselves riding over and over and over. And, and they're all clipped and they're professionally made. And, and you're just like, Fuck, man. Like, what else do you do in your life? Like, let me see your bicycle. Let me, you know, like, I, I, can, I just want to see behind the scenes of a rider if I'm a fan. I could answer that maybe correctly for everybody. But I notice even when I post, if I post a picture of me and my family, it'll get a certain amount of engagement, likes, and comments. If I post a picture of me wearing LBZ gear from 04, it's off the charts because they want to see a riding photo or something like that. So I think they probably know what gives traction and what doesn't. Um, and the personal stuff, I don't think goes as far as a guy throwing a whip. I think people just get the yeah, likes and people scroll through and, oh, sick whip, tap, 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 tap. Yeah, I don't so, know. I just want to, if I follow you, I would like to see a little bit of everything, uh, not just ads. I understand there'll be some promotion. I understand there'll be riding videos. But Roxon's, I, I Roxon's pretty good about yeah. family stuff. I mean, picture of, him and his family dress up for Halloween. Right. He, he's he's pretty good about the personal stuff yeah. away from the bike. Yeah. But um, to what was the question again? Oh, is he how do we feel about sellout? Just is he gone too far? I mean, strike while the iron's hot, Listen, man. If, if Myrtle hot. comes, if Myrtle comes through through for me, there's nothing fucking wrong with Jet's account. It's, it's fantastic. So all right, uh, Chase Bailey, uh, will Rockstar Husky put someone on Zach's bike for Supercross? Uh, no, that was Dino's ride was a little up in the air until Zach was out, and then Dean was in. I don't know. So, is this correct? But Dino wasn't supposed to get on the new bike either. But right now he is. Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, I heard that. Now I didn't. I didn't know the details of that, but. Uh, April Ormond. Has anyone heard from Brian Moreau? I know he's severely hurt, but it seems like the moto community left him behind. Well, he's back in France, right? No, he's here. He was he's at here. the KTM track within oh. the last couple weeks. Well, hanging out. He, he lives in France, or he's back in yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I know that somewhat recently he was hanging out with the oh, TLD okay. guys out at the, uh, the facility. Yeah, out there. I haven't seen much from him, right? Like, I don't even know. Does his English? Is he work? I, I heard his English wasn't very good. It wasn't to begin with, right. so I doubt it would have gotten right. So, better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Blake Rowland, what's more prestigious, a lights regional arena cross title? Yep. Yep. Or catching a T-shirt from a T-shirt cannon at Supercross? <sighs> nah, so lights regional title. Uh, lights regional. I don't know. 40,000 people, I, and you're honestly, the one that catches it. That's you've said low this, odds. You've said this over and over. You not only won a championship, you actually did a lot of fathers a great service. Oh, I, like that's you, why you, I, that's I, why I, that I did line. it. I love I that did line. It. Right. My job in my last two years of Arena Cross was to show the dads that needed to stop spending money that they needed to stop spending yeah. money. Yeah. And if you can't come through and beat like, me while hey, I'm eating M&Ms on the gate. Little then Johnny, the, like this guy is so washed. Yeah. It's not even funny. If and little Johnny can't beat me and Janolfi. He's Ginolfi, working you. Right. And he's working you. Right. Pull the budget. 
So I I think I've probably single-handedly saved millions of dollars. I, I like that the Scott intro when you and Genofi, when I saw you guys at Salt Lake, and you were arguing over who had the tougher regional arena across coast. <laughs> His was tougher than mine. I clinched three rounds early. You guys early. were going back and forth. <laughs> I may have been the only rider on my coast that did them all. So it's not that much to be proud. I'd say the T-shirt. I mean, one out of 40,000 odds go, are better than I'll go I've arena cross. I always wished I could catch a T-shirt. I tell you what. I'll go arena cross. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Kevin Flores, uh, will there be a live show before A1? No, I don't think so, unless somebody has an idea of a venue. Uh, uh, they're, they're quite California pricey. Yeah, they're a... quite pricey. Uh, our venue last time didn't work out at all. Uh, I'd like to do one. SoCal's a great yeah, What market, do you have on the schedule? I only have St. Louis and Minneapolis right now. Really? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some answers from Seattle. I'm trying to if, – if anybody has any ideas – and, like, Fucking be realistic. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say I can you know, point you to some spots in Oakland. You, you, you know, put some stadium seating right outside the studio like, I here. Asked, and uh, I asked for for recommendations from Minneapolis. We found a place in Minneapolis, no. but I asked for recommendations in Minneapolis. Just put stadium seating right here. We could probably people get open up the curtains. We could probably get eight or nine hundred. People were living room. In right people there. were yeah. DMing me like, "Hey, bro, come do it at my dealership." Like. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a. Do you have seats? Do you have audio equipment? Do you have a stage? Do you have anything I'll that would bet, make this thing? I'll bet they would create it. Well, uh, yeah, I'm if not going to build it. They will come. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing all that. But I just if you, somebody if, if you're in a city on a Supercross series and you think there's a realistic small theater, how many people do you want? Like, what would be the ideal? Five hundred people. Five hundred. Yeah, let's do that. If you have a five hundred seat theater in your town that maybe I haven't seen, DM me and I'll try to set it up and do that. But yeah, I'm not taking it to fucking uh, T-Mobile. You know, people are people were sent me. People sent me. Let's go to Raider Stadium. It'll be fine. What the fuck did I get in a DM? I got I got a dealership, and I got um. Oh, I, I don't know. I googled it. It was a a, a four thousand seat like theater. Like, Holy shit! Like, yeah, yeah, bro, we're good, man. Like, you know. So, anyways, I'll be able to I'll, socially distance. I want to do St. Louis. I want to come to that one. Okay. I haven't been to one yet. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, from Jesse318, uh, did you have any uh, in- interactions with Josh Hill this weekend? I thought no. Paris may have been a good chance no. to reconcile. No, fuck him. I don't. I, I have no. I have no desire to reconcile. Hey, I've I done a good job with him Steve. once. Okay, he came to me and said, "Hey, man, I just want to come on your show, promote Alta." You know, I, I said, "No problem." Uh, I get it. He's like, "Let's like let's forget the other stuff, you know, happened or whatever." And I'm like, "Okay, like that's cool." And I had him on the show. You know, I gave him this platform, 45, 50,000 people, to talk about what the fuck he was doing, and I had no problems with it. And then he hears I make fun of Monster, and he kicks me out of that party. Like, what? Like, I'm not, I didn't even make fun of Josh Hill. I was making fun of Monster. Nothing to do with him. And he fucking gets a big man fucking on campus, that attitude, kicks me out of the party. Fuck him. I'll never have him on the okay, show. I'll never talk to Josh Hill ever again. Wow. Ever. I've never so want to. Yeah. No, no, no. no, <laughs> I, say, no. I, I feel like you and Ricky. Okay. Hey, listen. Thank if, he, if he came up to me. to me and said, hey, man, sorry about all that stuff, I'd be like, you know what? Apology accepted. Fuck you. That'd be it. That's it. I'll take his apology, and that's it. Like, wh- burn me once. Cool. Burn me twice. I'm done. So Josh Hill can fuck off. <laughs> Damn. Thank you. Huh? You got that clip for YouTube there? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, listen. I, I don't care. Like, what did I do? What did I do to him? Nothing. Nothing. No. He fucking thought he was big man on campus, probably drunk, and fucking wanted to be big man on campus, and fuck you. Uh, in front of my wife, he, you know, my wife was pissed. My wife was embarrassed. 
Fuck them. Okay. Uh, Steve's extra square footage. Uh, Steve, what Come was... On. <laughs> Stop it. That's the name of it. What was the tough block situation like in Paris? Uh, uh, they looked half cylindrical yeah, rubber and they, plastic. Yeah, they... Well, okay, for one, yes, they... They didn't have the... So I've talked about the puff blocks in Paris, and they usually have they're super long, mm-hmm. and they kind of and they they don't move very easy, right? And then they're also round, mm-hmm. so that they don't like get kicked caught easily, right? They kind of move catch with, a peg, or... right, right. Um, but they had small little ones that did get kicked out onto the track, so I don't know if they brought those back or so they whatever. Reverted backwards. Well, kinda, yeah. It wasn't the same ones that I had remembered a lot. They had some of the ones, but yeah, so a little different. Okay. Plastic Forkner, uh, could Cairoli qualify for a 450 Supercross main event? Yeah, but it wouldn't be easy. So He's not a lock. Not with st- big whoops and everything like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, oof. I, I'd go, yeah, 50-50 on that one. Right. Uh, from Patty McMullen, uh, who finishes higher overall for the series, Troll, A-Ray, Kate, or Chiz? Troll. Chiz. Mm, I think Chiz is the better choice there. Fuck my ass. Yep. Uh, from Retired Bubba, uh, Steve, seemingly every other Red Bull rider has to race with the, uh, the classic can paint on their helmets, except for Cairoli, who only has them on the chin. Do you know why? No, that's a and good point. I never really it. thought of that, really. I guess. I never really, yeah, I don't know. Most people don't pay attention to that yeah, stuff. That's, uh, that's a, yeah, you know, you know what he's talking does. about? You know, silver well, and blue now, blocks. Now that wait, he says could, that, I'm kind of, wait. I like need to see it. Marv didn't it, have that. Marv didn't have paint can helmet either. Marv had shit all over his helmet from Paris, like Paris stuff. Yeah, no, he's wrong. Okay. Other guys don't have all it. Right. Sorry, retired, Bubba. Yeah. Mm. He's got a big old 222. All across the top. Yeah, no, he doesn't for sure. Neither, neither does Marv. Wow. All right. Uh, has American Supercross ever done a Super Pole style qualifying, and could they benefit from doing it in the future? Uh, they've never done that for qualifying. I, I'm not. I'm not down with that for qualifying. But I am totally down with opening the night up with a with a fast lap. And then you get five points or something like they do it in enduro cross. It starts yeah. with the reverse order. Fast lap and it's pretty dang cool. They do it in a lot ton of European supercrosses, and yeah, I I I think it's great. Like I think I listen. I've told you guys, the supercross program needs a spice up. It needs a B main. It I, needs I, a super pole. I'm telling you, I I, and I know it wouldn't have the same appeal that the arena cross had with the dash for cash. But if you took the top three out of each 450 heat and just put six on the gate for a two lap sprint and gave the top three an extra point or something like that. I'd be all about it. I would love to see those guys have a two-lapper, just yeah. the six best. Te- teams would be like, "That's more racing." Oh, I, I, yeah, I know they—they they don't want to change anything no, at all. I'm all for experimenting with yeah. triple crowns and all kinds of stuff like that. So I—I I would be up to almost anything yep. that was different. That's old news, right? You notice what time it is? Unbelievable, marks. Yeah, the clock was the clock was counting down quickly there. Very he quickly. he he comes in an hour and a half late one time. <laughs> For real? Time changes every yeah. time. Yeah, he thought the show started at six. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, and then now an he just cuts my late. yeah cuts my cuts, cuts great. my time. Mm. He has he bore an intense taser too. He's got one of my tasers I at do. his house. Yes, I'm yep. taking very good care and of it. He d- he texts me to get paid mm-hmm. today before he does the work. Mm-hmm. 
and then now he does that. Yep. Now he does this. Is it's, that it's, the signal that it's coming to an end? Yeah. He's over it. Yeah. That's it. He said earlier, barely la, paying la, attention la, would be la, would be a strong word. Yeah. Right. Last of the year. Ten Unbe- o'clock. Unbelievable. Ten o'clock. Show's over. <laughs> Everybody go home. Are you kidding me? All right. <laughs> Show's over. Show's over because Tits wants it over. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Justin Brayton, Jason Wygant, Ryan Sipes, DV, David Drakes. Best interview of the night. The guy you left out. Who? JT. Oh. You did that last time I was here too. Yeah, you think everybody I, but him. Well, honestly, he's just like our, he's just on every week, so it's I, I know. So I probably should be you're thankful. Right. I, you're right. He's I good. Pro- I should. Yep. Me and JT, we you guys are racers. We think. <laughs> yeah, you guys are racers. A lot. You know. Yeah, you uh, we know. know. Right. We know. You know, and it's funny too because I literally agree with ninety-five percent of everything that comes out of his mouth. Just. Well, Mostly you, just the jet thing you, was the only real difference. But otherwise, I agree with almost everything you, he says. You walked back your fucking KTM photo uh, from the text to the show tonight. You walked it back. What did On I say? On the text today, you were with me. It's out there. It's public domain. I said tonight I'm 50. I, I see both yeah, sides. But you walked it back. On the text. Because were, I, started, were, well, I started thinking if something happened like that to me, and if I was them, I'd be pissed. If, I was, if it happened to me. If I was like, dude. Steve, I got this new product coming out, bro. And then somehow someone sneaked it out, and you're like, bam! I'd be like, bro. I'd be like, dude, it's already out there, man. It's already out <laughs> I there. I know what you would say, because uh, you I, said, I, I, it's already I, out there. I'm 50-50. I didn't, I didn't leave you on Adam that. Adam Schefter, just, hey, I've heard this guy's got an injury. That's his job, breaking these injuries. It's yeah. out there. So whoever, you know, if Aaron Rodgers' toe is broken, it's out there somewhere where Adam Schefter grabs it. We don't need to argue 2.0 and go through it again. Okay. All right. So, well. Listen to me. Uh, all right, so thanks to those guys for coming on board uh, or coming in the show and calling in. I really appreciate it. Again, thank you, people. Uh, a great uh, great time to talk about Parasupercross and everything else that's going on. EagleGrit.com, mm-hmm. NBC Sports, Main Event Moto, Hustler, Play Playgirl. Mm-hmm. What else did I miss? Oh, anything that's, else? Okay. That's not supposed to get out. Okay, all right. All right. Let me know if I if I spread I... my butt cheeks for Playgirl magazine. <laughs> right, Is right. that what he says in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've right. gotten an email yeah. about that from people. A couple of emails have been like, "That's that's." I don't want to hear that. That's disgusting. That you play that <laughs> for real. Oh, really? For real? I, I think for real. it's one of the like, funniest I, lines I, in I, any it's, movie. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's one great. of the best lines ever. And, and, and so the people, I'm just like, really? Like you're gonna write me an email and say that, like you know, that offends you? It's a like, line like, from it's, a really it's, it's, popular it's, movie. I don't know, man. I, I guess if you're if it's you're 2021, totally homo- man. if you're totally homophobic, you would freak out over that. I don't know. I mean, I think it's hilarious. Maybe it's the opposite. Oh, maybe. I never thought that. Uh, Marks, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for not putting the show on for the first hour. Yeah. That was great. We'll talk about that later. Yep. Tits, thank you for cutting the show short. Thanks. I'll, I'll see you next and, year. And barely paying attention. Yes. As you said, that would be generous. Light, lightly. Lightly. So thanks for that. Mm. My employees of the month over yeah. here. <laughs> Daniel. God, it must be tough for you to figure out who to give it to every month. <laughs> uh, it is. It really is. I try to clean up aisles. Mm. It's, just ta- it's just talent every month. Let's just get Roto in. Maybe Roto will Roto would up. hold it down for Maybe. sure. Maybe Roto will fix yep. things. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, thanks to SwissCore, Moser. Thanks to Pookie, of course, as well. Uh, Pookie went and got dinner for us, which she normally does. She went and got Starbucks for us before the show. She baked us some uh, Pookie snacks. During the, I mean, she's just great. She screwed me out of my money. Screwed you out of your money? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Daniel, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no it. problem. Congrats on the uh, Supercross job, of thank course, you. and all that. Uh, again, check out everything you got going on. Thanks for your time tonight. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you, people, for listening. We'll be back next week. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. 
And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.